PKA529 with our guest Harley Taylor. This episode is brought to you by ExpressVPN and Postmates. We'll hear more about them later. But I'd like to hear more about Harley now. What's new with you? What's been what's been going on in your world? <clears throat> um, so I just moved, actually. Um, like got it. a place. I was uh, in an apartment for a year in Toronto. I just kind of didn't know what I was doing, and I just got a place. And I'm, I'm set up. I'm comfortable. Um, when you say you got uh, a place, are you renting a place? Did you buy a no, house? No, I, I bought a house. Yeah, I bought it. You know what? Like, it's so funny. It's like such a stupid thing. I remember being on here years ago, and I was like, oh, buy Bitcoin. Uh, but, like, people, like, like you know about that. And, like, it's still, like, whatever. I don't know. And I was never financial advice, by the way. And it's like, I don't know, whatever. But one thing that I would say, not financial advice again, is, like, <laughs> definitely buy a house immediately like if you if you have faith that you can like rent for the year try and find a way speak to some professionals see if you should start investing in a house um because i think about all these houses i rented and i'm like damn and obviously you know everyone's money situation is different i was like i should have mm -hmm. got a house so long ago i guess yeah, there's, you get scared you're like i don't know if i have faith in myself to continue for a year being able to to pay something off or whatever but um is that what it was because I feel like a lot of people rent because they don't want roots yet. You know, I'm yeah, that, that too. Yeah, I might find myself in Hollywood, like in your situation, mm -hmm. or I might yeah. find myself here. I, you know, like I'm not sure this is where I want to be. I'm renting until they no longer test my urine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if they, uh, if you get, if you get a place, like you know, even if That's you're there for, line. you know, five years, <clears throat> five years or something, you know, if you just, you know, a lot more people are are prone to staying in their hometown or whatever. Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's just i'm just blabbing that was just one thing i wish i did earlier it was kind of like a fuck up you know i didn't really it was like for exactly what you're saying i was i have moved like every year in the last eight years but still um think about it guys speak to someone that's what i'd say for so sure how, look how into that, that, or would it, that you in your or case would it have been a mistake to have bought a house like you were moving you lived in hollywood for a while i think that's a real thing you did i'm you i'm were. fortunate that i could have bought a house myself and oh. not lived in it or Airbnb it, or even if you get a place like, like it, even if I got it and did nothing with it except maintain it and like sold it today, like there was a house we rented like years ago that was like three hundred fifty thousand dollars in this like suburb of Montreal. Mm -hmm. It was three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and now it's five years later and it's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! And it's obviously not every. Not every city's the same, you know. Not every sure. city's the same. Toronto, where I was living before, is really crazy. Like you go there, like. You spend a million dollars. By the way, all this money's Canadian, so it's nothing. Um, you spend a million dollars, and you're like, someone's in your basement. Like it's uh -huh. still like it's like it's quite expensive. But you know, I'm not saying like uh, the real estate market is invulnerable. In you know, things can change. But I'm just thinking about my scenario. Like, yeah, it, it was a fuck up. Like I, I rent that I, I rented a different house. If I bought all those houses, I could have sold them this year. Like I'm not promising to pay them off for. 25 years but i could have sold them now and you know things would have been different who knows i have a yeah, theory um, that house I'm, preferences i'm sorry i guess i'll just go are rising they're not like they're evolving into larger sizes right so it used to be hey if you get a two bathroom thread three bedroom house that will always sell whereas if you get into four and five bedrooms eh, you know you're, you're especially at five you're kind of hitting a smaller market not not everybody wants a house that big mm -hmm. and expensive so tying into my thought that commercial real estate, because of COVID, is almost it's going to have a very long term like dip in it. Might last a decade or better, it, because 
all these guys are working from home. They prefer it. They love it. Their employers are not having to get this you know, hugely expensive commercial real estate. So that space requirement has shifted onto normal people and they like it. So now instead of that three bedroom home being like a nice size for a family of four is now a little small for a family of four because dad has an office or maybe mom and dad both need offices or, or, or whatever that mm-hmm. is. And because ev- everyone's fatter now. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's fatter. Like you, you think about, think about I think, I'm serious. Think about like, think about like those people, you know, your friends that you haven't seen in a while. Like, you know, they've been, you see them posting on Facebook or Instagram. They're fatter now. All <laughs> your audience. Oh, it, this audience, people listening right now, someone here is pinching their titty at home and they didn't have a titty <laughs> like a year ago. And they're like, he's right. He's right. Everyone's <laughs> fatter now. I, uh, I'm 300 pounds. You know, I'm the fattest I've ever been. Wow. Really? Yeah, look at this. So it, it, doesn't sit, it doesn't sit right because I'm just – oh, look at this. This is like sweat from my tip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I, I empathize right. so much it with that. It doesn't sit right because, like, I'm tall, but, like, uh-huh. there's, like, fat in here. Like, daddy's got a gut. <laughs> and it's – you know what? I And it's funny because I didn't do Epic Meal Time for a year. Mm-hmm. So we stopped doing Epic Meal Time, and then I got the fattest I've ever been. As what, crazy what as that fatness? is, just stopping working out and just the gigantic, just... the gigantic, uh, the pandemic, the like, just this gigantic, like, like pressure of staying home. And I was in a little apartment. Like now I have a house. Things are different now. Like mm-hmm. now I, I I built a gym in my garage. I've been working out for like the last five days. Nice. That's different. Things are going to get better. Um, but <laughs> it's because I, I sat around like I, I just did nothing. Like you want to know it's so fat. Like, and I'm sure there's fatties listening to this podcast right now. Sure. Like, there's my no ankle hurts. Like, I'll stand <laughs> up and then I'll be like, I got to sit. My ankle. <laughs> like, that's how fat I am. Like, my own bones are like, bro, don't be standing for 20 minutes straight, man. And then if I stand, like, and try and put the pressure on my knees, my knees are like, no, no, not here, bro. You're not going to find you gotta, here. You sit your ass down. Because you're yeah. at that height where you're on the cusp can think where things can just go wrong. A hundred percent. How many eighty-one-year-old, six-foot-seven guys do you know? Have you None. ever seen them? No. None. Because yeah, they I don't. All get fat during the pandemic and die early. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like I got like that's what I'm saying is like the the ankles hurt, like standing hurts, and I know like you know people people like I said people have tits now, and those dudes didn't have tits before, uh, but I'm changing now. I'm changing. I'm gonna switch that up. I got the gym. I'm going to it. Uh, but you know what? Like it didn't have to be like that. I just had to, I should have got up and walked every day. Like I was stuck at home and it was easy to be on the bed, but like, just like get up and walk and do something. And like, also like I will order like food and snack and shit. Like you should just be conscious that if you're going to like snack, just do a little something, just balance it out. Cause you know what? I realized I was able to do Epic meals and maintain because I was existing and exercising here and there. Mm-hmm. When I stopped moving and stopped exercising, shit caught up, and now I'm a fat ass. It's like my ankle. I gotta sit because I was standing. Like standing has become an activity to my body. Like standing, like I do reps of standing now. That's where we're at. So it's all it's all been a disaster. This gym is completely empty except for one stool. By twelve standing reps. <laughs> and and that and some twisted in some twisted form of everything I brought Epic Meal Time back. I was like, well, maybe if Epic Meal Time comes back, then I'll be fit again. So this yeah, we just uploaded sense. the second episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, oh, I didn't know that. We, yeah, yeah, it's brand new. We just uh we we put uh we, we sold some ad spots, 
you know, for like ball shavers and stuff like that, whatever. Um, and uh, I'm, that's what we're doing. I'm like, you know what? I wasn't uploading. I was doing a lot of game streaming and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I got the space. I also didn't, I was living in like a shoebox. Like I was living like in the middle of Toronto. I tried to find a place fast. And uh, I think like your space could could be hard on you. And I didn't go out enough. I should have went out more for all the fatties listening right now. Fat ass, get your ass up and go outside a little bit. And I know that's so cliche. But I'm not trying to humiliate you in front of your friends. This is probably like, you know, you're watching this solo. Don't be yeah. fat like me, bro. You don't want to get to where your ankle hurts. <laughs> so I do something first. There's, there's no better, other than someone else fat shaming you at like an amusement park. Like, like I don't know if you should get on that ride. Like, that would be the ultimate. I saw one dude at a six, six flags and I was like maybe 12 years old. And he was on the Batman, which is one where you sit on it and your feet are dangling and you have to pull that thing down i mean it's at every six flags just different names oh, yeah. and like he even sat in rows four and five which is for the disgusting and he was moving <laughs> it down toward them and even with like a slight extender they're like you got to move bro and it was like i felt such a visceral sadness where i'm like this poor they kicked him guy. off yeah because he had because they were like you can't safely ride this and he had oh, to yeah. get off and he lumbered away and i remember like <laughs> i didn't know who he was and i never saw him again but i was so sad in that moment because yeah even at like 12 i was like oh my god dude that guy has been so fucking stressed the entire line that's all that's been on his mind <sighs> and he gets here and like his, his fears, worst fears are realized you know? and it's like dude that is that's fucking sad and then he went, i he saw ate. the exact same shit i was at six <laughs> flags like four or five years ago. Yeah, it's not uncommon. <laughs> it's not uncommon. So first of all, you got to keep in mind, we're at Superman the ride in Six Flags over Georgia. Badass ride, by the way. It's mm-hmm. You get in it and it locks you in and then it tilts you forward. So you are in like the Superman flying position and then mm-hmm. you go on like a crazy ride. And we, I've got like the special tickets or whatever that like get me to the very front of the line and get me in the front like car of the, the roller coaster. It's a little expensive, but it's worth it. And they're like, right there behind us and i so i can hear every word of this going down and it's not the guy it's his girlfriend oh, she no. doesn't fit and, and he does he's smaller he than does. she is oh she did huge. she make him get off she's huge so they're like <laughs> huh. at first at first this like young black guy who like is working the ride tries to like force it like 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 take a deep breath in like he literally says, that, and, and he's like, like he's just SWAT officer kicking a door. I, I like this yeah. guy though. I like and, him. And he, like, I feel like she has him taking a deep breath in a long time. Like, he's trying to get her in. He's like, take a deep breath in, and he's like really rocking it, trying to get it to lock down over her fupa, and and it won't go. It won't. And I'm just like looking out of the corner of my eye. I'm not, I'm not trying to be a, an asshole, but I gotta see what's going down mm. behind me. And I'm looking at my girlfriend like you know what's going on right here? She's like, oh my God, what the, what, she doesn't fit. And I'm like, she's not going to fit. And sure enough, he's like, I'm sorry, ma'am. It, the ride won't lock. It wouldn't be. I, I think what he's thinking is like, what he's trying to say is like, it wouldn't be safe for you to ride the ride just hanging on real tight. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what he's thinking. Like, uh-huh. it wouldn't be safe to let you continue. And she's like, oh, okay. And so they both, of course, because like what guy? Like is gonna ride, babe, ride. See you in two I, minutes. <laughs> I, I, I told you the bottom. I, I, like, I, like I like that. I like that black guy came. He's like, this wouldn't be safe. I like to imagine her like five minutes later buying like a like a crazy snack at the, at the carnival, and he comes over. He's like, no, this wouldn't be safe. I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's you know, corn dogs are for the thin. Like, she wouldn't <laughs> fucking fit, and yeah. like, oh, I can't God, believe what, the guy got off too. He was. Of course, he got there. off. 
if I were you, there with a fat friend, girlfriend. They, well, I wouldn't be with someone that couldn't fit on a roller coaster. That's that's Put absurd. That, uh, can we go that, in a canoe, aside, Kyle? Though, Kyle, can we leave. go in a canoe? A there's no, no way. There's no way. Like like. All right. Let's just say your girlfriend's too petite. How about that? That this you can probably make work in your mind. Your girlfriend is too little for the ride. I'm not leaving. I waited in line. You're she seriously going to? She can stand where the shoes are and near the cubbies. She the, she will be gone, and so will your shoes when you get back from <laughs> Superman the ride. So I'll go to the water park. <laughs> you know, you know, going to get blisters. It's that dude. It's that dude that told her. The dude that told her it wasn't safe. Yeah. And you take off on the ride, and he's like, "Now that we're alone." It was safe the whole time. <laughs> you know what I noticed? You know what I noticed? There was a lot more people? slack in that in that harness. I just didn't feel like letting her ride. <laughs> Let's go, guys. Have fun. You know what? Uh, you know what I noticed about fat people? Now that I'm fat, um, too, man. fat people make a lot of like excuses. I did. I'm, I'm going to project everything I I do onto fat people right now. Okay, okay. I'll do it. Um, so, and I'm going to get my licks in right now, fat people, while I'm fat, because if I ever do get like fitter people will be like hey don't say that i'll be like bro i was saying that when i was fat uh, <laughs> but like fat people like like you make excuses like uh you walk and you're like i gotta sit like me you know now it's the ankle but before i'd be like oh, I'm, I'm like really tired it's like yeah you're tired you're fat that's why you're tired you gotta walk more i'd be tired more too if i had a hundred pound backpack on yeah you're lifting basically <laughs> exactly yeah you have like me for me it's like a hundred pound belt i got like a hundred pound belt on <laughs> and i'm like walking around with like this like spare tire and i'm like i gotta sit and it's like no you gotta keep walking you actually have to do things and i feel like that i did i did sleep on a lot of shit like everything day to day during the pandemic i was like this is great bro I'm lying here. Uber Eats is coming. The food, snacking. Everyone's gaming and watching TV. So I don't need to feel guilty. But really, it's like at some point I had to. And I, I, I shouldn't have waited so long. Like, now my ankle hurts. My baby ankle. My baby <laughs> ankle. Before I compromised my ankle, I should have been like, you know what, Harley? Get your fat ass doing anything, bro. Walk around your kitchen table. Just be less of a fat. Like, you know when you're being a fat slob, oh, fat wait. ass. Oh, that ties into what I did. Were you able to lie to yourself that you weren't? As fat as you were, because that's I have a talent for that. I have a gift. I will I, tell myself like I've been fatter. I, so <laughs> I've been no, no, he's right. He's right. I got the three hundred. That's the fattest. And I'm like, great. Now I'm here. Here's I knew that. I said yeah. that eighty five the whole time. I'm like, I've been fatter. I've been two eighty seven. And then I look at I'm three hundred. I'm like, well, now what the what do we do? <laughs> and you don't know that you're at three hundred because there's that period of of scale fear where you're like, I don't even want to see the me. damage that I've done. All right, and so you just I, you start off trying to diet half-assed, and then when you feel like you got a little bit of progress, you weigh yourself. That's how I've been. This is how I gain weight. All right, so first of all, background: there is subcutaneous fat and visceral fat. Subcutaneous fat is right there under the cover. It's what gives you the rolls. It's what turns your arms from like, like that deltoid bicep tribe bump to just sort of a hot dog, you know, a straight thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's what give, like hide your abs, that subcutaneous fat. Then visceral fat is in your organs and it just increases your general size. So I put on a subcutaneous fat like everybody does, but then it just piles on and on in visceral, right? I just get bigger and bigger. There's more Woody there to love, <laughs> but it doesn't like, your, oh. your ribs just keep expanding. Yeah, yeah, like my ribs get big. So I have a big rib cage to start with, and then the, the belly just like expands out, but never rolls or anything. There's never a flab that like tips over or anything like that. It just just wider and wider, all in the middle there where it's unhealthy. But 
easier to lie about, to lie about to me. And uh, um, so, you know, I hit like the number goes up on the scale, the number goes up on the scale, and I'm like, oh, I have been doing push-ups. So that's probably what it is. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's probably yeah. all muscle. muscle. No, because I worked on my back. It's a huge muscle. It actually weighs a lot. <laughs> Every so once like in a while, I'd look over, like I'd see myself in the mirror from the back, and there's Ooh. just like pumpkin love handles oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> it's, it's the worst angle you a picture of yourself when you're in a fat phase from the back bending over to pick something up yeah yeah it is heartbreaking yeah i was gonna say to all to all the fat the most devastating thing to see like who's that oh oh no that's me that's me dominating that pumpkin patch <laughs> so i'm i'm down 17 pounds so far and uh I, I think like like chest and belly and stuff. It looks better, but it's just it, it's just like a, a slightly better version of the previous me, right? Because I put on a lot of fat in the middle, but I'm I've shrunk a lot in ways that I think are not obvious. But my jeans, when I put them on, I haven't unzipped the fly or unbuttoned the button in like weeks now. I just put them on like sweatpants. Like my jeans are, <laughs> are loose on me. <laughs> um, Time for the new jeans. It is, yeah. I have a like belt on them. Your shoes on. <laughs> I have a belt on them, and they like it, it. Looks like you poorly dressed a scarecrow. Like it's all bulk, bunched up and stuff at the waist. I bought new shorts. They come tomorrow. We'll see how how. Of course, it fits. you bought new shorts. <laughs> That's what I wear more. I'm wearing it right now. February. <laughs> so what did you do? Did you like commit to something that you dropped 17 pounds? Like what happened that you... Uh... This is how it started, right? So I was still lying to myself. Can I see you, by the way? Can I see you? I guess. I just... Yeah, bro, you look great right now. You look, yeah, 17 pounds. I feel like 17 pounds more than that. Like maybe you're like a little skinny fat. Not a big deal though, you know? Yeah, I have what I call emerging abs. Like I don't want to show them to no, you. No, no, no. You must understand what he's yeah, saying. Yeah, I had pulled my gut out and slapped it. I think you could pull. He wasn't out saying you're currently abs. skinny fat. He said 17 pounds ago you were. Oh, maybe yeah, a little I could see that fat. being skinny That's fat, fine. but like still, you look good in clothes. Like a lot of people that watch your show probably like don't even look good in clothes. Like, I got clothes <laughs> I don't look good in. And when I say that, I mean like people like myself. Like I got clothes I don't look good in. I, I have like a shirt that buttons up and like middle buttons like popping so i'm just saying like at least for you you can still wake up get dressed and hide it through layers some people like a lot of compliments on my twitch stream now the, here's the thing i have that you don't i'm very old so they would look at me and they'd be like what are you aging like fine wine you look so good for i'll be 48 and like less than two weeks like you look so good for 47 48 and, and like like i'm on this sliding scale so all you have to do is be like not decrepit and they're like, Woody, looking nice, looking nice. You know, I, like, aren't you and like the Crypt Keeper the same age? <laughs> and you look way better than that guy. So, so like I would get compliments on my stream and like it was just easy to me to like perpetuate this lie. And here's how the weight loss started. Um, I have this crooked bottom tooth and I got braces. And with the braces, suddenly snacking became this huge inconvenience, right? You, you have to take the braces out. You have to brush the top. You have to brush the bottom. Anytime you eat anything, you have to brush your teeth before you put the braces back on. And snacks of convenient. Nothing is convenient about snacking anymore. It's like a 15-minute chore. And more than that, it's a very conscious decision. You don't just sit down and, like, not wear braces for a couple hours while you casually nibble on this or that. Like, it, it it's just a deliberate, like entry that that you do every time you eat and that's how like the first eight pounds or so came off i just snacked less and then that created this sort of like 
avalanche well, ramped up the exercise too in the middle the, of that at the after about eight pounds like I guess a little success bred some enthusiasm around it and my, my friends are getting fitter and that was motivating for me and uh you know it was like man like I I don't know like this is motivating and my success is motivating and let's take it to the next level. So then I started like, I track every calorie now on, is it chronometer? Is that how that's pronounced? Yeah, a chronometer. Or chronometer. Anyway, chronometer. chronometer works too, but a chronometer is what measures the speed of bullets. So it's a little, little confusing. Chronometer it is. So, so I track all my calories on chronometer and I started lifting more and more. I, I lift five or six days a week now. And, uh, I just, I got... I'm like head over heels into it now, but, uh, but yeah, it all started with the braces and just a snowballed from there. So you have braces on right now? No. So I have Invisalign braces. I take them out for the show. When did you uh, get that? October. I just literally just paid off Invisalign and I'm waiting for my first trays. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was just annoying because I went to go do it like a year ago. And when I went to go, I wanted to uh, get... Like, uh, I went to the dentist and I was like, I want uh, veneers like Steve Harvey. Yes. Like, I want Fuck big yeah. white chick. Like, I want, I said, I want to smile and it to be funny, like, just on its own. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. You know? like, that's what I wanted. I can increase my Steve Harveyness. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I, and he's like, let me take a look at your mouth first. Well, sir, you know? your blackface is impeccable, but we can't do the teeth. <laughs> he was like, incredibly uncomfortable the way you walked in here. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, your teeth, everything, it's all garbage in here. You want, you should probably fix this up first. So I'm getting that done because I actually have like a, a 90% functional overbite. So like when I bite, it goes over it and it's not a problem and it never mm-hmm. bothered me. But what bothered me is I just was like, my teeth at the top are square. And when I smile, you see like the black there. It's like, they're so little, they're very narrow. Oh. So I was like, you know, let's like spread this shit out a little bit, you know, let's see what's going on. I mean, I didn't want to go get big, funny teeth. And also because my teeth probably from like, cause I love drinking Diet Coke and like uh, drinking coffee, smoking hash. Yeah. 420 gang. Where are my fat stoners <laughs> at? And uh, <laughs> and I, my teeth are like, kind of like, they're like, they're, I don't want to say they're yellow and I don't want to say like they're blue, but like they're kind of both in a weird way. It's like they're see-through in a weird way. They're like, I don't want to say they're gray. It's just it's it's tough to see Let's on camera, but they're like because like, everything else you've said. <laughs> no, is horrific. I know, I know. It's I don't want to say my teeth are green, but I mean they're green. <laughs> no, they're like it's like it's like translucent. It's weird. So anyways, I call, I've been calling them ghost teeth for like a couple of years now, and I went and I saw him. Also, it's like yeah, my teeth are haunted, so I just want them gone. I don't yeah, want to be haunted. I don't want to say my teeth are unhealthy, but if I were to bite you, you'd be in serious trouble. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, uh, he was like, honestly, he's like, we straighten these bad boys out. We like, uh, we just whiten them, and you stop doing your shit. He's like, you will not have to spend the money to get Steve Harvey teeth. <laughs> and I was kind of bummed out, but I was like, you know what? Let's just do the Invisalign first, anyways, and then let's let's get there. So I, I'm just starting, and bro, the fact that like I've already started my weight loss journey, and you're down 17 pounds by accident, sounds like getting Invisalign is the yeah. move. Dude, I, all, I the, all these fat guys listening to the podcast right now are, by the way, like, my teeth are crooked too. <laughs> Maybe. So, so blue teeth also. What's fun about Invisalign to me is like, so I had a, um, uh, I call it my snaggle tooth. I had a bottom tooth that was really crooked and higher than the others. It just stuck up like, like one fence post that wasn't broken. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
you can look at your trays. They give you like eight weeks or like 12 weeks worth of trays. And you're like, these are my March teeth. These are my April teeth. These are, you know what? My May teeth, not half bad. Not perfect, but you know, this is where we're going to be. And I can do that. I can look at my tray and just be like, look at the progress we've made. My tooth is like 60% better now. You're ever tempted to skip a tray? Be like, <laughs> yes. This. Dude, Boom. but they fuck you because they give you new trays as soon as you need them. I got trays the day after I needed it, like one day late. So yes. you can't just speed up the schedule because you're yeah. motivated and you, like you wear them 23 hours a day or something. Like it doesn't work. Mine Doctor, are going to have elastic. Than anticipated. Send new ones. Just say that. <laughs> I can't come in because of the virus. Did you, did you think about? Did you think about getting braces though instead of Invisalign? No, because no. I don't want to get roasted by the internet that hard. I literally, I actually <laughs> thought about getting it just because it'll be funny. Yeah. Like, bro, 36 years old and I get braces? Like, of course, but like, it's just funny hosting Epic Mealtime with like full on braces. Like it's, I, I always thought a grown man with braces is like the ugliest, funniest <laughs> thing to me. And I've you get the like gold four. and black rubber bands. For <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I would need, yeah. I need rubber bands in mine. I actually have to get, I'm getting elastics in the Invisalign anyways. Mine come oh my with God. elastics. So I, uh, uh, I had braces when I, I was uh, like, I was homeschooled for a couple years. And so we knocked that out when I was homeschooled. So I didn't even have to go to school with braces. And I, uh, I wore them for a year and got my front teeth all like straight. And then bro, you can't play with all the guns you've played with and have fucked up teeth. You just no. look way too much. <laughs> it's no. crazy looking. The braces are not very noticeable. I'll have a minute. My wife doesn't know if they're in or out. She asks me like, are you wearing them right now? So, so it's not that noticeable. But Don't you have to wear it all the time. Don't you have to wear it like 22 yeah. hours a day or something? Something like that. We'll circle back to that, but yes-ish. Um, so where was it going? Wearing it 15 doesn't care. Oh, oh, but I thought it would be nice to get them during the pandemic. Like before oh, I yeah. had them and I didn't know how visible they were. Like if you're going to wear a surgical mask anyway, this is a great time to have braces. On the how often you wear them, the orthodontist says 22 hours a day. And... Uh, we talked to the dentist and he's like, you know, that's one of those shoot for the stars. At least you hit the moon kind of scenarios. You really need to be wearing them 15 hours a day. And if you yeah. don't, Bro, don't tell like, me this shit. Yeah. I'll take shortcuts. Don't tell me this shit. <laughs> yeah. should, well, this whole pandemic thing couldn't have happened at a better point ever in my life. Cause it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm locked, like, like I'm loving it. Cause like I'm locked down with the probation so anyway. And like, like I can't do shit. And it's like, it's almost like, the federal government's putting everyone else on probation. So I'm just sitting here like, yeah, it's not so fun, is it? Oh, you can't travel to another state? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I have to get piss tested every three months. All right. I, I you know, like, 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 I can't travel outside this district without permission. I can't see my family without permission. So, so, so it's, it's, it's perfect timing. Perfect on, timing. I just want to tell Harley one more tip. Uh, when you first put them on, like at the beginning of the week, you can feel it like just bullying your teeth and you'll know that like you're done for the week when that's not the case anymore. Like you put yeah. them on, it's basically no pressure. So the beginning of every week is going to be hurting a little bit. Hurting is strong. Um, it did hurt the day I got them. Like, like maybe the first mold wasn't as perfect, but by week two, um, my teeth had moved to match that mold, and now every sequential one is right on plan. How so long? So there's a tightness-ish. Like you can tell they're working. No, no, but how long do you have to wear them? Like on your in your mouth? Like in the cycle. Um. So, so they. Uh, it's funny when they first like sold them to me. They're like twelve to fifteen months. Yeah. And then 
when they next talked about it, they said 15 to 18 months. And now they say 18. I'm like, what? What? Like, is 12 just off the recipe, off the menu, I mean to say? Like, is it gone? So we're talking about a year and a half on the long. Yeah, I'm two years. So my mouth is clearly fucked. And why are you trying to straighten out your teeth? You trying to fuck young bitches or what? What's going on? There were two issues. One. Don't, don't lie to me. Why are you straightening your teeth? <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I, I was a little self-conscious about the snaggle tooth. Like, every so often. You know when... Like let's so say ten years giant... after YouTube, ten years after being on YouTube, now you're like this tooth bothers me. So listen, <laughs> if you had a big pimple on your eyebrow and you knew it, and every so often when we talked, you caught me like snapping my eyes onto your pimple. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes yeah. conversations can go like that, and I'm like, he just looked at my tooth. He just, I just, I just saw it. I, I know what it's like. He just fucking, he, he, you're so. He, you hard so long on that too. Never noticed your tooth until you yeah, pointed. Yeah. Well, you so I've noticed me in this so little like, camera. I, I've hung out with Woody many times. I only know about his tooth because, like, when you're hanging out with me, he's like, you know, uh, you know, I, I got a lot of things going for me. I do have this tooth. I do have this tooth thing. <laughs> you know, and it's always. <laughs> don't look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking it's at my tooth? <laughs> I highlighted <laughs> it. <laughs> so there's that, uh, there's that. Like, there was how self-conscious I was. Stop looking at my tooth. <laughs> and it was, it, it gets a little worse every year. And with the front teeth getting more crowded, the back teeth got spaced and I get food in between my teeth literally every time I ate. So our viewers have heard this too many times, but that's why I got that it. Also yeah. Like, it's something that, that I think you were really self-conscious about, but I always thought was like, like you compared to a pimple on your forehead. It's like nowhere near that. Like, like, you're a great looking guy. Like when you, when you're rocking the beard, like, like I think that you think that me and Taylor are like, are like making fun of you somehow, or it's like an inside joke where we're like nudging each other. Like when we're complimenting on your beard, you look great with the beard, with the salt and pepper and everything. And that tooth, it's just a little bit of character. It's like a beauty mark. Too yeah. bad. Don't say goodbye. That tooth but it's is say goodbye out that. of here, man. That tooth Perfection, is packed in bags. Yeah, the beard, the, the salt and pepper beard is nice. Jackie is being silly by not embracing that. But like, what are you talking about saying to your dentist or orthodontist? No, I don't want the actual braces because I'll get roasted. I remember a few years ago and I was getting all my fake teeth taken care of. They were like, all right, well, we can either take this composite, which is what I did, fix your teeth, or we can give you braces and fix your existing ones. And I'm like, this is not an option for me. <laughs> You're like, braces? I'm not gay. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't go from, I can't be fat, retarded, and be an adult with braces. I, I, so when I got my braces, I talked to the orthodontist, and I'm like, listen, I make my living on camera. We cannot put brackets on my front top four teeth. That's a non-starter. And they're like, yeah, we'd really like to put one there. And I'm like, well... <laughs> then I'd really like to not have braces. Can we work around it or can we not work around it? And they're like, it's cool, it's cool. We won't put braces on the top front four. The, your, your visible teeth, mm -hmm. your smile teeth. I get in there and they're like, yep, fucking front and center. We're putting one right there. And I'm like, no, 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 we can't. We can't. No, -uh, <laughs> we're not gonna. I'll, I'll get out of this chair. <laughs> they're like, yeah, but it says here on the sheet that we're going to do that. Well, I'm like, I talked to Dr. Gladwell, and he said no. <laughs> we had an agreement. I guess he didn't write it down, but we're not doing it. And they're like, well, you know, I, I actually think it'll be fine without it. You know, it, it's just there to stop tracking or keep tracking, whatever the fuck it was. It's something to do with tracking. They don't think we need it. And uh, now I have trays with a hole like where it would grab onto the bracket and no bracket behind it because fucking not the top center four. Yeah, we, we had That's to do a PKN. Happening. I think we had to do a PKN the, the night that I got my teeth 
remolded and everything. And I was laying there. It took like six hours or something ridiculous of continuous laying there while they and like first they build out all the teeth in like big blocks. It's like and then they have to shave it down. But like you're laying there. If like the tiniest bit of your tooth, one random spot chips all day, you're like, oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> yes. I found it. There it is. This they they made. If you were to stack four quarters, that's how thick my teeth were. There was no room in my mouth. And I'm like, my tongue doesn't need to move around. And I was like, how am I going to do any of my job? I can't. All this guy was talking. I don't, know, I don't have anything else going for me. <laughs> like, and then they came. And I was like, I got up because like the doctor, whoever's taking a break because it was such a long thing. And I like looked in the in the mirror there. And I looked like like a a family guy or, or Simpsons character where it's just one solid white, no lines in between brick of cartoon teeth. And it was, I was so stressed. I didn't have the TV on. I was just laying there stressing my ass off for the next like three hours as he shaved things down and in my head. I'm like, there is no way this motherfucker can make anything even resembling teeth in my mouth from this mass. So your teeth awful. look individual to me. Are they, are they, did they eventually go independent on all of them or are they no, connected? I, they, they basically, like you would do a cracker, scored the teeth. So there's the illusion that there's gaps between all these front ones, but it's just one solid piece. That's how they do brickwork sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like cheap brickwork on a state building where it's concrete, but they roll that panel over it to make it look like, it just like it's fancy and old timey. Yeah. But like uh, you were talking about veneers, Harley. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I'm going to move to in the next few yeah. years. They are expensive yeah. as shit. You got to go to Brazil, bro. No, I'm not. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna use my. I same. saw uh, that was what I liked. I liked watching. Uh, I, some, I, some one of my guilty pleasures is watching YouTubers, just like YouTubers, TikTokers, whatever, anything. Just, just the decisions made. Um, like one of my all-time favorite YouTube videos is uh, Fuzzy Tube. If you guys know him, when he tattooed hair on his head, he he was going bald. And he went to go get like a tattoo and he, it was really not even really going bald, but it was just something he was self-conscious about. And he went to go get like a tattoo and the person who does tattoos was like, oh, I could fix your hair. And he like went to this person and they like, I shouldn't laugh. It's not funny. (laughs) She tattooed his hair. Like she tattooed the hair on his head, like fate, like it was like, it was like a drawing on his head and it's the craziest video. It's like 30 minutes long. He took it down at one point. I don't know if it's back up. But it was amazing. And like, just like stuff like that, like, you know, like what I'm doing, what I'm kind of interested in, you know, I'm putting on Invisalign. So, and I did like the idea of veneers. So like when I see other YouTubers, I'll sometimes see them smiling in videos and stuff. And I'll be like, oh, this YouTuber got fake teeth. This YouTuber, they got their teeth done at some point, you know, within the last few years. Sometimes it's not as obvious as someone tattooing their hair on their head. Mm-hmm. But like, I do, I do enjoy that. I like watching the, all the hair plugs, like in Marvel, Marvel movies. When you see some of the actors, like their hair looks like better in Endgame than it did in their first Marvel movie. And Was Robert I like Danny that Jr. stuff. One of the guys to do that, or has he always had hair? Who? Robert Robert, I think he's always had hair. Oh, maybe I'm mixing. Yeah, but if you look, no, no. If you go and you look at like the like the the front center, like that's when you could be like, um, you know, this person got some some hair. Play. I thought I, I like I'm I, I didn't look at it specifically right now, but I think. Like RDJ might be a guy also. They, it is guys that have hair, but they just put more hair. You know, even if you look at the guy that played Captain America, it just looks like his hair is like so much fuller. At Michael's the end, 
than was in the first one. Oh my, yes, Michael. Oh yeah, him, Matthew McConaughey too. <laughs> Which Matthew McConaughey was fake on Michael Scott though? Was he losing his hair and they yes. put it back? Oh, yes, he was. Once fat upon and- a time, oh, someone told me that. He actually had great hair, and they made it look like he was losing. You can't make that happen without shaving. No, no, that's no that was that was. I remember looking this up a long time ago. I believe that's what was said when it wasn't admitted that he had done this. They were like, "Oh yeah, they made his hair look like that." Yeah, he got Uh, hair plugs. He got hair plugs, but they also did that thing where they spray some bullshit in there along with like those like fibers. I those. They've got like a pile of. It's almost like fiberglass, but they sort of. And they like yeah. spray some shit. I call it hair if pepper. You look, if you look closely, you're like, oh, I could, I could pick that right out of there. Like, okay. like you can see, they filled him all in. When I've never I used like, that, I, but I, I was um Superboy for Halloween, and I painted my hair all black, and it got so thick and like luscious. I'm like, don't get addicted to this, Woody. This is good shit, though. Like, this is <laughs> this what is three dollars not... a can? I can do this for life. <laughs> God damn it! Every year he's Superboy now. <laughs> there, there, there are a lot of people that that use shit like that actually that like spray their hair thicker and things like that um the hair pepper I don't know why not- guys have to be self-conscious about that look at all of the fake shit women do to themselves like like i saw a funny post on on um reddit the other day and it was this kid who had just drawn on abs super obvious as fuck and he's like what you got a problem with this and women have been drawing their eyebrows on for years but he Did had you? also drawn a big fake <laughs> cock down his leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, women do all kinds of shit. I, I almost feel like, like, listen, my 22-year-old audience, here's something you might not know about syncing up with a woman forever. Sometime around 26, 27, she'll get her first gray hair. And then you'll pay $250 a haircut for the rest of her life. You might not know that now, but you'll learn. That's, t- That's absolutely right. That's oh, no. I, I, I have bought many of those $250 haircuts. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I have also, like, I had a girlfriend who, like, started plucking her eye. First of all, I like, I wouldn't say bushy eyebrows, but, like, natural eyebrows on women. Like, you can pluck them a little bit, like, shape them a little. Yeah, but, like, like, it's just aggressive. You, what's that eyebrows like minor harleys like thick aggressive yeah yeah i i i like eyebrows on people you know i'm taking you know, some then, of this personally with my high, well, I'm, my half <laughs> eyebrows you don't lend you <laughs> anyway carry well, on you can you can get those you can get those tacked on oh i, mean, I should do the fucking fixed. superboy spray on them there's no no, no just get some get some fucking eyebrows pl- stuck in there i bet you i bet it costs less than a two two thousand dollars to like get new eyebrows with <laughs> Just take them no. from the back of my just, head. Yes, you take them from the back. What if they Hair grow trans- six inches long? <laughs> well, you just tra- I, now mine grow long. Like 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 maybe every month I do this thing where I go right here, pull up, yeah. and all of them that like stretch out, I take my beard trim and go. Eh. I Colin did it yesterday. Wouldn't tolerate yeah. that shit. He'd pluck you. <laughs> you know, on my, my shitty camera, you can see. The yeah, wild. rogue eyebrows. I know that. I got rogue that too. Eyebrows. It looks like I'm going. Oh, what'd you say? <laughs> I I did the move that that Kyle said recently. Also, I went and I I did do that. I I, I like oh. see these all these oh, guys. Go back, go back. You're not done yet. All these oh, guys. Oh, no, I gotta go back. Now I look like uh, I don't know if you've ever played Tekken, but like that. Like, <laughs> <the last block. laughs> this, is, this is my final. This is my final evil Jew form. <laughs> this with like a bald head, dude. You're you're like you're gonna have eyebrows like. The wizened eighty-year-old like priest in an HBO show with those thickets—that's what you yeah. got. 
Yeah, right. and what's really ugly is I got one ear hair. Like, there's just one hair, like, in the ear that's just, like, thick. And hey, I, know he's the, I know he's the fucking messenger. He's, like, right on the inside of the ear, you like, right there. You have one that's cute. All right. He's, no, no, I'm not, but this guy's the fucking messenger. Like, I pull him out, and he's, like, thick and hard. And he's just like, you got me, but my fucking, we're all coming. We're going to be there in 30 <laughs> years. We are all there. And there are others like me, bigger and thicker and stronger. <laughs> I got a tool to pluck my ear hair. It's like this little thing. It's like a spring. And when you squeeze it, the spring compresses. And so all the coils of that spring, like pluck any hair that's around it. And uh, you can like in one fell swoop, like pluck your whole ear. I don't know. Like like uh, like uh, most of them are like little thin hairs, but like maybe there's there might be ten like real hairs in each ear if I just let them go. Here's the thing, I only have the very finest, thinnest hairs growing out of my ear, but I'm not sure that's better because with my uh, nearly 48 year old eyes, they're invisible, right? When I was like 27, if I had a thin fine ear growing. That shit would get plucked. That wouldn't last. Or maybe I'm just shaving and I fucking zip the ear with it real quick and, and cut it down to size. Now, they, they can get almost a centimeter long before they catch my attention. <laughs> I got old man, like, wings is, growing. I, I, I lucked out. I've never had an ear hair. It's the that only shit. place on my body I don't mm. have Oh, I'm hair. sure that exactly. will come. Like, like, I've Child. lucked out ass, ass hair. I don't have ass hair. Back mm. hair. I'm starting to see some shoulder, but no back hair. And very little nose and ear hair. I have nose hair that I pluck. I have ear hair that I pluck. I have no shoulder hair. The only hair on my back is like right in the small of my back. There's, a little, but I get some nair back there. That's all gone. I nair like, that like almost, once a month. I would argue that small of back hair and center chest hair are my favorite like body hair places. Yeah, that, that's what I've that's got. Like I've got a strip. Good, You've been uh, gifted with that, with the hair placement. I am getting, a, it's not a lot. You would, you probably wouldn't even see it, but I can see it. I've been lifting, so I look at my lats. and say, I, I'm like a teenage boy shirtless in the mirror now and then. Mm. And uh, I'm, I'm looking, and there's a little bit of hair like on the back of my lat. I'm mm. like, Dah. and my father has much more hair than me, so that's my future. All right, Actually, so here's what you got to do. And this goes for anybody who's got unwanted body hair. Get nair from men mm. and... You, you you before you get in the shower you rub it on and then while you're brushing your teeth you let it sit you set a timer on your phone so you don't forget five minutes tops all right you go past five minutes things can get crazy you can burn yourself but like every bit of that hair will wash off of you completely and it's just gone it it's gone with stubble or sh like stubble yeah yeah it'll grow back it, it's not yeah, yeah. gone forever but like it's the easiest way to like because if you're back there with a razor, you might miss it or might half ass get it. But if you just take like a handful of nair and just rub it on your like lats or your your shoulders or your back or like in my case, my ass, you know, wherever you want hair gone from your balls. I put on my balls before. It's a little scary. I don't want to get chemical yeah. burns on my balls, so I would be afraid right. to do You don't want to get chemical burns balls. on your balls. So what I would too. do is I would at first I went three. You're minutes. not supposed to though. No. Yeah. I don't put whatever we want on our balls. I'll put I'll put battery on the fucking nair box yeah. telling me what goes on my balls. That shit's gotta go on <laughs> labias all the time. That's what the sensitive skin one's for. It's for pussies. So I put that right on my balls, right all, all around my asshole, everywhere. That's hair good. free down there. All right. Hair free. It makes it makes it more sensitive, or is it just like in a pink bottle in the same thing? 
I think it's a pink bottle. It's the same thing. I just get Nair from men. That's what I use. It's in like a gray bottle with a blue pump handle. It's very masculine. I, have, I used it once and I got too scared. And I rinsed it off beforehand because I was like, like I, I put some like not even on the balls, just on like the above the dick pubic area. And like, I don't know. I just got nervous. And I was like, I, this isn't for me. It's got a smell. The bald guy with a beard look down there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm yeah, yeah. The I, I reason put I rubber gloves on when I apply it because like you're getting so much on your hands that it like it melts off a layer of your skin. I feel like and my hands feel fucked up like for 24 hours if I don't. So I'm in there like a fucking surgeon with like rubber gloves on applying this shit. Dude, this is literally like one of those products that you know how we look back and they're like, look at those idiots. They had heroin and cough drops. In like 30 years, you're like, do you know that people used to chemical burn their hair off of their genitals with yeah, you know, fly-by-night If you don't use Nair and you have any length to it, like I do now, right? It, it's really not, you probably wouldn't even see it, but I can. You can do electrolysis or laser. And I'm like, maybe I should do that, like a permanent solution. How bad is it? How big a deal I, is it? I know someone who's getting laser treatments mm -hmm. on their uh, their vagina and their, their butthole right now. And it's weeks like like it's been go like they get a treatment like every three <laughs> weeks or every month for like six months or something like that. How much is it's just funny. To, it's just funny to me. It ain't that, cheap. Like, like making this like super high tech laser and like it actually can like you know cut a specific thing and then we just have like bitches on their tummy like on my ass. <laughs> yeah. Get it in my ass. The inventor is just like, well, I made this to. Uh, to do mining work robotically on Mars, but it turns out it's great at taking hair off of women's assholes. So here I am. <laughs> but like a, pubic hair has to be like literally a hundred times more than the little lat stuff you can barely see. Like it, oh yeah, because like it must be a much easier task. I think I oh, it's I so easy. Like like I'm telling you, like like it's like magic when you get in the shower. I have this like loofah thing in the shower, and uh, like when I go to like wash the uh the the nared up area off the hair just is just like gone it's like like wax on wax off and like completely naked no hair left like occasionally there's like one or two hairs that were like fucking pumping iron down there or something and they could take the acid but you just either nair again the next day or just hit them with a razor that's the other thing like if anything survives the nair a razor like they're all brittle and sickly so like you can literally like tear them off like they're so weak or you can just like a razor will like make super short work of them. They, they really do come off like that. Like even if I left it on there for like one minute and like grabbed a tuft of hair and it's like when Charlie starts pulling out his teeth and it's always sunny where he's just, Oh, another one. Like you just grab it and you're like, there was no resistance there. There was no pull of the skin. It's just yeah, clearly disintegrated. Yeah. But you, again, you got to set that five minute timer. I think the bottle might even recommend six or seven minutes. I don't remember, but like I found that five minutes is a real safe zone because maybe because I got sensitive skin and I'm like seven putting minutes. it on my ass, putting on my asshole. So like I don't want a burnt asshole. So like no, no, nobody wants that. So like five minutes seems like the safe zone, and then I can go back and do it again the next day if we miss anything. But it's like just it's it's amazing. But if you go too far, you will burn the fuck out of yourself because I have done that. What's the name of that disease or condition, whatever, Alopecia. where you don't have any hair? Alopecia. I bet that has some upsides. Oh, yeah. If you're like, like, a, like a an 11 big... year old girl down there, <laughs> Primo. <laughs> you know what? The baldness, even on chicks, 
<laughs> I don't like it doesn't it's not eye grabbing to me, but the lack of eyebrows always is. Have you ever seen you know that what, video? You know how they'll have those like cartoons where it's like they're 500 years old and like people will rationalize like, oh, no, she looks like she's nine, but she's 500. So I'm yeah. like pedophile. I'm yeah. surprised like a genre of like Benjamin Button porn hasn't occurred where it's like she's 81 idiot in this universe. People age backwards. It have only you ever, like she's a toddler. Have <laughs> you ever seen that video where like the couple's on a blind date and uh, she tells the guy she's like, I actually have alopecia. She's like, this is a wig. He's like show me and she takes it off and she's very beautiful to begin with and like her eyebrows are clearly drawn on she takes it off and like she's not my cup of tea but she's still beautiful like like and he's just like smiling like he he's into it he's just like oh you're beautiful he's like she goes to put it back on he's like leave it off and i'm just like yeah i'm like they're getting married that's perfect she has found also now also it's like that's right Probably faked it. They probably lied. They All probably lied for it, sure. It warmed my fucking heart. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember seeing that and be like, "Whoa, whoa!" The internet is a beautiful place. Yeah. <laughs> and then you scroll down. It was the be- it was the before times. It was the before times. Before but we knew. A long, yeah, long ago. <laughs> she's super fucking hot. She looks like the chick from uh, is it Star Trek Two? No, you guys aren't gonna know that. Never mind. Oh yeah, yeah, Star Trek Two. Star Trek Two. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah, bring Star Trek. Everybody's gonna fucking get that. Wrath of Khan's a great movie. All right. I, I, I like the second uh, one more. It is the second one. Uh, there, there's two Wrath of Khan's. Oh, the sequel. Oh, well, you're just you just have terrible taste. <laughs> Which one is that? Agree the, disagree. Uh, is that the uh, William Shatner one? Yes, uh, it's the William, William Shatner was the one yeah. that Kyle likes, and I think actually the new the remake was better. The remake was bad. The the original what was remake? excellent. The, of, of the Wrath of Khan, you know, when they like the, Star Trek the, in the dark and they like brought Khan. Oh, back. yeah. Uh, so I, I never watched like I like Star Trek, but I could never watch the old ones. I just didn't have it. I never could watch the Shatner ones. I really liked Next Generation a lot and all the Next Generation movies. Uh, and then I was excited when they remade it like J.J. Abrams stuff. Because I was like, now finally I can enjoy some old school Star Trek in a new way. And I was kind of bummed that I didn't know about Khan before because I remember that looking back, like JJ did it. He lied in interviews when they're like, oh, is it Khan? Is Benedict Cumberbatch playing Khan? He was like, no, it's I can confirm it's not it. It's not it. And then, like, in the movie theater, I saw it in LA and people were always enthused there. And uh, he, like, Benedict Cumberbatch at one point, he was like, I'm Khan. And everyone literally started screaming in the theater. Like, people stood up and they're fucking, they put their hands up. They're like, ah! And, like, and, and like I was like, oh shit! I wish, I wish I cared. Like I could have been, <laughs> I could have been caught up right now. Instead, I'm there. I'm like, ah! ah so the, the so the original Star Trek TV show was garbage. The movies are good. Every other one. So two is good. Four is good. Six is good. Um, the the Wrath of Khan though, Ricardo Montalban reprising his role as as Doctor Soon Khan from the fucking 20th century. He's like a super soldier, genetically engineered hybrid man with his team of fucking genetically engineered super soldiers. Like it's, it's so fucking good. Like, like Ricardo Montalban has no one to act to like, like one thing to keep in mind is like whenever you see Ricardo Montalban and, and uh, William Shatner interacting, they're never in the same room and they're never even hearing each other in real life when they're acting. So what you've got is some chick, reading a script reading reading william shatner's lines flat 
you'll never get away with this con. And he's like, from the pit of hell, I stab at thee, Kirk. And he's just killing it. He's just killing it. He's so good. It, it's I, I love that movie. That is the best Star Trek movie ever made. Now, I do like the J.J. Abrams first Star Trek. Mm, After the that, spot. they got a little out of... They lost me. Like when, when we start solving every single intergalactic emergency with rock music, I'm just like... Ah. When what they're BMXing like, around to like, do you like problems. Discovery? Do you like Discovery? No, I think that's an abomination. It's a cool action show, but it doesn't feel like Star Trek. But I like it. It's cool. It's neat. Yeah, I, Star I, Trek is extreme sports. That's like Star Wars is Jedi's doing flips, and Star Trek is regular people doing base jumping, MMA, motocross, and shit like that. That that's what Star Trek is now. And I like popcorn movies sometimes, and and that's what it is. Yeah, I hate it. I hate that that's what it has it was, become. They were cool. I thought those movies, the tone was really cool. I'm surprised we didn't get any other ones of them yet or whatever. Well, luckily um, for me, the uh, the Russian guy, um, his car killed him. Um, yeah, so, that's sad. Yeah, it killed himself. That was crazy. Well, yeah. not on purpose. He was he like parks the car and then he goes and to like it check. it turned on like, him. He goes like open the gate or something and the car smushes him against the gate and then he's just trapped there dying slowly for an indeterminate amount of time. That's what oh. happens when you make a bad movie. Oh, <laughs> sure. yeah. Fate catches up to you. The, I, I looked into this. Apparently something about his car made it harder than others to tell if you're in park. Mm -hmm. And he's not the only person who like walked out of the car thinking it was in park but wasn't. What kind of car yeah. was it? Do you I think it was a Jeep. It was SUV, I think. I think yeah. It was a yeah. Cherokee, maybe. Yeah. I have Cherokee in my head too. I'm maybe yeah. a Wagoneer. I thought there was like a recall on it or something after that. I think there was. <laughs> you know what yeah. the best part is? His character is the one who drives the fucking spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was just acting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I'm Anton. Anton something Yelchik or Anton something. Yeah, like yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of glad. I, I hope that his death is what canceled the the movies. Uh, I, I just I was so upset with him. I also hate fucking Picard. Uh, Patrick Stewart limping his way through a bullshit oh. fucking story. That's nonsense too. When he says Picard, he means the most recent. Yeah, series the most called uh, the, Picard. Uh, not the, I watched three episodes yeah. of that. I didn't. Uh, I watched the whole fucking thing. I commit to shit that I wasn't good. Was it good? Did it like was it? garbage. It was garbage. It was awful. They're starting a whole other show with that guy, isn't he? They, like eight? They're he is like eighty, and they already uh, have started another show, and the whole season of it is out, and they're trying to make a second season. Oh, that's really? why I stopped watching. I, I it was early on in the beginning, like semi spoilers, kind of not really though. But at the beginning, he was. It started off with him being uh, like it's like he did he made a choice or something. And no one liked him. And he was like, he had bad press at the beginning of it. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to start here. Can I just get, like, I just got over Star Wars, which was like, so like, your legends aren't your legends. Turns out they're shitty people or whatever. And this also started off with like, this isn't, he's not a legend. Like, and I'm like, bro, at a certain point, like, you know what? Like, let's like, like. People that do like crazy, amazing things and then fuck up something, you have to like give them a break a bit. And like Picard did so much to hear like the mistake that established the season. I was like, come on, give my dude a fucking break. All right, what's the mistake? Bro. Tell us. The mistake was um, the Romulan planet was going to be like killed by their supernova or something like that. And he was like organizing the, uh, the evacuation. evacuation of them. Okay. And, uh, and so he had promised the Romulans that he would save them. 
But at the same time, there was this terrorist attack on Mars on the fleet. And so the Federation didn't want to like commit all the ships that that uh, Picard had promised. So they pull the support away. And now Picard looks like the liar and the Romans are stuck in this like limbo zone where a lot of them die and they end up on a refugee planet. And now the Romulans hate him and the Federation hates him because he sided with, sided with the Romulans. And it's just, it's, it and it's also, like, it was also like an impossible scenario where it's like, come on, yeah. it that bad with what was like, it was very clear that like, I would assume public opinion at the time would have been like, yo, like, let's take all the factors into consideration here. But instead, yeah. like, we banish you to your gigantic winery in France. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's it's like, wait a minute. Did none of the other people in this universe watch the last six movies? He That's, saved the universe. Uh, yeah. I, it's all I thought about. I was like, bro, he's come like, on. Like. Like, he's like saved the galaxy so many times. Like, like he saved Earth like three or four different fucking times. He like, like, like. You would think that he's so famous and so beloved that he could just murder someone in the streets like that old adage and like everybody be like, well, you get this one for free, but come on, Captain. Michael Jackson, like Michael Jackson. Made some great hits and like for a long there time. We're like, but it's, we still want to hear Michael Jackson on the radio. <laughs> so I, I side with Michael Jackson through that all. I've gone back and forth two or three times, but I'm back around to not caring. That what he did to little children. <laughs> ah, oh, that right. part. I thought not care. I thought you're <laughs> now you're where I've been the whole time. Yeah. Don't care what no, he did to I was little like, kids. Uh, ABC was a good song. Let him rape. I was like this. This, one, two, this is where I was at. I, I <laughs> think uh, <laughs> I think he did that. I think he's a sick person. I think it was a terrible thing. That's what I think. I think he did it. I don't back him doing that or anything. But if aliens came to this planet and they were like, we're gonna fucking destroy everything unless you present us a human. Of which you're capable of, and we just send up like Michael Jackson through technology, <laughs> like a Michael Jackson hologram. And the aliens talk, are like, "We said a human." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We sent yeah. our finest rapist deep into the enemy shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> just- I just think if he's singing and dancing and talking to them, like we're like, you know, they're like, "All right, you guys seem pretty cool." He fucking as long as they don't think where they came from. Isn't he starts Rick fucking moonwalking. Episode? Show and they're afraid of our technology. <laughs> yeah, show me. <laughs> show Wait, me what you got. That yeah, there's a Rick and Morty episode where they're gonna like destroy the Earth unless oh, we yeah. show them what we have, I, and it's a singing and dancing competition. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael Jackson, exactly there. I say, show me what you got to my dog, like literally all the time. <laughs> like, every time my dog's happy and I come to them, I'm like, show me what you got. <laughs> Dude, doing silly shit like that with dogs is some of the most fun stuff to do. Just be, yeah. I know Kyle does that, where you'll do your, you'll like respond to yourself and that like, oh, this is a dog voice. Or I've got a few doggy voices. A couple of doggy voices. This is Woody's least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> What's the name of that dog that said from the cartoons? <laughs> what is that, that guys? That's from before dog? my time. That guy. What's the sad dog? Dopey dog. Dopey dog. Well, the bees just bellow out of his mouth. I gotta find his name. I, I just found his picture. It's Droopy. Droopy. Droopy dog. Droopy dog. I'm sure about that. It seems like a ripoff of um, what's the Winnie the Pooh character? Um, Igor. Eeyore. Eeyore. Like yeah. Eeyore, the manic depressive donkey. No, he was just depressive. 
Yeah, <laughs> he never yeah. was. In a, he never had great ideas. Like like he was on a coke binge. I, 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 unfortunately, like when I was younger and Eeyore came on, I was like, bro, get this fucking guy. <laughs> I, I didn't respect it enough. I didn't understand or relate enough. But as a kid, yeah. I'm like, bro, we're trying to yell and scream and be happy about shit. <laughs> fucking this guy. Why is he always here if he doesn't want to be here? I didn't realize it goes deeper than that. Don't visit your piglet. He hanged himself on that hill he's hanging out at. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that would be a the, great episode. Yeah, where they, where Winnie the Pooh tangles with suicide and yeah. <laughs> has to like walk kids through it. And he's not going to fix this one. What does piglet sound like? It's like really high pitched and like. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Man, I liked Winnie the Pooh enough to watch like one episode when I was a little kid. Like Sesame Street, I was all about Sesame Street. I could chain watch all Fucking the- Reading Rainbow. Did you watch Reading Rainbow with LeVar Burton? Yeah, Reading Rainbow was good. Uh, you know, Wishbone, That I only caught that occasionally. Wishbone was all right, depending on his adventure. Uh what other after-school Dude, shows? Some Zoom? of these cartoons are like the sugar daddies of cartoons, where it's like, ooh, this is candy. I like candy. Therefore, I'll enjoy this. And then like that fucking Rocky and Bullwinkle, Winnie the Pooh. There are a few more. These just suck. These suck. It is a cartoon, so you'd think that Little Woody would like it, but no. What about Yogi and Boo Boo? And moderate, moderate. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that from time to time. <laughs> it was a picnic basket. <laughs> But yeah, it, like Winnie the Pooh is a terrible one. Um, so You're just saying like that. these cartoons that 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 people were hyped about. That really, when you stop and think about it, you. Uh... I'm, I'm even as a as a young guy. Yeah, I yeah, no, I, I, I had appeal to me, and then a lot of them didn't. No, I thought a lot of cartoons were shit growing up. I kept it on because it was a cartoon, and that was like way better than looking at fucking people. Yeah, but like, like, like Saturday I, morning. I, Saturday morning cartoons used to be like a murderer's row of yeah. fucking great shit. I can remember like thinking like, God, I hope mom lets me watch cartoons till noon. Cause that's like X-Men comes on at 11 and 1130 AM. I want to get the X-Men knocked out, but it's, yeah. it's 7 AM right now. It's fucking Rugrats time. Hey, yeah. Arnold's coming on later. Like Power Pops. Rangers. Remember got that show Cops? I remember fucking that. Beetleborgs are going to show Do, their remember fucking, that show uh, Cops where it was like cops. No, remember Street Sharks? It was yes, cop- yeah, Street oh, okay. Sharks. Okay, wait, that's the next that's the next generation. Like Street Sharks and Biker Mice from Mars. That's like the next gen the generation before that. Like I had an older sibling, so it was this show like Cops. And it was like this guy with like a dog, and he had like the little siren on his head, and that guy that like shot out the robotic arm and he like caught people, and it was like this black dude who was like the chief. This isn't ringing it. a bell. I just like this. I'm, I'm watching it right now. This is outrageous. It was the sickest show. I thought for sure, like, I thought everyone was going to be like, oh my God, cops. I know there's thought so's listening to the podcast right now. They're like, fucking cops, bro. This looks nuts. This looks like X Men, but with like. Yeah, cops. it was sick. It was like right before that, but it was like a sick ass show. And like the bad guys were cool too. This is and before Black just, Lives Matter. This wouldn't work now. It was crazy. The black guy's the chief, he's the boss. Ah, he's sick. They, he didn't they, really have people like that, though. Dude, it it was then, only on for five months. No wonder <laughs> we don't remember <laughs> what. How did they can, come up for five months? That's all we had. That's all we had. We did sixty-five episodes between October eighty-eight and February eighty-nine. 
Holy that shit. shit! That shit played, and everyone had toys. Like day. I had toys. It was one, it was like one, <laughs> one day. Like three a week for five months or something. Holy shit! No, this was like a Saturday thing. This was yeah. like we we get like you guys were like yeah, and U.S. were like we're done with this shit show. Our kids don't like it, and we're like give them to us. Wow, our I Saturday liked, uh, morning. I like uh, Digimon, Digital Monsters. Uh, fucking like Pokemon. I liked it. Up. Pokemon came so on. Wait, well, how old are you? Wait, how old are you guys? 29. I'm your, I'm 34. 47. Oh, the, see that two years. <laughs> Is that's so funny? That's a big two years because, like, for me, it was Ghostbusters and and Ninja the real Turtles. Ghostbusters, right? Like you're thinking about the one with the two guys, right? It was like a well, that, two the weird dude. Called the real Ghostbusters. There was a Ghostbusters also, though. But that was bullshit. But no, wait, no, the the real oh the real Ghostbusters I thought were the two guys. Wasn't that the fake one? No, I think you're talking about the one, one where like one of the characters one of the characters is like the Ghostbuster ghost from the logo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah not Slimer. that one. But no, no, like the white dude, that white guy that's like, you know, that's like on Ghostbusters 2. He's like, no. Oh, yeah, the State Book Marshmallow Man. I never watched that. No, no, it's like in the actual logo. Oh, the, the, weird. The, the, there's the white ghost. Yeah, like, let's yeah that white yeah, okay. ghost was like in it. Um, yeah, no, that's that was a weird show. But like, I like Ninja Turtles, not like Digimon Pokemon. Like, I wasn't, like, that's when I was like, I don't watch cartoons. And, like, I'd go home and watch it maybe, but I couldn't, like, <laughs> be, you couldn't be about it with your friends. So, like, that, like I was just at that age. Like, I think I was just in high school as soon as Pokemon was a thing, you know? So, I'm like, well, I can't watch Pokemon now. I got to get my first hand job soon. So, like, I didn't get to, like, I didn't get to, like, enjoy Pokemon Thinking necessarily. Um, yeah, but there was that show, Cops. I guess I'm, I'm seven years younger than you, Harley, and so I lined up directly with pokemon and so like that was what i woke up every single saturday because it came on at either 7 or seven thirty, and it was i think it was pokemon and then i never watched digimon which i guess disneymon didn't come out until years after pokemon so it wasn't even in the lineup and then like a couple after that on a different station they had like rocco's modern life like, that show is amazing to me as a kid like that's like what i watched but rocco's modern life came on at night time it wasn't a saturday morning show that was like a bit later, and I realized now watching some episodes years ago, it kind of it could appeal. It's one of those Nickelodeon double sided shows where it could appeal to an older demographic. Also, SpongeBob is like that, even though Kyle will disagree. SpongeBob is a great show. I've told you why I don't like SpongeBob. It has well, SpongeBob also. I missed out on SpongeBob. Like I was at the age where SpongeBob just didn't happen for me. It was before, but I did do like uh, like Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers. That's yeah. the age group. But a uh, but. I wasn't G.I. Joe and uh, Transformers. What That's about He-Man? Before my time. He-Man also before my time. Those three wow. are right before me. I was um, all about He-Man. I had the sword. Uh, I was I was super into Teenage Mutant Ninja, 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 Ninja Turtles. Was I had it? the van that shot the pizzas. Were you watching oh, yeah, the, the reruns? The pizza thrower. I was about He-Man. I'm older. Yeah, you were older. For some reason, He-Man was one of those movies that like stuck in my household. It was one of the VHSs we had. Like my dad was all about like entertainment centers, like in the eighties and like early nineties. Like he bought a TV in like eighty six that was like by today's standards was nothing, but it was like a sixty five inch like box TV and like eighty six. So it was like twelve thousand dollars or something. No one had those. No one had those back then. That yeah, was, like, nobody had. Them, but if we it had like, one. His is his TV is like a movie theater. Yeah, exactly. And like it's literally huge, but like yeah. And then what would happen? It was like. Because we had obviously we had homeowners insurance and and there was this weird like thing that would happen every four to five years where lightning would strike the television and destroy it. Whoa, but, it's crazy. But it, it really would. And and so yeah. what would happen? 
And what would happen was the it homeowners insurance. on your dad's word here, right? Yeah. <laughs> the homeowners insurance would say, oh, well, they don't, fast. They don't make those anymore. We'll so you have get to cut the equivalent model. Money the equivalent wise. model. So for like that so twelve thousand dollar purchase he made in nineteen eighty. So crazy! A, a, a random, like calculate, like perfectly, like like exact, precise destruction of the My TV. father did not commit insurance every fraud. five years. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Four to five. Hey, listen, my yeah. people, we, we invented that move. So I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. So, so like for like two decades, we just had the best TV that money could buy. It was always just like they just kept getting bigger and flatter for like I'm twenty big, years. I'm big on the warranty. I all like I think if you get a TV, like I do get the warranty. And I always kind of pull it. I'm like, how much time left we got? Like for this bad boy on the warranty, and it's like you know. Six months left of the three-year warranty. I'm like, all right, contrast max, brightness max, volume, <laughs> and leaving the house for vacation for two weeks. <laughs> Let's go to Best Buy. See what's up. <laughs> we had the uh, the big satellite dish in the yard. You know, like 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 we were fucking looking for That's extraterrestrial like, life. This is like this, and you're talking like 95, 96, 97. No, way before then. This is 1990. There are people in your town you don't even realize they're driving by your house to show other people the, the satellite you have. <laughs> it was that was 1990. Big deals. And so you it was a big satellite, right? It was huge. It was like, as big as a like, car. It, it, like adjusted, it like it like targeted, like you change it. Channel, was, and it's like it was massive. And I remember like there were like infinite channels, and some of them were in other languages. Like like and like the really blurry shit, especially would be like in Japanese and stuff. It's like, ah, yeah, don't go above nine hundred and seventy-five. That's all <laughs> Japanese. It's like nine hundred seventy-five. Yeah, we always had a bunch of shit like that, and uh, and so I, I, I was obsessed with like. But what I was getting at originally was that for whatever reason, He Man and the Masters of the Universe was part of our VHS collection, and I fucking loved that shit at like four years old. I had the sword, and I'd run around butt ass naked. And the sword would make sound effects when you hit things with it, which is a terrible thing to give to a four-year-old because I would be standing on the dining room table going, I have the power of the universe. And I'd hit the fucking chandelier as hard as I could. And the (laughs) fucking sword would go. And I loved that. I did it all the time. I I remember I used to do something similar about the same age. If 26 is about the same age, I would run around. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would run around as a kid naked. Wearing like a, a coonskin cap while I watched either Daniel Boone or Davy Crockett on my Are you brand kidding me? screen TV. And All I right, please. that I was Davy Crockett or Daniel Boone. Please do this for me. Yeah. Try to track down a photo of you either naked or in a diaper wearing that scoon, coonskin cap when you're when you're that age. I'm going to do the exact same thing. Did you do that too? I did the exact same thing. I ran around naked wearing the coonskin cap. I swear to God, I will get that picture by next week. Did you watch the like the Alamo or whatever Davy Crockett movie? I still remember that scene watching Davy Crockett talk to this country guy, and you're like a fence in a field, and he's like, uh, "I'm gonna text my mom right, and try to get a picture." Fight no holds barred, and I remember watching that awful choreographed fight and being like, "Damn, I'm just like Davy Crockett. I would beat that person up too." I'm texting my mom right now to try to get that photo. Yeah, I need to check. I would probably, well, I guess I have a bunch of my my family old photos. Hey, do you have those old photos of me naked with the coonskin cap? <laughs> um, can maybe, maybe, maybe on the other, you guys never saw. Did you ever see King Arthur and the Knights of Justice? 
No. Mm-hmm. Is that a cartoon? That was also a show that I like waited for on Saturdays that was like the sickest. Now I'm gonna find out there's four episodes. It was like a football team in high school gets like transported back to time and they're like, You are King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. And these like football players get the swords and get this like cool ass armor. And then they like do battle against the forces of evil as King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. But like King Arthur's like the quarterback and they like run plays and shit. And I'm like, anyways, that and cops are the type of shit that Netflix should be licensing. <laughs> like, traditional series live action. Cause like I I that was also that was the show that like if you weren't up at seven to watch it at seven thirty, you fucked up. And I was okay if I missed Conan. Do you guys ever watch Conan the Barbarian? He had like yeah. a, he had like a Phoenix with him. That would play at seven and then a Knights of King Arthur Knights Justice at seven thirty. And like I had to be up and like if I woke up like at like eight twenty, I'd be like like you know when you're a kid and you get like really mad you're like I'm gonna fucking kill myself well anyways that's how I was I was a problem child (laughs) I know there's some fatties out there that are like hey bro I love that show too you ever watch (laughs) Captain Power and the soldiers of the future and you had those 3D glasses to watch the episodes this is crazy I'm like discovering right now that all four of us are in different categories of like the growing yeah. up stages of the 90s. Like we were in different places, each of us, because I'm saying shit that was like low-key iconic to me. And you're like, nah, bro, Yu-Gi-Oh. I think I think the the, the Canadian system had some different shit. I think that's yeah, what while that's you about. Guys were I, watching I these cartoons. I was playing uh, vanilla ice ice baby loudly on the radio. I was <laughs> and I was driving. So we were both doing embarrassing things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I I watched all those. Car- My mom says she has the picture, but she's not home right now. She'll get it to me tomorrow, so I'll have that next week. You, I, please try to get the picture too, because I I, I want to compare. This is great. <laughs> if I have one, that, uh, I'll text my grandma and see. I want to hear Harley's take on the whole GameStop thing. Like it, Harley laid out Bitcoin in a way that I have tried to repeat for other people. The whole. You know, first you want bartering, then you want gold, then you want pieces of paper printed in a special way. No, no, no. Hashes and strings of like math solutions are what you really want. That's the thing that you want now to work for. How are you feeling about this GameStop attempt to stick it to the man, Redditor's expertise? Well, you know what happened? Well, once when I, I like I told people I was always like, it's not financial advice. Yeah, buy Bitcoin. And I bought Bitcoin and I bought other things too. And I, I did put my Bitcoin on a wallet, but other things that I bought on a website, one that like my brother had on the website and like a friend of mine had on the website, like that website got robbed and that money's gone. Um, and it wasn't that crazy. It was a couple thousand, which would have been a couple thousand more now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I was just like, damn, like, you know, I'm not, and I always tell people it's not financial advice. I mean, you'd have to be dumb to listen to the sauce boss on what to do with your money. Uh, but that GameStop stuff is like, I think about it, man. If I wasn't doing YouTube, I would sit down and I would fucking play this shit. I would just put my time to it because when you see stuff like when things go up like 3,000% and I think GameStop at its lowest to its highest with 3,000%, like if you had $1,000 in there, that's $3 million. Like how crazy is that? And I think if I was a guy, like I, if I didn't have anything else going on, I don't think I would deal drugs. But I would probably like sit down. I'm, I'm sorry that I'm comparing this to a drug dealer. I don't know why. But I would sit down and like, I would play that shit. Like you don't it's, get off like this at a casino. And yeah, it is gambling and dangerous. But if you're taking like small money and doing it, like I feel like there's a whole job 
that can be done there. And all I see when I look at these graphs and shit and GameStop or, you know, uh, like uh, AMC and uh, like, you know, the crypto Dogecoin, I'm just like, this is, this is there's opportunity here. I think yeah. that here's an interesting thing to me. So normally when you have the experts, right, the people who work at Goldman Sachs or JP Morgan, whoever the fuck they are, and then like me, I feel like a sheep dealing with wolves, right? They are the experts. They do this all day, every day. That's where the expertise is. But anytime you have even a pro against the internet, the collective knowledge of the internet, I mean, that shit, there is knowledge to be tapped in there that is every bit as good as the pros, right? There are weaponized autists who are finding, you know, some guy who did a, a short play, <laughs> who did a, a short play on GameStop incorrectly and caught him with their pants down. And they'll do it again and they'll do it again. And this pump and dump, I mean, the, the, the <clears throat> pros have been doing that on a attempt to be subtle level for ed, for ages. But the internet will collectively do it on a non-subtle level and just pump and dump shit all the time they, they, are they doing it with is it pronounced doji coin Do doge doge coin um they'll do it with doge coin they'll, they'll do it with gamestop they'll do it with amc they'll do it with whatever they'll pump and dump this stuff all the time and you know manipulate the market and it it's just interesting to see the collective buying power and the collective knowledge of the internet now compete on a more even footing, perhaps, with the pros, where you know they have a lot of money at their disposal, but so does the internet. And shit, is this a permanent sea change in the balance of power on this stuff? Maybe, maybe not. I think they'll probably change whatever laws or requirements are needed to do stuff like this to protect those firms in the future. No, I don't think anything's going to change. I don't think anything can change. Um, what's interesting is how much it's dropped since we spoke about this last week. You know, I want to say, obviously it was after hours cause we do, we begin this at seven Eastern, but, um, what was it at? 250, it like, 300, almost 300 or something. It was 350 or something. Yeah. It I think, I think 350. Yeah. Ma yeah. Maybe 350, 400, some, something like that. And we were discussing like, is this thing about to hit 1500 or is it about to bottom out? And, and I think we kind of agreed that probably bottom out, like maybe we should short this. But none of us did anything. It's at fifty dollars right now. Yeah, forties aftermarket. Um, it's it looks like it's over, and I don't want to be the you know people get mad if you say anything but hold. But it's like ah, I think the move was to sell a week ago, and I think the, a week I think ago. I think so too. But I think if you're sitting there now and it's like you got fifty thousand dollars left instead of whatever, $750,000, it's like, keep holding. Maybe a miracle will happen and we'll bounce back up to $8 million. Like, so like, you know. The stock was at 17 and the experts spotted it and said, this is wildly overvalued. I think this thing's going to 10. I just don't know when. But I think it's it's going to 10 this in the next two months. Is it, is it public how much those firms have covered yet of their shorts? Or no? I, don't, I don't think they've covered yet. I, I, someone said that they were continuing to short. Like, like, and just, just, just trying to wait out the internet. So I think it's public quarterly because they made a mistake. I'm not sure about this, but I know that the internet is trying to get you to hold by telling you they're still short. They're still in a squeeze. Hold, hold, hold diamond hands. And that's good for me. I'm pumping up the stock. I don't want supply out there. I want you to hold. I want him to hold. And then I'll do whatever the fuck I want. But I want everybody to, to hold so I can watch what happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I, I want no part of this. Um, 
I, yeah, I'm, I don't I'm glad that I wasn't able to buy. I'm glad Robin Hood was a complete piece of shit because I was going to buy uh, three shares at 340 uh, the other day just to like be part of this. Just kind of, you know, be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You lose a thousand dollars. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> I, but, I, um, same time. I was going to jump in just like I was like, yeah, it's crazy. Let me get in there too. like that same day where they stopped it. I think it was just in the USA, but I was going to download like a Canadian app when that happened. And then I just stopped and I was like, let's just see life play out right now. I was on the other side. I was like, this stock is not worth this much money. And eventually water will find its level. Let's short it. But I wasn't so confident that I wanted to actually put my money on it. That was just my guess. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't confident in anything. I just wanted to be like... You know, like you put money on a ball game. Now you're kind of part. It's you're more part of the discussion. It was kind of that thought process. I was like, I'll just buy three shares at three forty or whatever, and uh, I go to log into Robinhood, and it's uh, it's asking for my banking information. I'm like, oh, that's right, I don't know it. <laughs> I was like, Kitty handles my finances, uh, and I'm like messaging Kitty, and she's fucking sleep. And I'm just, it's like this trail of messages. Like, I need my banking information. I need my banking she information. I don't know my you. login. I don't know my logins. <laughs> my I need my money. And like, like by the time she gets it to me, I'm like, it's too late. I missed it. (laughs) It's lower now. (laughs) I know. I didn't tell her that though. I didn't want her to be like, well, it's a good thing. I was asleep, huh? Saved you a thousand dollars. Certainly not. I was like, I missed it. I missed Hmm. it. Let's double down. Let's all put thousands into Dogecoin. It's already been pumped. Has it? I don't know. What is Dogecoin worth? Uh, like four cents last time I looked. So now is the time to buy. Oh, it's five cents. Okay, five cents. Five point two cents. Um, time to buy. Yeah. Or maybe it, not enough. If you go back to January 27th, it was worth less than one cent. It was 0.7, almost 0.8 cents. And now it's five. So... So someone could have made a ton of money. Yeah. Uh, but I Dogecoin was started as literally a joke. What was happening is all these people were like firing up the next Bitcoin. You know, mm-hmm. I think, did Facebook make a Bitcoin? A lot of people just made their own cryptocurrency. So the weaponized autists on Reddit were like, oh, I'm going to join in. Our, our motto is a cute dog and it's the doggy coin and, and whatever. And it was never like, there's no technical basis on which it's better. I don't know that any of this stuff is based on anything. That's why I'm yeah, not in crypto. Like, there'll be experts on this technology who are like, man, you don't understand. This is really the best one because of some sort of secure contracts. And this one is more anonymous. And this one's more decentralized and this and that. And I don't know that any of these prices are based on how good the tech is. I haven't seen that relationship yet. But it's like all that expertise is wasted it's really just all based on who else will be a buyer, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I think you're, you're really hitting the nail on the head because the thing is, like you said, as far as I understand, the things that make these uh, various cryptos worth more or less is the technology that's backing them. And, you know, the, the decentralization or the uh, anonymization or the security protocols in general. I think like it, if Bitcoin Elon like Musk... the worst tech, right? Dogecoin? Bitcoin has like the worst tech and it's the most that, expensive. That's I something think. I have no idea about. Okay. I, no, I would I would imagine Dogecoin has the worst tech <laughs> because <know>. it's literally <laughs> a cartoon dog that Reddit made uh, a crypto for. So I would imagine it literally has the worst. But um, 
I don't know. I, I think what's going to like make a crypto explode is the when someone finds a really good utilization where it's the way to do this thing. Like if Elon Musk starts his Mars colony, right? And the way we transfer funds from Earth to Mars is cryptocurrency. And you would I would imagine that that's like the best way to do that sort of thing. Like if they're mining on Mars, sending raw resources back at some point in 100 years, and we need to pay the Martian miners, we're not sending US dollars, right? We're probably going to send Mars coin or some shit. I mean, why? When there's a purpose. What do you mean why? So that why, the why miners can get paid. Because we're... Uh, I don't know, beaming money through space may, might want some sort of security. I feel like Elon. I feel like Elon Musk. The says aliens things. could get it, Taylor. I, I feel like Elon Musk mobilizes people like so much. You know, like I saw, like he was like Dogecoin to the moon, and everyone's like, oh, "Now let's <laughs> do it." And I find that such a like it's so like it, it's. I mean, maybe it's a good. I have no idea. It's hard for me to comment because like I'm just like some fucking guy talking. So I'm never like, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm up here and be like, well, this is what I just think there's something weird about like some dude who could be like high and he's a billionaire, just like saying a thing. And then people <laughs> being like, now is when I put in my money into it's something, you know, and I feel like he's very blase. And I'm not, it's not a knock at him. I think the guy's cool, you know, interesting. But like, it's like, it's just like he's so blase and says things and. Uh, like words have weight, especially his, and people move when he says things. And I don't know if it's always going to be good, you know? So when your voice carries more weight, most people start to be a little more responsible with their voice. Like they recognize it. Elon doesn't. And it makes mm -hmm. him interesting and exciting and dangerous. And yeah, and, and interesting and, for sure. Yeah. So exciting and, and he'll dangerous. He'll go and he'll. He'll say shit that gets him fined in a big way and, and penalized by the SEC. You know, he basically pumped up GameStop and Dogecoin. And it, like, I don't know, he just, he'll talk about selling Tesla and going private or going, you know, issuing more, what kind of loans he has in, in market manipulating ways. And, uh, but as a regular person, I, I don't know if he's a mastermind, like, pulling all these puppeteer strings, getting us to think it, or if he's just a little unplanned. Yeah. Well, his Twitter, one thing I do that I do think is, I don't want to say manipulative, but it could be that. I, you know, I'm just trying to like not commit to what I'm saying so much here, but it is kind of like, if you look at his Twitter, it's kind of like, he's like, a, he's like Gen Z. Like he's like, a, it's almost like you're reading like a 22 year old's Twitter, like the memes and stuff that he posts. And I do think that that's, you know, sure. He's probably like that and probably is fun like that, but in a way, it's like, you know, to relate to certain people and speaking in their language, I don't want to say is manipulative because it could be helpful in communicating with someone, but it does come off like a weird, like little manipulative in a way, because I look at his Twitter, it's like, is that really how you are? You know, like I'm like, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm 36 and sometimes I find myself doing things where I'm like around people like younger than me or whatever. And, you know, you're trying to connect, but it never results in, you know, low-key encouraging them to do something with their money or anything like that but yeah you know he posts memes and stuff and then people make decisions about their life pretty well <laughs> yeah i <laughs> i don't know i just wish everyone on the internet who bought gamestop made a lot of money like that's what i want for them all these random redditors to cash out at the top but i don't think that's what i predict for them and that sucks so uh Oh, well. Dogecoin up another two fractions of a cent. <laughs> Since we started looking? <clears throat> yeah, 
I, I didn't Dude. know he was thinking so much about Dogecoin. So but I, he's got I, a picture of him as Mufasa holding up Simba with the Dogecoin on it, just being like, "Yep, I propped. I'm propping up Dogecoin. I'm, I'm <laughs> Dogecoin." <laughs> I'm invested in this Nalvani guy, right? So, so Harley, you may not know, we do a death pool. We usually keep one sort of cooking, and this one was interesting in that all the people had to be under fifty. So you're choosing people who have like a history of drug issues, emotional issues, you know, who might kill themselves in one Dangerous way or professions. Dangerous. Yeah, I chose um, Alex Hnald, the guy who soloed El Capitan, you know, like trying to pick a guy who might die under 50. One of the guys I picked was Navalny. He is the Russian opposition leader. He is the guy who runs against Putin for president. Uh, where is this? Where is Russia. this? Russia. No, what that you're referring to? This is the death pool that the PKA boys put together. Am I, am I clear mm -hmm. yet? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I picked Navalny. I think I'm pronouncing that right because he's Rush. He's Putin's enemy, and Putin's enemies yeah. uh, they tend to die. <laughs> so uh, he had been poisoned already, and the doctor who treated him just died like today. Uh, he um. He had a heart attack. Real unfortunate. He was 55 years old. <laughs> so, or was no, he? I don't think so. I gotta look. Uh, the CIA heart attack gun. I, yeah, I'm sure it does. Oh. Oh no, no, that's not a picture of him. He is a little fat, actually. Uh, is he a smoker? I, What's his entire medical history? Like me. <laughs> I'm gonna get a picture of him. For he's, a, he's a portly man. He's fat. He's fat like I'm fat. He's fat. No, that, guy, that guy's fatter than you. Absolutely, dude. But people nah, once I, I'm going to shave the beard and you'll see. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I got, no, no, imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's just the illusion of, of a, a jawline. He, uh, he suddenly passed away. So. I like I, his paper hat. He's an ice cream <laughs> man. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't. Biden is saying that they are going to punish Russia unless they uh, uh, let Navalny go, and uh, we'll see how this plays out. I, I I don't see any universe where Russia just bows down and obeys Biden. Like that doesn't seem very Russian to me. No, probably not. I wouldn't I, imagine. So. Russian would be having him. Uh, I don't know, wash up on harsh shores while they still claim he's alive. That's Russian to me. That's a Russian response to this. No, they would be more careful than that. They wouldn't throw him in the ocean. Oh, I think overtly lying. Like, what? Sky's not blue. What are you, crazy? Like, just complete disinformation about obvious truths is like a Russian way of dealing with shit. Not you. That's not how you see it. I would imagine if they're going to kill him, they just it would just no longer be a thing. Be like, nope, he's he's still in solitary down there. Not, we wouldn't they wouldn't mention that they killed him, you know, six years ago or whatever it would be. That would be my guess. But that would be smarter, just not Russian. <laughs> but but who knows? We'll see. Maybe it is Russian. Yeah. But, well, uh, I think we have a good good chance on this one for the death pool. I think I don't think they can just outright kill him. I don't think they will. No, they can't kill him. He's probably a CIA. I I think because I thought that the biggest protest in russia happened based around this or things relative a to this one. around the same time yeah and it was like the most people that had come out knowing full well that like they're gonna get uh there's gonna be repercussions yeah. um, well, so maybe maybe i mean only people that'll scare a, a a government is its own people really you know 
What are yeah. Putin's retirement options? Right? Isn't he sick or something and ready to step down? Am I? I I, I want to say that like they, they they passed a law like very recently, something about how like the former president can't be prosecuted for <laughs> anything or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I don't remember who we were speaking to, maybe on this show or maybe somewhere else, and they were saying that Putin is one of the mo- wealthiest men on the planet. They were talking about the amount of wealth that he's amassed over his career as president of Russia. He's been a couple things, but well, he's, uh, he's good. He's probably got you know hundreds of billions at his disposal. Tricky or to count his money, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah. The way I read it is how much money like Russia has and how much money Putin has are kind of blended and mixed in one and the same. Like, it, yeah. It, when it's like, huh? When you think about him controlling all of Russia. He's the richest man on earth, right behind Xi Jinping, who controls all of China. I was, I was, maybe I'm confused. Was it Xi Jinping that said, "I'm just ruler for life"? Yes. Or was that China okay. did that? Yeah. Still gonna, he still has an end to his term. He's not just the guy for the rest of his life. I think he does, um, but I also think he wants to step down. Is he sick? Yeah, he's planning to step down. You know, like say what you want about Putin. Have you seen that clip of him where, like, the one guy is holding the puppy up by the scruff of its neck, and yeah. Putin? Putin steps up like, whoa, 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 give me that cute fu- This is how you hold a puppy. You, my friend, are going to the gulag. Yes, you are. Yes, like, yes, he's going to the gulag for the rest of his life. I'm going to have his wife murdered. Oh, said you do the gulag. Yeah, he's right. You're going to the gulag. What happened is, you know, one of these like Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, one of these countries where like, I guess they don't have dogs as pets. This guy, like the leader of Uzbekistan comes to Putin and like bearing a gift is holding a dog, not maliciously, not like I'm trying to harm this dog. Just like this is how he thinks you hold dogs by the back of the neck, holding it up like it's a trophy, waving it around in front of a bunch of media. And Putin does like a quick jog, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have dogs where you're from. I can tell you probably thought that I think I'm going to eat this later, don't you? Can you can you can you do a Russian droopy accent? Wait, <laughs> yeah, you can. Fucking difficult to add together. Perfect. Oh wow, <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, oh wow. Okay. Thought, <laughs> so, um, the rumor is that Putin's mistress implored him to step down to resign because of health issues. And Do we they, know what his health issues are? Not on this article. No. Ah, oh, they wouldn't say. Or they'd lie. It'd be like, dude looks NHL. fit. He's got a lower body injury. <laughs> <laughs> NHL yeah. style. Dude looks fit. He looks uh, looks like he's in control. Um, seems like a horrific human being from what everyone says. It's a madman, if you will. Parkinson's disease is the Easy rumor. to look fit as shit compared to the world leaders we're familiar with. Like, look at our Senate and Congress people and like all that. Like, pretty. They've pretty always fat. been old. They haven't old. always been this close to death. You know, yeah. like, like, like you could go back not very long, and it's like, who are the leaders? Well, Mitch McConnell, right? Mm-hmm. But two, three years younger, Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan looks fit. That guy's got very it fit. together. He's young, yeah. Um, shit, Obama, right? He wasn't old. He wasn't you know breaking down and also very fit. Uh, He's probably the W. W was pretty fit. You know, he was always on his bike running. Clinton yep. went in and out of weight issues, but uh, this is Clinton was Clinton. only nine. But he was running. Right now, I, I love the Saturday Night Live sketch of Clinton 
when he's like on his jog and he stops into a McDonald's. <laughs> you ever seen this? I think I saw that on uh, CNN. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. Like, like it, I think it's Phil Hartman playing Bill Clinton. And he like he, he, the Secret Service. He, he's oh, like, boys, right. I think we're going to stop in here. Mickey D's for a minute. But don't tell the wife. OK. And they're like, not again, sir. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it quiet. And he's like, and everybody's like, Mr. President. And he like sits down with him and they're talking about the economy. He's like, well, it's like this. The Republicans, well, your Egg McMuffin here. They want to distribute your Egg McMuffin, a little this guy, a little that guy. And I'm saying, what about the hungry? They need an Egg McMuffin. <laughs> Sometimes I need three Egg McMuffins. You know? He's just like, he goes from table to table talking about fiscal policy. <laughs> While eating everyone's breakfasts. <laughs> and isn't it funny that if you were to take Bill, fat Bill Clinton from the 90s and make him like president now, him being fat wouldn't even be a conversation topic because the goalposts for what is fat has moved so much in the last. If Bill Clinton years. did what if Bill Clinton had a Monica Lewinsky situation today, I think that they they kick him out of office. I think he gets impeached and removed. I, I think they me to his ass. Oh, maybe. I was more talking Ooh. about him being not as fat yeah, as maybe. he was perceived back then. And I like Bill Clinton enough. I don't hate him. I think he was better than George Bush Sr. and obviously better than Jimmy Carter. Um, but yeah, Jimmy uh, Carter should have always just been building houses. He should have been building them houses from the start. Yeah. Wasn't he like a war hero or something? I probably made that He's a up. peanut farmer. Peanut farmer? Okay. Well, oh, he's from Georgia. I don't know right? if... I looked See, up Fat Bill Clinton. Yeah, he's really not bad. Not nearly Especially as bad. Especially when you're fat. You know what, what really makes him not look bad? The fact that he's out there moving. He's getting yeah. after it anyway. Like, like, like you know, like, like, like respect for that. Good That's for a him. gym thing I never understood. I, I've heard a lot of people say that they're self conscious about going into the gym because they were currently not strong or currently not thin and that uh, they're afraid people will judge them. But that doesn't make any sense to me. Like they'll judge, they'll be happy for you. You know, you're doing something about it. They'll judge you when you're not at the gym. When you are at the gym, yeah, you're fixing it's, it. It's one of those things where it's like you always assume more people are spending their time thinking about you than is reality because everyone's the center of their own universe, right? Same kind of thing. Yeah, I think about everyone else. I'm always judging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're always always looking around in cafeterias, gymnasiums, theaters. Oh, that guy. Oh, if the shooter came in here, huh? <laughs> you know, use him as a bodyguard. Stand I have behind. to fight from ego lifting when I'm all by myself in the gym. But Taylor, does that happen like, to you at all? No, like no. In the last like s probably six, seven months, like I've shifted everything towards like hypertrophy based. So like yeah. less weight total, much higher volume total, and so like that's that's been my thing. And so like just reading online, it's like yeah, you're you're actually going to get probably better muscle gains going a little lower weight, much higher volume than you are killing yourself you know, doing a five by five routine. Well, I mean, it's a, if it's a five by five routine, obviously you're going to get way more muscle doing the hypertrophy thing, the the high volume. Yeah. I think the five by five is a lot better for strength than something like three mm -hmm. by 12 or three or four by 12 is a lot better for actual like muscle mass. Yeah. So I used to do less reps, heavier weight, but like, yeah, last half year or so I've been like, no, you know what? Kyle's old argument makes sense. What the fuck am I going to... I'm already strong enough. There's nothing in my day-to-day -day life. There are no groceries like, this woman brings home that I can't handle. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Already, <laughs> I'm already the person that gets asked to help move all the time. Like Because like, what do you have to do? Maneuver a couch? All four of us could do that pretty easily. Like You just have to kind of be an adult man to do most of the stuff you need to do. So yeah, yeah. I, 
I was convinced by that and was like, you know what? I just want to be big. Just, <laughs> yeah, it's big. it's a it's that same thing I've always said. Would you rather look big or would you rather look strong or be strong? And the answer is look strong. Like, yeah, like strong. You're still strong as shit. You think bodybuilders, the guys who are working out all day, but they're not. Oh, they're not doing sumo squats the same way. They're they're on the leg extension machine trying to make their quads pop. It's like you think that guy has any difficulty maneuvering around in the world or like carrying things? No, that, that guy benches four hundred pounds. He just doesn't yeah. bench seven hundred pounds. Difficulty like, maneuvering it, an ass wipe for sure, though. Oh yeah, if yeah. that's even more for powerlifters. Those guys who like are they're like Jabba the Hutt sitting but solid. If you were like Woody, I'm going to remove ten pounds from your bench press, but one percent from your body fat. I wouldn't just say yes. I would order up six of them. That would be <laughs> I'd say, can we do that 20 times? Like, I'll get the bench back, but... I look good. <laughs> then you eat yourself back into a hole, and you're like, oh, no, I can't do either one. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> ran out of leeway. I tried to short my gains. <laughs> yeah, so I really don't, because I'm by myself, and I don't have any mirrors in my basement gym. And so it's hard to ego lift and be like looking at myself doing military press. Like, hell yeah. If I don't have a mirror. Mirrors are expensive. Negative. I really dude. If you want a giant mirror, they're expensive as shit, but I need to just bite the bullet and buy one because it is so helpful for knowing you're doing things correctly. You maybe I, I always, when it, whenever you guys are talking about equipment or mirrors, I like to be the one that can maybe find some sort of internet link or some solution. And, uh, like, like, um, what he was talking about his equipment the other day. And I looked at gyms for sale in Raleigh and there's like a couple of gyms there for sale like of a quarter million to like $750,000. And I was just like, maybe Woody should buy a gym. <laughs> he have his own gym and he could, he could close it every night from like 9 PM <laughs> to 11 PM. And it's Woody hour. <laughs> and you just walk into your own fully stacked gym with every piece of equipment you could want. And you've got a business like this. That's turnkey. Eventually you're just like, fuck it. All right. Well, the closing hour is two to four today. Cause that's what I feel like everyone out. Just, yeah, <laughs> I call it Woody's place, and it's very literal. There were a couple of them there. They already had like 150 members. They had like 175 thousand dollars worth of equipment, and uh, the place was for sale for like 225 or something. Wow, that's interesting. But I, we're going to a failing gym. It might be buy, buy low thing. right now, right? This could be a buy low, exactly. sell high. Type that's that's the other thing that maybe like, whoa, I bet gyms are cheap right now. You think gym oh, equipment I got, would be I, more I, accessible? Sorry, go. You think that high-level gym equipment would be easy to come by right now? Gyms closing left and right. No, 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 no. So I just so I had a gym built in my old place in Montreal. Then I went to Toronto, lived there. I was in that apartment. It had a full gym there, so I thought that was awesome. And then COVID happened, didn't get to use the gym. A lot of gyms got shut down. So I rebought the exact same gym I had years ago when I bought this place. So I got my receipt. I had my receipt. I brought it to the same place and I was like, this, everything identical again. He like goes through it all and he was like, yeah, that's $1,500 more. So it's just that much more expensive for identical shit. But dumbbells, especially even dumbbells were like a dollar, a dollar to do a dollar 25 a pound. Now they could be like $2, 250 a pound. It's absurd. Like they know supply and demand. Like they know, and they know that people want that shit. And you just don't have, like, you're not competing with gyms anymore. Or even like if you live in condos, you're not like those gyms aren't open. So shit is like much more expensive now. Um, yeah, like I mean, I have the expensive. exact products. What's that? 
Dumbbells are super expensive in particular. If you're getting them for $2 a pound, I think you're getting a steal. I'm seeing, I could find them for four bucks a pound right now. You got it. The best thing to get is the, the power block. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I hate it so it's much. The, yeah, it is annoying. It is annoying. And I'm sometimes I'm like a piece of this is going to fall out and hit me right in between the eyes and it's going to fucking crush my brain. I think sometimes press on your back and that fucking, I don't I think about it. I think about it. I'm like, yeah, it's going to fall on my face. Even if it's um, small, it's gigantic. Like it's the same size, no matter what weight. But it's it just that you get one instead of having like a wall of dumbbells, you know? Uh, but to people, to all the fatties listening in, hmm. uh, the kettlebell, there's like a, a kettlebell that's adjustable. And like, if you're sitting there and you got to do like, you like, you don't have the space for a gym or you're going to do one thing, just get the kettlebell and start doing kettlebell swings. And there's some great kettlebell exercise people on YouTube that are all about the kettlebell. And like one kettlebell is like literally everything you need to start doing what you're doing. And if you want down the line also. To add to what he said, there's an on it, you know, the Joe Rogan company kettlebell routine. It is a great place to start. You know, yeah. it's a whole body thing. They'll walk you through all the exercises. You'll get your upper body, your legs, your back, your thighs. Your if you're and, and if you're a fatty, like your ankle is hurting type fatty, like that type of level fatty, like you got tits and you're like, oh, I'm never going to get rid of these tits. You could go with a low weight kettlebell. You don't even need to do something heavy. Just moving your body is going to be a I want to go for you know? a walk. If uh, Yeah, you, know, you fat standing. bitch. Get, what are you doing on YouTube, you fat bitch? How much did you eat today? A lot, I bet. And I owe you to sit back, listen to a three-hour podcast, you fat ass. And you're not going to do shit after, right? No, you're not. You're going to cook dinner or something or order dinner, you fat fuck. You're a fat piece of shit. No one else is here. It's just us. I bet you were listening to this alone. I am talking directly to you. You fat motherfucker. Okay, don't wait till it gets to me, you fat bitch. You have sweaty tits. I know you do. The balls stink. You're a fat fucking slob. Get the fuck up and do something. Stop making... Shut up. Shut the fuck up. And don't direct anger at me, because I know fuckers that listen to this podcast would come back and be like, actually, I don't fucking... Like, shut the fuck up. You're a fat fucking slob. And if you're not, you're skinny good. Just shut up. It's not even for you. This is for the fatty. <laughs> Get the fuck up and do something. Make it happen. Like I'm telling you, I slept for way too long, bro. I slept for a long time. You sound motivated. Don't, don't I am. And like, don't wait until like you got to fucking like, just don't wait for anything. Just get up and do it. Start now. Start little. Do it. Yeah. Do something. If you're, you like, if you're like 10 pounds overweight right now, jump on it. Don't do what it seems like me and Harley always do is we wait for things to get absolutely done. Oh. <laughs> now it's like, all right, let's go. It's going like to be hard. Like for me, when it's like when my fat pants are feeling tight, I'm like, oh, no. Like this is this is bad news. Like when you're feeling like. Yeah, that's an ugly. That's a bad. Mi- I had a bad milestone. I, I like exercised and I was like, look at these fat guy clothes. Get these out of here. And now I'm all fat. I'm like, where are my jeans with the elastic band? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I gave him. Can I? I'm calling up like fat friends. I'm like, did I give you fat guy clothes? <laughs> you're looking pretty slim on your Instagram now. If you're giving give them back to me, getting your fat guy clothes back is a bad. Who do you that's a share bad place. Clothes with like I know all big fat people. I, I first of all, my family, everyone's fat. I, everyone's I, fat. But, in but my you're family. ginormous. This is like a Sasquatch in your area, an abominable I snowman. Do, I do. Here's oh, my I pants. Will, I do have like I do have like twenty friends that are over six three. It is weird. I do have, I have like a lot of long friends and tall friends and big friends. Okay. Like, yeah, I know, you know, I, I know some, I know some large people. Even if you like, you know, you met a lot of guys, even when we were on Epic Meal Time, like, you know, like 
there were some big guys around. They still yeah. like, you know, even a, a mere guy that's uh, the chef on Epic Mealtime, like he's like, you know, this guy's like 6'3". He's slim now. He lost all his weight doing DDR. How fucking oh, how, how, how crackhead is that? Like he's like in a dark room on DDR, like on the pads. Like, <laughs> Get some, man. What Dude, if, I had a friend what, that did that. And like this was when DDR was first getting big and he got so fucking obsessed with it. He was very overweight very overweight at the time and his parent and he was like he kept telling his parents like if you buy me a ddr machine i will get in shape i promise and they were like no we're not buying you a ddr machine and this kid is also like a very smart individual so he went to home depot and bought like uh touch pads and like all the stuff you need and he like drilled and he built his own ddr pad and it looked good it was fucking thick it had like bounced cushions and everything it felt like you're at a at a, a arcade and i remember i saw him and we, we fooled around on the DDR, and it is so fucking funny seeing a fat guy yeah. do, like, that butterfly song on Expert because it is just – and he built a bar behind him mm. because he was dancing so furiously he had to keep yeah. himself in the spot. I'm, and, good. Like, I'm actually good at a DDR. Did he get he thin? He lost 50 pounds over the course of um, – <clears throat> But that, I, I mean, it was, it was dangerously fast how, half, how did, quick the, the game, the game did can he track your uh, – Did he get hot? Yeah, uh, it, it tracks your calories. The game tracks your calories. You can put that mode on. I had it. Like you could really like. There's an endless mode where you can keep working out. He was obsessed with it. Like he would. He didn't even treat it like a workout. He just like he wanted to be able to do the mastery mode on. That's every like summer. a mirror. He, That's he a mirror right now. For like six hours at a time, not eating, and so it's like, dude, you you like, you shouldn't be losing four pounds a week. Yeah, you should see. <laughs> uh, he's all yeah. You should see the uh, dance rush. Uh, it's like another. It's like the new DDR. There's no arrows. Mm -hmm. So you're like, you could interpret it in your own way. And you watch these people dance on this machine. And you're just like, that's like, if I could like play this game in the privacy of my own home, like <laughs> you could get pretty fit. And then you could head out one time. You'd be like, oh, well, you don't know. I know how to fucking dance now. <laughs> and like, no, we're not like, yo, where'd he get those moves? Yo, his ankle is so strong <laughs> like just to work on my ankle a bit like that's i looked into it though it comes Yo, directly Holly, where's your cane <laughs> oh my god i thank god i knock on wood thank god i didn't get to to the cane level i mean you never know it hey there are some cool canes out there for yeah. sure for sure but like i mean listen canes. and any if there's any like like cane level fat guys listening to the show like don't even use that fucking cane as an excuse Use it like as you a were walking crunch. with your fucking cane. Put put yeah, the cane no, behind you and do the shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, a couple extra pounds if you got a pimp ass cane. All right, yeah. they're gonna be talking about the cane. I want that cane. Honestly, if you're like that fat that you have the cane, I want that cane in a glass case above your couch in two years from now because you fucking turned it around. None yeah, of that bullshit, you know. Like, make it happen. I know it. There I it know is. it. Like the came from Harry Potter that uh, that that uh, uh, Lucius Malfoy had, like with the fucking snake on it, some cool like know. that, or maybe maybe a chunk of amber with like a mosquito in it, like from yeah. uh, Jurassic Park. Now you're speaking my language. I, I like that, or just the kind that has a sword in it. It can have anything on the top. Oh, a, a sword cane. I'm not allowed yeah. those. A little dagger. So cane. I've got I've got a link here. <laughs> <laughs> so we cannot watch this on the show. We can't show this, but yeah. this is fucking horrific. What I yeah. just linked you here. This yeah. is literally some neighbors disputing over snow getting like thrown in the other's yard, and yeah. it ends in murder. I knew this was coming up. By the way, I knew this was going to come up. First, because just because the day and what it is that I literally had the article here 
Just in case. I'm kind of glad we have a Canadian who I assume to be a snow expert on the show. Now, when it's places that get a lot of snow, this is like an actual issue, right? Like if I put my snow in your snow storage area, that that's bad. See, in North Carolina, it doesn't matter. The snow will be gone in three days. Like That's it, so funny. You know, North Carolina, I drove through North Carolina years ago to Florida, maybe 15 years ago, and there was a snowfall. A big snowfall to the point that there was about half an inch or an Wait, inch on the on the road. How many years ago? Maybe fifteen years ago, okay. within fifteen, fifteen, something like that. Um, and man, we were driving down the highway because it's the winter, so we're going from Montreal to Florida. You know the Jewish migration, and we're going <laughs> through North Carolina, and bro, all these cars on the side of the highway, some facing the wrong way, because like if it's just one, we had the winter tires. But there's also just like a slight – it's not a skill. I don't want to call it a skill. It's just a lesson you learn on how to break on snow once it gets slippery. And like everyone learned that lesson that day and they just pulled over and everyone was like, shit, you can't stop the car. Or, you can't stop. And we're like just cruising through in like our shitty like with the this Canadian is my winter tires on. snow. That's- <laughs> oh my god Brad. it's like no fire but it was close to that what is what is this what's happening here it's just they- oh my gosh raleigh woman's snow photo goes viral like it's they failed at snow <laughs> we're how not good at snow around here how can you be this bad look at that that guy that guy's 30 hey, yards I'll, I'll answer your question half of those women half those half those drivers are women look <laughs> i'm from fucking georgia i have like no snow experience we went to fucking colorado it was that time, I think, that uh, we met up with you later, Taylor, or something like that. Like, like I think you flew in and I picked you up or something like that. In any case, I drove from Denver. No, this is the Telluride trip. I drove from Denver to Telluride in a fucking blizzard. There were snow plows in front of me for part of the way. I was in a 4x4 Explorer, locked in, yeah. 10 and 2, stoned as fuck. Just <laughs> fucking beaming down that road. And you could, I could, every time I'd feel it start, like, wiggling yeah. around i was just like all right you don't overcorrect you just you just bring it back over to the center yeah. back over to the center and i knew when i braked it's fucking like a like i'm touching a marshmallow down yeah. there that i don't want to crush because if i fucking stomp these brakes we're gonna start fucking spinning off the goddamn and highway if you, hit, if you have if you hit ice and you have the automatic braking system whatever it starts going like, and yeah. like that's scary as a kid i'm stoned, bro. <laughs> it's a it like, is a skill the first mistake you make some people yeah. can do it and some people can't. Uh, but as you were saying about the snowing, the shoveling, or just snow in general, one thing that's like ugly, like that's always been ugly, is sometimes you'll have like a common stairway. Like you're two, you're like townhouses, you know, like side by side. And there's like one walkway down. And some people will go and shovel their side on the mm. steps. But it's like you're already on the step. Just fucking do it. I'll hit you back on the next one. Also, like going shoveling, like in, in some places in Canada, you're, it's your responsibility to go to the edge of the walkway, the the, the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Other times it's not. But like it is ugly when some people shovel their sidewalks, but the rest of the sidewalk isn't. And then you have these gods, these unspoken, like glorious people that go down and like go five houses that way and this way. So when you're shoveling your driveway, like your sidewalk's already been done. And like, that's kind of like what's important. There's a guy like that in my neighborhood. Sometimes. 
just yeah, the snowblower. Yeah, you're the guy. You're the guy. You're the fucking god. Dude, I don't you know? have a, like, a snowblower, big. but I, I'm in North Carolina and I have a golf cart with an attachment that makes it easy to take trash cans away. And I've never done it, but I almost want to. Like, I want to get everyone's trash cans. Would I be a hero or a trespasser? I'm not. Well, sure. Well, you know what? I'll tell you one thing. I've noticed one thing. Having many neighbors over time, and, and like this, I feel like it could apply. Like you know, uh, I don't know what it's like where you live, but it could apply more so. Some men don't like take that as an act of aggression like you don't think i can handle my fucking garbage you think i need a fucking golf car you trying to make me look bad for my wife you yeah. trying to fuck my like, wife for, in front for all of my you kids? Know, for all you know, taking the garbage in the driveway is a major stressor in their relationship. And another man coming in, and, and, and now she's using that as leverage. She's right? saying, oh, look at this, honey. The neighbor across the street, you know, the, the one with the bigger house the street, than you've you got? Know, the one with the just cute came tube? over here and the took one that the has garbage that cute for the fuck of it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the really fit neighbor that's out there doing chin-ups all the time? <laughs> yeah, the yeah that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's why I haven't done it. I'm afraid that they would take it as like a... I, I'll some like, know. oh, you think I'm too slow to take my trash cans back? But it's like, I, I, oh, driving the golf cart's fun. That's really all there is. I thought you'd like it. Like that's, that's what, but that's Showing off your it. golf cart, eh? You want to show your golf cart off? <laughs> Dude, it's fun. I had, <laughs> I had a flip. I was on the receiving end of it actually once. On, I, in Toronto, the garbages were like, like raccoons are like fucking crazy in Toronto. They are like, they are raccoons. Like, like they live in the city and they travel in like 20s and they're like big. <laughs> Like they're big. I swear. Like I had like one time. Like I opened up my back door, like the like the blinds, and I open it, and there's like so many of them, and I'm like, like on the glass, and they're like, shut the fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> garbage here, and like understand that these these raccoons got fed epic meals. Mm. So like by like the six months of living there, they're like, what's up, bro? They're filled with Where's garbage at? <laughs> Don't make me fucking come in. And and like they did shit. Like they like so what they did in the back was they moved a. <laughs> they they moved a deck chair closer to this area where they can climb on top of it and now like lift the garbage up like they used things in the backyard to get shit done like they were using tools and stuff they're very smart yeah. and uh they were like eating these epic meals they were like going off and like they would cause a lot of noise now i was only there for a couple days but one of the first days the neighbor who like He's not uh, like you just know when someone's like someone looks at you and they're like, fuck you, fuck you, you know, and like so he was just one of those guys who was like, fuck you. And I knew I got that vibe from him anyway. So every time I saw him, I was like, hey, beautiful day, isn't it? Um, he told me he was like, you know, these raccoons are crazy. So be prepared because that's going to mess it up for everyone. So I was like, yeah, for sure. So I called my uncle. I was trying to like get it sorted out. He was like, I'm going to bring some bricks over. We could put them on top of your garbage and they won't be able to lift the bricks off. You'll just move the brick when you want to put garbage in or whatever. I'm like, okay, okay. It must have been one day too slow. And this guy like came over with like his drill and stuff, knocks on the door. And I'm like, hey, he's like, yeah, can I speak to you for a second? I'm like, yeah, for sure. I said, come over to the garbage. So I go and he goes, because you couldn't figure out how to handle it. 
I drilled a hole into the garbage and there's this hook here and this black rubber thing, it'll go up. And so now when you want, you got to unhook it. They're not going to use this mechanism to be able to access it. I did it with my drill. I did it with some metal I had in my garage because I'm a fucking man and I get <laughs> shit drilled with my own fucking materials that I got myself because you couldn't get it done playing your games or some shit. And I was like, bro, do you smoke weed? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, here's some weed. That was the <laughs> nicest thing anyone's ever done for me. Thank you. That was actually awesome. Was I think this mechanism is great. I'm like, you should put, you should do this for like as a service or something like raccoon proof. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I should. You couldn't do it. And I was like, no, I probably couldn't. <laughs> and he's like on his way. And he was like 25 years older than me. And I was like, I just got like, like if I were any more like my dad or my dad's dad, I could see where he was coming at. Well, because when I left, I thought about it and I was like, oh, I was like, he did something so nice. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, no, he fucking took my manhood and fucking he like if I did have a wife like he was fucking her that night. Yeah. Like, that's where it was at. Like, because he was the man of my house now. But I didn't register it that way. I was like, this shit. But he did walk all over my manliness. Or that's ability the night to be you a man. all your garbage in his yard. <laughs> spell out it didn't work sorry i couldn't figure out your mechanism can, can we watch like the first 60 seconds of this video like just us this video is wild this video is wild this video is fucked like i yeah. watched it like i watched it like it's to see what was of, up like, minutes, like i'm like, sick i'm sick after it who wants to know it, 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 i the am sick I after linked. watching it yeah the one i linked has like unedited video but someone and will describe what's happening we, to the audience. Show it, but this is it's called Noah Get the Boat on Reddit. That's the name of the Reddit. And then it's great subreddit, by the way. That's people fucking up or doing crazy shit where it's like, like God just fucking drowned the whole world because we're already yeah. fucked. The, the so, title's called Man Man Kills His Neighbor Over Snow Dispute. Okay, I'm gonna assign it. Taylor, describe to people what's happening when we put play. Okay, one second. My the video just pooped out. I gotta refresh. Yeah, this is fucked. Are you guys ready? Yes. I am ready. Ready, set, play. Just a couple of gents Fuck hanging out. You. Fuck you, you fucking I'll make your life and live in hell. Live in here, dickhead. What? You heard me. So these are two neighbors across the street oh, from oh, each other. Oh, oh, still off screen right now. Something! You don't fucking bother with nobody! He's got a gun behind him. He's a fucking dog! You're a pussy! He's flipping him off with double bags. Yeah. He's walking into the road. Now the guy from the far house is coming down the driveway. Call the cops! Holy shit, he just... Whoa. Just executed this woman in the middle of the He was six inches from her. I should not have had the audio on. I think that's... This is the craziest part. What's coming up is crazy. Yeah. Okay. I so thought she's so. laying, there's a woman laying in the middle of the road. She has just been shot multiple times. The man who was getting shot retreated. You can't see him on screen. He's he's. Are those back. his feet the by the side of the shooting, mirror? Just, I think they are. The guy who was doing the shooting just ran back into his garage. Now he's not visible. I assume he's going to come out. I think out he with, went for more ammo. So the guy went, he walked down the driveway, and then like when he shot the guy at 10, 12 feet, it was like, oh, my God, he's really aiming at him. When he point blank range that woman from like a foot, that was crazy. Holy shit! Wait, yeah, wait, it gets it gets crazier. Yeah. I thought, how can it get even crazier? Is he gonna pull out and drive over? Oh, he's coming back! Coming back! He's got a bigger gun. He's got a bigger gun. He's got a long gun. Oh no! 
Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, he's got an AR-15. Did he just shoot her? I have the volume off. Yes. He shot yeah. her twice. He's, and he said you should have kept your fucking mouth shut. Just killed and him. Now, and now, like a bitch, he goes inside and he kills himself. He kills himself? Yeah, he goes and he kills himself. Damn. Do not argue with neighbors you don't know, people. Literally, like, honestly, fuck. Like, this is one of the most. Like, I know there's so many things, but this was just. It's like this shit melts. In a couple months, it's melting. What were they it's arguing not even staying about? Here. Snow, apparently. Yeah, they were arguing about like, oh, you piece of shit. I guess you're not even taking care of your driveway or we're trying to take. Dude, that is one of the most. Abs- that, that's one of the craziest videos. Absurd, I've Absurd is a good one. Yeah, really. Like, yeah, that's that, fucked that, up. Uh, that is insane. It did, I couldn't wait, believe when I didn't know he was coming back. He came audio- back with an AR. Like, he started with a handgun and like shot them both many times. I. The, this and then he came I, back with a rifle and he executed them both. This thing what? I do during horrific videos is I like I, I look at what the stakes are, right? Like first he shot the guy, then he shot the woman. They're both hurt, but I don't know that they're mortally wounded. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. This is a problem. But like 85% of handgun injuries are non-fatal. You know, it, like it, it's, a, it's, it's not a ton worse than getting ice pick stabbed, which you can survive from. Right, if it's in the right spot or whatever, and then it's like he shoots again. He shot that woman from point blank range in the head, chest area, and I'm like, if that's not immediately fatal, it's soon fatal. You know, he was like, that can't be undone. And then he walks up to the guy and just off camera shoots him at point blank range. You know, he got a head or chest shot, and then he goes back and gets the assault rifle, and and, and, like it just it keeps escalating from like eighty five percent chance of survival. 65% 65% chance. Zero. 10%. I think to zero pretty fucking quick. Like, you went to zero quicker in your estimation? I, I think so. Like, okay. I, I mean, I don't know how many of those shots actually hit because it, how many did, how many times did he shoot that handgun? Like eight? All of it the times. It like the first four missed to me. But you, Kyle maybe, thinks they maybe, all yeah. hit. It was hard to tell what was happening. Um, they, they each got shot three or four or five times. It's hard to say. It, 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 I think there might... It was kind of weird when he when he opened up because like no one reacted. Yeah, yeah. It was almost like there was some it. lag. I don't know what was happening there, but yeah, that was fucked up. Was I've never con- seen anything quite like that either. It's like there they were like four shots off where it was confusing because they were still statically just standing there in the middle of the road, and then the guy as he's like turning is like ah like shot in the back. Yeah. You know, I always like when I see stuff like this, like like there's like a timestamp at the bottom, you know, so like it starts at nine. 30 and 56 seconds like i always think like obviously these people had no idea that they were in their last like two minutes yeah. of life. Yeah. do you think about stuff like in those terms yeah i do the day like, what yeah. the day was when they woke up and put those clothes on like what they had they no have, idea what yeah. was their plan that evening were they going to watch a, a maple leafs game were they going to go over to we're going to have their son over for dinner who this, was i always think about shit like that this video i i like like I like I always see people joke about it, but when I saw that video, I was like, "That's enough internet for the day," and that was that. Like, that was a video that did that to me. That doesn't. I go looking for types of videos, mm-hmm. but this one really did fuck with me. And it does actually do something that that it, it hits on something that I uh, I thought of um, this past year. Uh, I want a gun. I want a gun in case and uh, the, someone doesn't in, double. Just in case of fucking people, and I'll tell you why. I I want I think people now I have like less faith in humanity than I ever did before 
Um, I got like threatened in the last year, like in a weird way. Um, and I push shit up. People like can find out where I'm at. And I just want to like, I just want to feel like if you know what, if someone's going to come for me, like they better not miss. Cause I want to also be, I want to be ready. And I never had that feeling before. And sadly enough, like we should feel more together during the pandemic. And in some ways I do with certain circles or whatnot, but in other ways I feel more distant from types of people out there. Some people's feelings and how they've expressed themselves and just being threatened. Um, I'm just like, I need a fucking gun. I need a fucking gun. Cause like I, I like shit like that. And so then I see something like that. I'm like, that's the thing. Like if you shot my wife and I'm able to run into the house, I don't want to run into the house and be like, call the cops. Yeah. Like I want to come like I and like I know it's bad to be like on vengeance or whatever, but like those are my thoughts like that, like people are fucking crazy and yeah, I mean, want to be protected in that way. And uh, like, I mean, I don't know. In a weird twisted way, like, you know, uh, like who knows? Like, who knows? You know, even if someone even if like people were like, yeah, we decided we're killing all the Jews again. Yeah, yeah, we decide. We're coming to get all the Jews. At least that way, I'd be like, you know what? Like, if, if I could go back in time and you put me in the Holocaust, like, I'm just like, if I had a gun, I'd be like, no, no, I'm going to take down one or two Nazis and then I'll get fucking killed. You and that's just how, show that's my story. One time, and you explained never again. Like, you, and it, it sunk in so deep with me. You, you were just like, they rounded up Jews, they put them on train cars, and they killed them, and there was very little resistance. And Jews just as a culture have said, you know what? Never again. We might even lose, but we're never again going to lose like that. And anytime there's like a, a hint that things are trending in that direction or, or someone has some sort of anti-Semitism, it's like, no, no, not this time. I, never again. And I, I like I, it. I can't even get like, you know what? And I maybe like I got like mildly aggressive there. I can't even get that aggressive because like if you look at like, you know, Israel, a lot of why that country is so aggressive is they're like, that's that's like a, like I don't want to say like a paranoid country, but that's like a people are like, yo, what's up with Israel? You guys fucking killing people. Are you like, you know, you're being away. And I'm just like, that's like a that's like. I don't want to offend people, but like, let me just be ble- like, uh, like it's a gray area, but like, that's like mentally that, that, that part of the world is mentally affected. Let's say like, that's like that country exists after some weird fucked up shit happened in the world. And the circumstances <clears throat> of that country are weird and fucked up. And the people around that country are weird and fucked up. And that's just like a fucked up scenario. But like that, like, I feel like a big part of Israel's motivation is like, Bro, what if everyone tries to kill the Jews again? Let's have an army. Let's have like crazy F-16 fighter jets. Let's like always keep, let's all like, like there's conscription there, I believe. I think you have yeah. to be in the army. Yeah, we've got a relationship, be veterans. Yeah, we have some uh, two people in our patron who I think served. One of them was an army commander, or a, a tank, tank commander. And he was telling us all and- about tank shit and like how he drove it and the difference between different tanks. He was like in the $50 patron hangout, like, it was, I think Woody described it best, where someone else was like, uh, what, Woody, I wanted to ask you. And Woody's like, shut up. We're learning about tanks. Like, <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, someone asked, like, Woody asked a tank question, and we literally have a tank commander on video chat with us. And one of our fucking autistic fucking $50 patrons is like, 
actually and it's like shut the fuck up he said tank commander <laughs> and it was in the like, question i remember it too it was what is air conditioning like in israeli tanks well and... actually Woody, it's uh it's actually pretty good uh no shut the fuck up i want to know from the tank commander <laughs> and he was like soft-spoken and nice about it so he'd be like well these are very uh, interesting job i'm glad you'll be assigned there in uh these you have fun time being a tank. And then someone's like, well, the Israeli tanks are much slower. And he's like, this is true, but the amount of the area we're covering much smaller. So we prefer uh, the uh, built up uh, endurance, not as important. And it was like, he had an answer for everything mm -hmm. where it was like, I, like, I, I, I had you don't need an M1 Abrams tank. They're not driving a thousand miles to battle. Like, it, yeah, really yeah. That's an offensive thing. They're like the posted up into Iraq that we need to be able to go a thousand miles. They're defensive. They're kind of just mobile, not mobile, well, semi-mobile guns, right? That they're just that need to defend a particular area. They're only expecting to defend Israel, not to take over the next country. I wonder yeah. if you get to pick, like if you're conscripted in, like did he say, boom, I'm gonna be a tank guy. I'm, I, or was yeah. it like, no, you're a tank guy. And he's like, oh, good. I didn't want to be a field medic. When I went to Israel, they you are with, you're assigned <clears throat> guards or soldiers with you and i think it's in a way you could see that they're they're people and stuff like that and i've gone to camp and my co-counselor was also in a tank and i was like have you shot like shit or whatever and he was like literally like we've shot many things buildings or whatever like but we don't know he's like we were watching like a screen in the tank mm -hmm. he's like it's so different he's like you're watching a screen like you never like he's like it's not like games or anything He's like, we're operating things like on a screen and shooting things from far away. He's like, it's very different than you would imagine. And all I thought about was like, I probably can't even imagine at all in any way, um, you know, anything like that. But it's funny you said defend. I think their whole, the whole like message or what they tried to portray is that it's defense forces, you know, in Israel. They are defense forces and the whole, any, any act of aggression or whatever, everything about it is debatable. Uh, comes from a place where it's like we're defending it like we are we are uh, like uh people that literally the world it's theirs <laughs> the world tried to kill all of us like honestly like a couple years back like we're just defending ourselves but you know then they're there i don't know that play it's it's such a what a tricky what a tricky subject but one thing i'll tell you is like i'm jewish but i'm not israeli i love that jews have a country i love that israel is there but when Israel does things, I'm not like automatically supportive because I'm Jewish. There are people that live in Israel that are not that Jewish. And when I went to Israel, like we met a lot of, they made it a point to introduce us to a lot of Arabic people that lived in Israel that were like Arabic Israelis. And uh, some of those people were really cool. And it's just, it just fucked up, yeah. you know, like it's everywhere, you know? You everywhere. That's honestly like one of the coolest parts about our little, uh, our little patron, patron group. We've got this, uh, People that pay 50 bucks in our Patreon get uh, access to like a, a Discord that we're in. And uh, there's an Arabic guy and a couple of Israelis in there. And they're all buddy-buddy. And it's fun like like because like Fish, the Arabic guy, has had conversations with Noam, the uh, the Israeli guy. He's like, he's like, you know, I, I like you a lot. You know, it doesn't matter what I think about your country. I like you. It's like, <laughs> and, and, and Noam is like, yeah, same, same. Doesn't matter. What, I mean. You've never tried to suicide bomb me or anything. I'm good with you too. We're all good here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's real cool to see that we can bond this, over these three idiots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they bond over us. It's cool. we, like what? We three? here at PKA oh. are making peace. Yeah, you don't get accept. You know, you, 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 <laughs> here I am, uh, Harley. 
uh, I'm not Jewish, so I didn't get the birthright thing. But from what I hear, there's a ton of fucking going on on these birthright trips. Did you get laid on your birthright trip? Actually, like one time it was, uh, yeah, and it was nice. the, the soldier speaks Hebrew and the locals speak Hebrew, but the soldier, like he's like our guide, he spoke English and Hebrew mm-hmm. and was able to set it up with me just standing there while he said everything and kind of middleman back. And I was just like, yeah. What? Yeah, he sure. Up, he set up okay, a soldier. Yeah, he set it all laid. up. Yeah, yeah, fully. Was like, the other 100%. guy cute? He was <laughs> got the tightest ass I ever seen. <laughs> no, no but, but imagine that. Imagine that was a homosexual experience. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, then we're gonna hook you up with a, with a really attractive Jew and then just like, <laughs> a guy in the Israeli Defense Forces. No, Wait, but so, he, wow, Israeli they got you laid. Or someone else on the trip with you. It was no, they're a local. They were local. Oh, so they, you go like there, they, you got to fuck an Israeli girl. And well, like this, like in this interesting, like kind of like stucco, like one room, like just standalone, like weird, like you know when you think of like episode one, Phantom Menace, like yeah. the like like it's like a sand, like it's like a clay fucking thing, mm-hmm. like that with like a kitchen and a bed, and they fucking love electronics. If you thought Japanese people love electronics, like Israelis right, wait, love, wait, wait, like wait, wait, every wait, wait, Israeli wait, wait, has we're like drifting from the fucking a little bit. Why did <laughs> she fuck you? Like you, you just met her the first time. Were you just so just, hot? These people, like they, they just live like I think like where she was at. Like they just, it's an area that's like uh, there's not a lot of, like maybe it was just like never had one that looked like this before. You know, never there wasn't. In my it, life did women just like strangely. This fuck. this guy did. This guy did a lot. This guy did a lot. He said everything. I even said some stuff back, and I think he was just like, yeah, in his head, he's like, that's a shit, shit joke. I'll, I'll make it better for this in Hebrew. So what was his motivation uh, to middleman you into getting laid? He's like, my boy. Like, this guy's like, this guy's like, you're Jewish. I'm Jewish. You're, you're Israel. Israel. This is my place. <laughs> we've been to the Holocaust Museum, and we went to the fucking, we, we've been together, and like, you're there for like, you know, like 10 days together, and you're like, you are my brother. And then he yeah, has a new brother every ten days. Does he get he, the bowl laid? Did he hook anybody else up other than you? I? I think no. I don't think. I think he just goes on one trip. Also, I don't think he. I think that was his trip. You know. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I pictured him as a tour guide who every week yeah. got another like twenty eight kids laid. <laughs> just like like just yeah. took your tour bus into a subdivision and got everybody laid. It you know was that, wild. Like, Israel, Israel wants you know Jews to have more kids there and like increase the population. Yeah. Thing. And so it makes sense that like if they're doing a bunch of these like, a bunch of young Jews are doing pilgrimages there, they'd want to be like Israel rocks. We're g- you're going to remember Israel as getting laid and having fun and child, you know, yeah. And you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna make a Jewish baby, an Israeli baby. I mean, how yeah. old were you? Uh, twenty, nineteen or twenty. Okay. It's like, it's like, just like, it's, it's like, that's what they do. The same thing with, I don't know if I brought this up before, on, but it's like, that's what they do with Jew camps. The new like, ones. I don't know if I brought this up. Yeah, like they, so old, old concentration camps. Like was like, they just took Jews and systematically killed them. Now Jews go to summer camp. If you have any Jewish friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But if you do, you speak to them, you'll see that they, they go to like probably, or did as a kid, or they knew Jews that went to summer camps. And they're Jewish summer camps. And like the guy cabins are here and the girl cabins are there. And like everyone's Jewish. You gotta be Jewish to go. And then they 
The counselors leave at night. They're like, we're leaving from 10 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. Don't sneak to the girls' bunk and start fucking. <gasps> and then, like, a lot of couples that I know that are Jewish couples, like, they met at camp. Like, where there were other Jews. And they just encourage more Jews to make more Jews. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, dude, I went to a Christian camp, and it was the opposite experience. No fucking. No yeah. fucking. They're like, hey, I noticed a lot of guys wearing blue. A lot of girls wearing red, no purple, no purple. And then, like, we get there, and everyone plans to like sneak out. And the counselors are like, "Oh, I'm so tired. Not tonight. Don't sneak it tonight. We barely. I'm sorry. Tomorrow we barely watch you guys. But tonight, don't try to sneak out. And all of us were like, "Oh, tomorrow we're gonna sneak out tomorrow." So we didn't even try the first night. Next night. Oh my God. It was like maximum security. Like it wasn't even a chance to sneak out there. You don't like, there's no, you can't sneak past them if they're actively standing there yeah. guarding the door. It's like, like we're in total fucking lockdown. This is bigger than prison. Like it, there was no way to sneak out the first time we'd barely tried. And that would have been the opportunity. And then, then there were no more. And it was just the opposite. No one got yeah, laid. It did the same thing to us. Cause I mean, at the end of it, it was still like, Nope, that's a sin. Don't do that. Premarital sex. Oh, yeah. Dude, every like this church talk would make it harder to get laid. Like girls yeah. would whatever their slut scale was, it just knocked two points off them. Yeah, you're just like you're hoping it's going to go well that evening and it's like, well, for the fourth time, we're going to talk tonight before free period for all you guys about how women who spread their legs are whores <laughs> and Satan's whores and he'll torture you forever and it's like, dude, you are the biggest talk block right now. You can't talk about <laughs> Noah or something. You bitch, help us my, out. My friend was he, like, he and his girl had been sexually active like a hundred times, and then she's like, "You know what? I'm shutting this down. I, I've determined that we're go, we're making a mistake." And he's like, like, hey, "You're going to hell already. You're already going to hell. So you want to go to hell? <laughs> out of you or what?" It only yeah, lasted a week or so of it. Uh, you're going to be become a born again virgin. Which is like some new age Christiany thing, but mm. it's like, first of all, Jesus and all that's real. He is not falling for a born again virgin thing. Like you're not gonna fool him with that. Like you're, uh, you're just it, wouldn't he though? Because remember that whole story with uh, him and Mary Magdalene. Yeah, he. But you just would ask for forgiveness for that and not do it moving forward. Not this whole thing where it's like, well, now you're a born again virgin. Like, yeah, well, I don't think that, that ship has sailed. Mm, you gotta uh, mean it though. You have I to also, mean the repentance. It doesn't matter again. If you kill someone, you repent for it. You're still a murderer. Hmm. On the topic of uh, Israel and uh, just what we were talking about before, like one thing that one story that I got when I was there, they shared that I I'd never heard before was that like in the '80s, and as some of these things might be wrong, but over this the the grand scope of it is pretty accurate. In the '80s, they made the F-16 like fighter jets and like hmm. shopped them around. And uh, I, like you know, obviously they bring it to like America first. And at the time, the USA was just like, "Oh, we don't, we don't need this shit right now. No, no one needs this shit. Who's trying to buy this fighter jet? This is like the craziest dollars. fighter jet. Like it's so expensive." And uh, they brought it to uh, to Israel next, and Israel was like, "Yeah, we'll take a couple of those." And apparently, like very quickly after learning how to fly their F sixteens, they just flew overnight to Iraq and bombed. A new, the beginnings of a nuclear power plant. They were building a nuclear power plant. Oh, I'm sure. In Iraq in, in like in, in, in the 80s. And Israel just like bought F-16s. Like, oh, it's, it's cool. And they got in like F-16s with like F-15A escorts, like flew yeah. to Iraq, 
bombed this this nuclear reactor and went back and like the next day like woke up like the world woke up was like are you fucking crazy you can't fly to another country and bomb their nuke you can't do something like that that's well, literally you, terrorism because we're allied with the united states so yeah there, yeah but like you know what are you like, gonna lot, do about it yeah and a lot of america but a lot of americans too are like bro like fuck israel like you can't do shit like that you know and people are like this is like terrorism and israel was like no like we to, to be honest, we don't want that guy. We don't want that country having a nuclear reactor. So that's why we did it. Because you, know? you don't and, know if it's a nuclear reactor, because that's what you would say a, a uranium enrichment uh, facility is for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we want some cheap electricity over here, not nuclear weapons. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that was it. That's like, you know, that's where it, it comes from. Like, they're like, they were just straight up, like, call it paranoid or whatever. But we're like, there's no way a country next to us is going to build a reactor and just exist. Where we fucking, they went and they bombed it. I'm talking about how Israel overnight just went, flew to Iraq and bombed like a reactor, like after buying F-16s, which nowhere else in the world had any F-16s. Mm. Um, and they bombed the ground and they got shit on by the world for it. But like their policy is, they're like, their foreign policy is kind of just like, do whatever if, you want. If, if you're if you're a threat to us and you're doing some shit and we can stop it, we're just gonna stop it and like that's it. And they did get shit on, and then years later, you know, like it's like the war on Iraq, we're going to find the missing nuclear weapons. And maybe it's bad that that attack like drove it to be more secret the nuclear weapons or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, that's like, you know, I, I think people were just happy with less nuclear reactors in the world in the long run at the end of the day, you know, like who knows what the timeline is, but like there was a, that war on Iraq at that time, like who knows how things would have been if there was nuclear weapons involved or whatever, but they're just like, they're just like a wild ass country. They're like, yeah, we'll take those F-16s, but we're flying tonight. And we're going to bomb a fucking nuclear reactor, basically act of war. Are they fueled up? Cause... We're going to act of war. This guy. And I'm sure that it truly was a nuclear reactor, just like the nuclear weapons in 2003. That were definitely there. Well, I looked it up here. This The OCRAC reactor prior to the Israel attack, and there's pictures of it just straight up like on the – if you looked up Operation Opera on, on Wiki, there is like – there is a reactor there. And, and you know, Iraq, Iraq wasn't – It wasn't – <laughs> It wasn't was. like it is then, then now as it is today or whatever. You know what I mean? It's uh, times are different, but like, yeah, that's like just fucking just wild. Just fucking hop in the jets and let's go bomb that shit. And they're like, yeah, we did it. So what? Yeah, so we well, shouldn't indiscriminately. They were gonna bomb shit. us. They were gonna bomb us in like yeah. twenty five years. Okay. I bet. I bet. I'm Iraq bombed Israel. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Iraq has bombed Israel. Yeah, they have bombed. in the past. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah we used also, to, but um, then Israel had that white phosphorus thing where Israel used white phosphorus yeah. and it hit civilians and shit. So like I don't ever support like I don't support any countries, man. I don't I don't support any the man. You know what I mean? I feel you. But yeah, Israel's not the only country in that region doing the white phosphorus stuff. Other ones did too. Yeah, who it was in Syria. Was it Syria, Syria white phosphoring it, itself? Did, yeah, that that was one, or maybe that was a different chemical. Maybe I'm getting mixed up. Of who did it? I think Syria used white phosphorus, but I want to say it was like a civil war. Or when the USA, the USA, like found out that all of Japan is basically made up like with paper houses, so they fabricated napalm at Harvard, 
and like literally killed like half a million people in one night, like just so fucked up, burnt them. And the people that flew those that, those jets in World War II, they were like, you do realize that if we don't win this war, like we are war criminals forever. And yeah. instead, it's just like, let's not talk about that. Like even at Harvard, you can't, you won't find out that Harvard, they made napalm there. Like you're not going to see that. There's no awards or, or, or accolades for that, you know? I remember um, after 9-11, right? I was an adult when 9-11 happened. And it was all this like, well, they attack civilians. They're very different than us. We only attack other militaries. And, and that's the difference between the good guys and the bad guys. <clears throat> like World War II seemed to be really civilian attacky, right? Whether they were bombing London or whether we were bombing Berlin and Tokyo and Hiroshima or whatever. Hamburg. Yeah. Iraq, <laughs> Iraq attacked Israel for like a solid fucking month in 1991 continuous yep. okay I, I worked with a guy who was who was in germany being bombed uh during world war ii hmm. and uh and, and like he tried to bring that shit up about 9 11 one time and we were not hearing it <laughs> what do you mean we we're like we we're like well peter you were nazis so <laughs> maybe there was a munitions factory there somewhere in hamburg maybe it needed burning down with the rest of hamburg how about that how about that, well, Peter? Peter? Was that his Peter? Name? Yeah. Oh, That's he correct you every time you called him. I, I, oh. I was, I was like, look, Pete. All right, <laughs> you're Pete. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, America did not just America. America, Germany, England, probably Italy, bombed a whole bunch of civilians during World War II. That was part of the deal. It wasn't like win over hearts and minds. It was breaking hearts as, as a way to win the war. I think that was like, that makes me think like how close and desperate they became to get there. You know what I mean? Like, really? it's also like inf information doesn't travel like it does now. Like then, like, you know, like, like the Vietnam War was like, wait, it's like kind of like, that's when people are like, what the fuck is going on there? But like World War II is like, there were bad guys. It was like, that's the war where they're like, there are bad guys, you know? Propaganda um, was easier but, back then, right? You but I cartoons out of Hitler and... You don't think that they uh, that that was like a, like desperate. You don't think it was like desperate. I th I always thought that World War Two was like pretty close, more close than we we were comfortable. Like, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm all, when you first said it, I interpreted it as like, you know, it start it, like imagine how they got to there. Imagine how extreme thing must have got got. And I was like, I don't know. It seemed like the opening volley involved killing some civilians. Like it, it yeah, wasn't like know, that was a last. I think resort. that's the most pure cut. Um, example of good versus evil, though, in a war. Like, sure. like there was definitely a good side and a bad side. Um, Mussolini was incredibly evil. The Japanese were incredibly Is evil. He's headquarters. It's like he was trying to make the most evil building of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you seen this picture, Harley? Look up Mussolini's. I want to look it up right now. It it's fucking great. I put in the fucking in also. It's, it's fucking like, great brutalism which is like just straight rigid <laughs> it's a very i mean a lot of our buildings are now being brutalist in style and it's a very ugly fucking style but it's oh, a picture it's of sick. silver and Zordon just, from C power C rangers cc like in yeah look at are you looking at it woody or yeah showing showing people? It's, it's thick. It's, isn't that wild it's like they put he's like yeah uh i like is to think CCC of myself like as, yes 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 is that yeah, what i'm looking I think at so. like, that, that, that is yes but like I, I would just imagine him being like, I want it to be really, I want people to know that I was a bad guy. <laughs> I don't want there to be, don't even put a flag up there, bitch. Make it scary. 
Are we well, we're baddies? trying to rule through fear. Yeah, we're trying to. I'm a, what you call an actual fascist. Like <laughs> <laughs> the fascist party of Italy. And yeah. like, I think that oh, it's funny to see the building now. Like what it looks like now. They should have left the face. And it's like, I'm, it like a, a, I'm a regular building. Don't no, worry about with all the arches and the statues at the bottom. Is that what I'm? Is that what it is now? Oh, I haven't seen. Uh, you ever see what they did to Mussolini? Yeah, they beat the when shit out of him. him. They killed they like, him. They like beat his face in and pissed on him oh, and like threw God. garbage all over him. Like shot him in the head many, many times. I don't mean that's how they killed him. I mean once he was dead, the stuff they did to his body. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, like, and stuff. Yeah, they yeah, went to town. Is... That's Hitler saw that. And that is why Hitler uh, killed himself and had his body burned. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. That does seem like the move. If you're Hitler or Mussolini, and you don't lose, get taken alive. Yeah, don't get taken alive. Shucks, um, Saddam Hussein should have done that. Oh, Saddam. Ooh. Saddam yeah, is might be like like we've talked about this before. I find it comical that Saddam didn't take that deal. I've had this conversation with my dad and a bunch of other people. I'm sure I've had it here. They were like willing. They were like, there was a deal on the table from George Bush that was like, leave the country, abdicate. Ab what's that word? Um, abdicate? No. What are you abdicate to power? Ab adjudicate? I don't think that's it. Anyway, give up your power. And uh, I think, I want to say it was like, at least a billion dollars that he could take with him. Abdicate. I, all right, I got it. Oh, a it, billion? You could have had a billion? It was at least that much. It was like, you can take this much like of your wealth with you, take your family, and leave. And you know that like he could have gone to name a place. That, Anywhere. You know, it's a fucking Yemen, Yemen or something. He could have gone somewhere. He could have gone to South America and lived out his days in mm -hmm. luxury. And he was just like, fuck you. Bring it on, United States of America. I fucking dare you. And it's like, what did you think was going to happen? Like, like there was no way. I, I remember watching that thing, and I was a teenager. But I remember watching it, being like, our president can't back down from this guy. Like, it doesn't matter who's right or who's wrong. It's like it's like a, an argument between two men. It's gone too far. Like, right and wrong doesn't matter anymore. It someone's going to back down, or there's going to be a fight, and there's no way anybody can back down without losing a ton of face right now. And everybody the cheerleaders are watching the teachers are watching they, they're just gonna see how it turns out they don't care anymore like it's it's gonna be a fight so it's either leave or fight and he thought he could win he thought that he could defend that country to the point where the united states would like take enough casualties that we'd be like well maybe maybe we renegotiate with saddam maybe he gets to stay in power and maybe some more sanctions that's what he thought was going to happen mm -hmm. but like as a teenager even then i was like they're going to smoke this guy like like he needs to fucking take that deal and run. And sure enough, like the next day, Bush has the ultimatum, right, where he's at the at the Oval Office and he's like, this is your last chance. Fucking like give up or this is it. And then like he comes back on TV three hours later and he's like, well, they didn't give up. So tonight I'm announcing that we went into Iraq with like 800 Tomahawk missiles and we flew the 51st Airborne over from here and and the 32nd airborne came from here and we've moved seven aircraft carriers and from here here and here and like like the marines have landed we've taken the oil fields and it's like wait how long has this war been going on 37 <laughs> minutes that's there's, how long there's the criticism. lights have been out 
there was criticism of Bush at the time because they felt like he didn't offer Hussein a way to get out of it and save face. They're like, he doesn't understand Middle East culture. Uh, Hussein would sooner die than just leave with his tail between his legs. That he had, if he wanted them to take the deal, he could have structured it or presented it in in a different way. So either he didn't take a deal. Either, like Taylor's saying, either he didn't want him to take a deal or um, or he just doesn't understand Middle East culture like they were saying. Well, we all know why he did that shit to begin with. Saddam Hussein was plotting to kill his father. And yeah, when you plot to kill... There was definitely right? a plot. And, and maybe it was one of those things where we're like, oh, if we go here, they're going to try to kill George. We won't fly into this country now. And it was like, yeah, reroute everything. And who knows what happened behind the scenes. It's probably like you could probably make a Call of Duty game about the failed assassination of George H. Uh, or George Walker Bush. But what was his name? George. Yeah. George Herbert Walker, Walker. Right. Yeah. Herbert Walker. Yeah. So like, I don't know. He tried to kill the guy's dad. You, you might want to be careful how you negotiate I, with him. Take the I, money and run. I think so differently now, but I remember back then at the time when that was happening, like I was like in Canada, but like, you know, I've always going to the USA. And like when that was happening, I was like, USA, bro, don't fuck (laughs) around. I literally, I remember being like Saddam Hussein, like rapes people on the daily. Like he has like a team of rapists. Like this is a bad person. This is like, this is like, thank God the good guys have the power. Mm-hmm. And I'm like watching it on TV with like my dad and it was like shock and awe. And it was like, <laughs> and like things are blowing up. And I'm like, yeah, like, fuck them. Like, that's the good guys, man. And I remember at the time thinking that it was like, you know, at a time. And even just in Canada, I felt that way. Um, but Dude, if you want to read about people that make Saddam Hussein look like an absolute angel, read about Uday and Usay, his sons. Yeah, who's like, like if they happened upon ramsey bolton he would be like you guys are fucked up <laughs> what is wrong with you i got yeah i've got a slave with his dick and fingers cut off behind me but i don't have 10 of them <laughs> what do you do with 10 of them where do you find do you, the time have you, you that, have you guys seen that movie mausul mausul no. on netflix no it's really good. Big recommendation. It's like kind of like it's uh shit. Is it in uh is it take I'm I'm so dumb. It's in Afghanistan. I'm not sure. There's not a single American in it. And they are it's based on a true story, and they're like this Middle Eastern like military force, like you know, like ragtag bunch comes together, like based on like actual events, and they go around and everywhere they go, like the sergeant, like the the guy, he's like the leader, he's like he starts kind of picking shit up like he's picking things up and like that connects so much more with me now than when I was like, you know, way younger when I was like 18 and I was like, oh, shit, don't fuck with the USA, baby. And at one point they have to get something from this base nearby and they're like, let's let's call in the Americans to airstrike it. And the guy's like, no, we're done with the Americans like they're not going to be here to clean up after. So we can't have them bomb it. It's going to make a fucking mess. And as, as like small as a mess is, you look at the country and like, it's like all a mess, but you're like, that's like a mess that is due to get picked up. It will get picked up. Like people will handle it or should. In the best, the best case scenario, all this shit gets picked up. There's no point in air striking this. Like it's already obliterated, but he's still like, yo, I don't want to pick this shit up after. Don't call the Americans. And it's interesting. No one speaks English. 
And it's all from that perspective. And it's just, I thought it was a very fresh take on like a war movie or a modern war movie. Yeah. Uh, most cool. Check it out on Netflix. Do you have it's to great. read the whole thing? Uh, read Sometimes. it? You said no one speaks English. Do I have to read? Oh, shit. I, my, my brain is so weird. I don't remember if I listened to it or I read it. I put okay. on subtitles for everything, by Me the way. So I, don't know. I do as well, yeah. Oh, oh so if you're a parent, I've heard it makes your kids better readers. Just turn the subtitles. It absolutely would. I yeah. do that. It makes me a better reader. Fuck you know, yeah. Before we jump into subtitles, we are overdue. We're going to hear from Oh, yeah. I thought you'd hit it when I was away. Sorry. Sponsors. Uh, this episode of PKA is brought to you by Postmates. You know what's great about your favorite thing? Or what you know what's great about eating your favorite thing? It's your favorite thing and you're eating it. You know what's not great? Getting it. And the only fast things that deliver are not what you're craving. Introducing Postmates, the app that adds a delivery option to your favorite restaurants. Imagine anything you want to eat delivered. You don't have to drive, park, or even talk on the phone to order. Just download the app and order 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Postmates will bring you what you want within the hour. You can even see where your food is and track your driver. Forgot the eggs and milk? No problem. Craving a tasty burger? Check. Look for looking for the perfect bottle of red wine or a summer beer. Order up. Postmates is your new long-term Munchies booty call for a limited time. Postmates is giving you a hundred dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days to start your free deliveries. Download the app today and use code PKA. That's code PKA for a hundred dollars of free delivery credit in your first seven days. Save the hassle. Get the food you love fast at Postmates with code PKA for a hundred dollars of free delivery credit for your first seven days. Wow, that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, sometimes we have discounts, but we rarely have a hundred free dollars. It's a wonderful deal. Get yourself some Postmates. Enjoy some wonderful food. Admit it. You think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that nobody wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you'd be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why we decided to take action, which is why we're recommending you to get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cyber criminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy to use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN takes one click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or worrying about having my personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you too can get three free months of or three months free at expressvpn.com slash PKA. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash PKA for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKA to learn more. Check Protect yourself online. Be smart. Hey, on that uh, that that snow shooting, the, uh, the backstory is the two victims were shoveling their snow into the shooter's yard. Apparently ah. that's a big deal. So I saw. You think? I saw um, a, you know the public freakout subreddit. Yeah. Two people arguing, and you would think that the argument was really over the top. You know, fuck you, you suck, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And in the, I went to the comments on it, and they were like, you know, like actually, snow storage is a big deal. It gets to be that you just can't. There's nowhere else to put it. <clears throat> you shoveled your sidewalk enough times. This is where I put my snow. That's where you put your snow. You can't put your snow in my area because I only have so much room. And I have a question about that. Mm. As someone who lives in a non-snow area, is there no way to like melt the snow to dispose of it? Or is that just way too big of an ask? Like, like energy wise, like, like, would you, 
with some sort of like a hot air blower or some or like a campfire just well, like the reason why you you shovel a lot or that why you wouldn't want snow around is that like when snow stays and the reason why you'll shovel constantly is when it stays it gets colder and harder and mm-hmm. then it becomes like hard ice and yeah, then understand you that. can't move it and so if you melt it like now you're gonna just get slippery ice everywhere like you that's know what? Gonna be I ice. wouldn't melt it as a way of like having better storage right but there are snow melting devices out there now in new jersey every so often the intersection would just be like a frozen lake right and and it doesn't matter how good a driver you are if it's literally just smooth ice, ice like that yeah you can't do anything on that well they have these like jet engines they point at the ground i've seen those and it just melts it and you know you couldn't do a uh a stretch of road that way but you could do an intersection i've also yeah. seen them um at like a shopping mall or something you know sometimes those piles of snow can take a lot of space and i've seen them cut down to size with that i'm looking forward to being in a snow climate i'm like i, I was looking at like houses and uh, i see i I'm, I'm not sure how i'm gonna make the initial move that, that's that's i'm thinking about that a lot what's the challenge because, like why is that hard? all right so i want to go like as soon as possible right but like stuff needs to be like parts need to be moving before i move so like for one thing i do want to buy a house there and i plan to buy a house there but part of me thinks colorado i'm moving to denver as soon as i'm off federal probation which is um i'm appealing to get out of it early you can do that after you've done 50 percent of your time which which happened last october but the court system's jammed up because of covid it's like i can't get a hearing um but october 8th i think it is i'm done no matter what so uh, so what my thought is, I do want to buy a house there, probably not in Denver because that housing market is crazy. Like half a million dollars barely buys you a decent place. Like it, I, I would be stepping de- like like the house I'm in now would cost like eight hundred thousand dollars in Denver. Um, I don't want to spend eight hundred fucking thousand dollars on a house. I'm looking more like four, something like that. Describe in any your neighborhood. Ca- my current neighborhood, no. my potential neighborhood, the neighborhood I would like to have. Neighborhood. Uh, I'm not picky about that at all. Mm-hmm. I could be in a subdivision. I could be sort of like in the country. The, obviously, I have to have fast internet. And that is really my only concern. Now, obviously, it would be nice to have like grocery stores, restaurants, like community stuff where like there's women and shit around. Um, I don't want to be in the middle of nowhere where like, I got to drive down a mountain 30 minutes and then 30 more minutes into town to get laid. Right. I'd like to be in a city ish area, Aspen. just maybe not downtown Denver. Cause that's crazy expensive. But like, I've looked at Aurora and like dozens of other suburbs that are within 45 minutes of Denver. And that's the general perimeter that I'm looking at. Okay. The real question is, what is my initial move? And I mean, like, literally and figuratively my move. Because, like, I got all this furniture here. That needs to come with me. So I'm thinking, like, maybe I rent an apartment for a few months and move all of my shit into an apartment there or rent a house, which is, like, what I'm doing right now. And while once I'm, like, settled and I'm there and my shit is in that state... And then I can start like house hunting because then I'm able to like go to houses and like tour them. If I'm, 
I'm trying to buy a house across the country. That's weird, right? If Wait, all my shit's here, I, and I've, I've 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 moved cross countries a couple times, even through countries. I like a couple things that I I agree with is like I have a hard time. I need to visualize, right? You want to visualize where you're going to be or whatever. But I think there are two different steps. I would say put shit in storage where you're at right now. Maybe find a temporary place if you can get a six months lease. Lease that's blessed. And then I say plan a trip and go literally for 10 days or whatever, check out every house you wanted to. Because once you get it, that still might be six months until they're willing to release it, you know? Um, and you can put your shit, I'm sure a ton of your stuff could just go in a, in a fucking storage space, like a big ass thing and just sit there. And what I could do, there's this, like, I looked today, there, for like 2000 to $2,500, roughly speaking, they will put all my shit in a cube and ship that cube to Colorado. Definitely like, do that. So, so sure. I could do that. And I also looked on Airbnb, you can do <clears throat> like one month plus stays. And that, if I were going to move and like for, for every, for anyone out there who rents right now, look at Airbnb month to month stays. They are far cheaper than like apartment and home rentals, like uh house rentals in, in uh, the general area I'm looking at, like, it's going to cost 2000 to 2500 a month to get a what I would consider like a decent nice place. You know, that's got like a nice gas kitchen and like a couple of decent bedrooms. It doesn't look like shitty. I don't know how else to put it. Like low income, like shitty. Like $1800 is like eh, there might be three places on the on every website conceivable for rent at $1800 that you'd even consider. You're you're, you're still going to be like, "Oh, that bathroom's kind of small and I don't like how that it's a shower curtain, not like a sliding door or a swinging door. It's like shit like that. But on Airbnb, when you go to the monthly stays for like $1,400 to $2,000 in that price range per month, they're really nice places. Like they're acceptable. So that's a, a thing too. I could like stay in an Airbnb furnished with my shit in storage, potentially out there while I house on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, okay. That works too. I just think like, you know, definitely take the time to find a place. You know what I mean? And yeah. You want to get inside. Cause I don't know if you're like me, you could get in there and be like, this place is haunted. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts, but I, you know, you never know what it's going to smell like. Right. Like uh, that uh, I bought Cigarette this, or, I signed this lease sight unseen. Uh, I showed up to this house and there was like a guy from the agency here and he's like, well, you know what the place looks like, so no need to do a tour or anything. But here, the, I'm like, I've never been here before in my life. He's like, well, you saw it online, right? I'm like, I saw the price and the square footage, and I signed. I was like, you have no idea how hard it's been to find like a house in a decent area for like less than two thousand dollars a month. This place is like fifteen hundred a month. Like, I just signed. Like, and and I love this house. Like, this is like a four bedroom house with like a nice ish kitchen and really nice bathrooms. And like, this is like, I'm in my bed. I've been through it several times. I've got an office on the other end, but I'm in my bedroom because I had the whole air conditioning snafu and I've been too lazy to move this huge setup. But in any case, it's like big bedrooms, it's everything. I, lo I love this house. It, it, I would buy this house if this was an area that allowed me to smoke dope, but it's not. So we're making a move. Um, yeah, I, you kind of went the direction I was going to suggest. Are you familiar with pods, P-O-D-S? Yes, very much so. Yeah, so they, they, they kind of do what you need. You, you pack up a container. I think they store it. So, like, 
if you wanted to stay in an Airbnb for two months, all your shit's in that box. And then when you buy a house, they bring the box to your house and you unpack it. And it seems like the mechanics of what you're looking for. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, you know, I, I've, I've looked at the real estate market there a good bit. Like I said, the suburbs of Denver, mm-hmm. um, you know, within 45 minutes in a perimeter. And uh, it's uh, there's some really nice places, although there is this little this weird thing where it's like. At three hundred fifty thousand dollars, I'm like, I really don't like any of these houses at four fifty. I'm like, oh, I love these houses. This is perfect. <laughs> At $600,000, it's like, oh my fucking God, this is three times as much house. Like when you go from like four hundred dollars to $600,000, it's like going from like middle income housing to mansions with cathedrals outside. There's a $600,000 house just outside of Denver that has like this Roman architecture like thing in the backyard. Like they built the Parthenon in their backyard with big marble pillars and there's like fountains in the yard that look like something out of fresh prince of bel-air mm. and it's like big winding staircases going up the kitchen is lot. like 800 square feet like the bathrooms all have big jacuzzi tubs and marble heated floors and it's like oh my god for for like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars more you're getting three times the house it's you absurd that route I, but I, I i think sorry, what Taylor, i'm actually going to do again? is I think he he asked if I was going to go that route and spend six hundred, and I'm not. I think what I want to do because that's is, a lot of space for you. Yes, it's way too much square footage for one thing. Yeah. Like like I think what I'd like to do is because I think the housing market is probably down because of COVID and everything. I think maybe maybe get a place. Condos are down. Like people yeah. usually are in the cities big right, time right now. It's a seller's market. Well, I don't give a fuck. We'll see what, what October brings. I'm going to buy a house I, either way. That's what but I said, yeah. I, but I was thinking like buy a house, hang on to it for like two years, buy another house and mm. start renting out the last house and, you know, eh, maybe do a little real estate. I mean, that seems like such an easy sort of investment to do. It just seems like it fails once a decade, but then it recovers three years later. So it's Every like... Mom can do it. What's that? Every single mom can do it. You can. Every single mom can do it. No, I'm not talking about fucking becoming a real estate agent. I want to imagine you setting out cookies and Yeah, I'm gonna get my Mary Kay business rolling too. No, you know what, Kyle? I'll be you I'll be Hugh Honey or Vic Vinegar. You can be the other one. You can have the pick. I'm Vic Vinegar. All right, I'll be Hugh Honey. These this nights are anything to me. Who are these people? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. They they posed as real estate guys. Honey and vinegar realty, where he's like, Oh, do you Jen's like, oh, just come on in, guys? And then Max, like, you're going to buy this house? You're going to buy this house. I'm going to take you back. I'm not sure what it's like to be inside a really big house. When I when I moved to North Carolina, we were looking at houses, and I, and I sort of gauged them by how far they were the drive from work. And uh, I, the house we bought and ended up living in for like 15 years or something, it was nice. It was fine. You've been there. But if we had been like three miles closer to Cisco... It was an entirely different and better community. I didn't realize that this two-lane highway was a real like unofficial divide in the like statuses of the neighborhood. And poverty line. <laughs> so like, like I, I well, it wasn't phrase. bad. Like you know, you saw it. But um, I liked your house. It was it was it was very nice. It was a comfortable place to raise a family. But sure. I guess I'm saying like it'd be cool if you lived there for six months. So you got a lay of the land. And you would kind of know, like, oh yeah, like 
it's stupid, but this railroad track really divides one side of town from the other or, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And you learn like what's important and what matters. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I, I have different concerns than I think a lot of buyers like school systems and all that stuff are actually a downside for me. So, Oh, it's a, it's a mile from the nearest school. And I'm like, well, I could get laid, but also in a lot of trouble. So maybe not, you know, I, I, don't, I don't need, need to be temptation. close. Keep me I don't need that temptation in my life schools. again. Did I mention that I'm an ex-con? I don't need that temptation again. Not again. <laughs> Never again. They, get, they make me take these pills. <sighs> you, are you familiar with chemical castration? The real estate agent's like, all right, we'll find a different area. All right, calm down. <laughs> You'd like a mountaintop. Uh, so yeah, like my main concern is internet. Like if I could get gigabit, I'd be so happy. I've got like, I've got gigabit here and I'm so happy with it. Like I can do everything, right? I can, pardon? I think Denver is one of the cities that has good internet. Like I think so too. Yeah, I, but that it, was that was a deciding factor for me for purchasing the house. I came across three houses that I very much loved that were easily within the realm of what I would pay, and I was excited about them. And then I go on to there's only one internet service provider here that does like the 1.5 gigabyte, and I like look it up, and I would it would be annoying because I'd have to check that first. I got to the point where I would check the internet first. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I ended up coming back to Montreal. I was near Toronto, and outside of Toronto, there's like nothing. Like literally ten megabytes, twenty megabytes, Jesus. and there's just no way. Like I gotta like I gotta yeah. like stream while jerking off and like uploading. And my buddy's <laughs> on our Wi-Fi. Like it's all gotta happen. Yeah, uh, and that that literally internet decided where I lived. Yeah. If I don't have at least three screens to distract me at any given time, I might start to dwell on my life and get sad. It needs yeah, to be that. good enough that like two other people can use Netflix and you don't care in a shooter, right? That's like, that's what gigabit gives you that 20 dozen. Like you can probably, what is 20 gigabit, I'm sorry, 20 megabit limit you for? You could just, Netflix caps out at what, like five? Oh, it's more than that, right? I thought it was 15. Yeah. Maybe like four K, maybe I'm out of date then. I I might be wrong. Even but. even if it's fifteen, that's less than twenty. So you can do one stream. But like, I, I want two four K streams. Yeah. And Upload uploading so, your video. So much headroom that I can still play shooters. Yeah, yeah. I, and and I want to. I want some wiggle room for their bullshit. Because if they promise a hundred. I'm probably going to get 70 yeah. at, 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 at the like worst of the worst. I and saw a TikTok that's, that speaks about unlocking that. Apparently, that's a thing built in Windows 10, reserves 20% of your bandwidth for their automatic updates and stuff like that. So really? you 20% and you turn it off on your computer. It's like reserves 20% of your bandwidth for Windows services and your computer is doing that. So I saw fuck? it on TikTok, so it could be bullshit, but he clicked yeah. through some shit on the computer and looked like it. So yeah, internet's the main concern. Um, and honestly, it sounds ridiculous, but like a dispensary nearby is a concern because I'm gonna be going. Um, oh, if there's if, if the fucking dispensary is 15 minutes away, that's no good. Like there needs to be a dispensary five or ten minutes, or someone who fucking delivers dope. Kyle, you're gonna be you're gonna be loading up all the time. So you, I'm gonna be growing. We will be, we will be manufacturing. I can't, right. over I, can't here. I can't wait to come hang out at Kyle's house once you got this all. <laughs> Just get fucking zooted for like five days straight. We can both reinvest thousands of dollars into physical magic cards. Oh, oh, absolutely. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll build a magic table. Yeah. Um, yeah <laughs> uh, so, you will play with us too. You have to. I'll, I'll play. I'll, oh, I'll try. Dude, we could teach you to play. And, like, it would take about 10 minutes of refreshing for me to be like, ah, oh, yeah, all right, remember it all. But like, 
you'll pick it up in 40 minutes. You're you'll like you'll be playing and you'll be like, oh, that's you know, when you want someone to card. play a game, you know they're gonna have a good time with it. I really do think this is a game you'll have fun with, especially in like a physical like I hope so. I hope you're right. I hope it's not that situation where you're like, Taylor, this video is so funny. No, no, wait, wait, just wait for it. You're still telling someone a story and they're they're like four. That's cool. Zen. You're like, I'm losing them. (laughs) You're like, that was the funny part. Uh, um, I'm I'm just, I'm just killing time now. How about those those blues? (laughs) Dude. uh, Super Bowl this weekend. Uh, Any picks? Let's I, go. I, I bet. Let me see. I, I bet with our boy uh, Chocolate Thunder, who is our. Yeah. I think he's our only black uh, fifty dollar patron, so we hang on to him like grim death, so that we can keep making our jokes. Let me see. He is not our only black patron. He's not. What um. He's what the blackest though. He is the blackest. I'm going to my Prince. PMs with. I'm going to my PMs with him to like verify. Um, let's see. I said, he said, just to make sure it's a $10 bet. You took Mahomes and I took Brady. Right. And I'm like, I don't remember you pick. I think Mahomes is going to win though. He goes, he's like, if that's what you think, I'll take Brady. I'm like, all right. He goes, but I think Mahomes too. I got to go with my goat. Buck's got to play some. I was like, Buck's got to play some serious D. Uh, hurt Mahomes and it's GG. I pray they crack him, but don't fuck him up too bad. So yeah, I went with, um, I went with Mahomes. So I went with the chiefs. <laughs> uh, I think Brady's gonna win. Apparently, I'm in the minority on that, and I don't know. I I, I liked basketball a long, long time ago. No, I want Brady football. I'm not current anymore, but um, I just put it all on like you know when the bright lights shine. One guy's done it ten times before, whatever it is, eight times. Yeah, and the other guy hasn't. So, and the other guy did it last year. The other guy's done it once. Yeah, successfully. Well, if I knew that, that might have changed my mind. Yeah, he did it last. <laughs> he did it last year rather convincingly. <laughs> yeah, they, Kansas City is a good team. So, I mean, it's a yeah. win huh. the Missouri team wins. Or he's a fucking all star. Like, like reinforces that he's the best of all time even more. I want Brady to win because, like I said during our hangout, I love greatness in my time. I like seeing it. I like being adjacent to it. It, you know, just via watching it on fucking television and rooting for it. Like, I want Brady to get that seventh ring. Mm-hmm. I think he's been to ten. I, I don't know if this is his 10th or his 11th, but seven out of 10 or seven out of 11 are both incredible, incredible stats. Like, like I really want Brady to win, but when the money was on the line, I was like, let's go with Mahomes, Let's go with the chiefs. And if I, either way, I'm going to be happy because I'm either going to win $10 or I'm going to get to see Tom Brady win another fucking Super Bowl, And I'm going to be jazzed about that. So Mahomes won last year. My whole theory was based on him getting nerves. Yeah, he won last year. <laughs> yeah, don't listen. Yeah, to they me, are the God. reigning Super Bowl champions. What was the score? Did they win by a lot uh, last year? I didn't watch it. I don't recall the score. Well, last year maybe both quarterbacks were inexperienced. I I, I don't recall who they played. <laughs> None even. of them have Tom's experience. So that's no one has Tom's experience, and the playoffs are in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with the youth uh, winning out. Plus, I've watched Brady play through, through the playoffs, and man, he's been throwing a lot of uh, interceptions. Uh, it hasn't looked good. The defense has been saving his ass almost every game. Um, if they're, if the defense cracks Mahomes again, Mahomes had that bad foot like two games ago, had a concussion either one or two games ago where he was wobbled and put off, taken off the field. They crack him, then I would, I would definitely think Brady's got a great chance. 
Who are you betting for again? I bet on the Chiefs. Okay, then I'll bet on the page or not whoever he's on. Oh, you want to bet with me? Sure. Yeah, ten bucks. Okay. Oh, I'm so on the line twenty I'll, now. I'll take the Buccaneers then. Okay. Yep. Let's go Bucking. Let's go Bucks. The old. Well, the old I say it. let's go Bucks too. I really want fucking Tom Brady to win this thing. I just, I, I did that thing that I do now where I bet against what I want to happen, so that I'm happy either way. I want the ten dollars. Either way, care about the results at all a little sad either way i'm either gonna lose 20 bucks or i'm gonna get to see if i lose 20 then it'll be worth it because i get to see tom brady win the fucking seventh ring and i i hope he doesn't retire who becomes back and wins a fucking eighth ring i want four i want it to be symmetrical right i want yeah. him to be able to do this right because i don't know if you've seen that picture of him of, of him like this and he's got like all seven of his rings on or, or six of his what is it seven and he's going six, to eight or seven. six and he's going i think it, i think he's got six but he's got He's got four on this hand and then two on, the, and he's just like, and I'm just like, oh my God. And each two. one is different, right? You I know, every single they're ball, sized like, for the appropriate finger, right? Like, like, is this my pinky finger ring and this, or are they, are they just big on his pinky finger? Sure. Are you I guys mean, all know the problem when you put your 2005 Super Bowl ring on your <laughs> seven hand? <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun to see him because let me find the picture because each one is more gaudy and diamond encrusted than the last. You Tom know what Brady sucks is if is if the Kansas City Chiefs win and Colorado beats St. Louis in the NHL on Saturday and Sunday, I owe Kyle twenty dollars. But mm. if the Blues can win both of those, then you're up ten, and I could be up ten. I could potentially be up twenty. Five. Yeah, it's is five it per hockey game, oh. and there's two this weekend though. Look at those gaudy ass, gigantic fucking rings. Yeah, that's awesome. He could beat the shit out of someone. <clears throat> it would be worth it in hopes that a few diamonds would get stuck in your head. That hurt. <laughs> I feel like those hurt to wear. He's they gotten look so much more handsome than he was when he was younger. This guy is, oh, yeah. he is his jaw. Like, he's literally more handsome. Oh, he got Invisalign. His jaw's chiseled. Like, he's thinner. You need I, to clone I, him. Yeah, if you go, pull up his rookie season picture, and he's a little he's down, he's down seventeen pounds and fixed his snaggle teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's the future, Woody. You're just six Super Bowls away. <laughs> you're there. You're close to this. You're actually close to this. Like soon you're gonna be cruising down, looking like this with your golf cart, picking up other guys' garbages and fucking their wives. <laughs> that's Not your final form. Oh man, God, I'm still thinking about that video. That that murder snow video. That's just that's one of the most wild videos. That was messed in, up. In that's so messed up. I haven't seen a, a true blue murder video on the internet in yeah, I know as long as I would have preferred. I could, we I used to watch that. There used to be a website like websites that I'd go to when friends came, and I was always like, I don't want to go to this website, but we you should go. Motherless. Yeah. Um. What was it called? Like Rotten.com and. Yeah, yeah, watch people die. And, oh my God! All this. There's some, some. We. I think. I think E-bombs world is still around, but like now it's probably just like cartoon comedy videos. There used to be some weird shit on there in like 2004, 2005. Mm -hmm. YouTube was a big deal. I guess YouTube didn't start till 2005, right? Yeah, 2005, 2006, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? How many years of your life? You know, I'm younger than you guys, but like that you didn't have YouTube, where it's like. 
oh, I have to, I have just have to turn on the TV and hope that something's on. Bro, so I, many. Like, I want to watch something so fucking specific. You know, like a twenty-five minute wait somewhere yeah. is yeah. now. I'm like, oh, I got some shit to do. Mm-hmm. I have things to do, things to look at. You like too- twenty-five minutes back then, it's like, oh my god, I was on, <laughs> I was on hold for twenty-five minutes. Yeah, I didn't. Even and it's think like of- now. It- Taylor mentioned the specific part. I, n- I always thought about the on-demand part, but it's like, oh, I want to watch a science-based TV show about deltoid development. Yeah, there's a selection on YouTube to watch. On TV, it, it's nothing close to that. It's just- and not, not just that, I remember the days like where you turn on your cha- a channel and actors are there, and you're like, oh, that's that guy. I like that guy. And so you watch this movie and you finish it, but you came in eight minutes into it, so you have no fucking clue what that movie was. And you oh. could like maybe speak to one guy, but like, you know, the guy in this movie, no, not that. Did you ever see a movie where he's like a doctor? It's not even like you could go on the internet. There's <laughs> the amount of arguments that I had with my friends, like being like, like in high school, being like, a dentist gets paid this. My buddy's like, there's no way dentists get paid that. And so we'll argue for like a whole day and like kind of like each other less for two days after arguing over a thing that could have just been a search. You could ask Siri nowadays. Literally like so many things. So uh, speaking of like not on demand TV in my family, my father, he was like the king and we were all there to please the king and life went well for you if the king liked you. That, that was kind of the dynamic in my house growing up. And, and that's not like my observation or whatever. That's how he would explain it to us. You know, you are all my servants and I am the king of this castle and, and it's in your best interest to please me. Okay. So when he wanted to watch television, like there was no question. There was no like, oh, dad's entering the room. It's just a matter of time. And he'll take the remote control off your lap and change it to something else. Uh, yeah. <laughs> TV wasn't on demand. Like whatever you were watching... It's just gone. You'll never know how that ended Mm -hmm. on you. And also, like, just even, like, I think about... (laughs) Yeah, it's gone now. I think pandemic, obviously, it's a terrible thing, and, uh, you know, it sucks. But, like, I do think about, had this occurred at any other time in my life? (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, if this happened in, like, 96, I would be like, bro, I'm fucking tired of Mario Bros. 3. (laughs) I'm fucking tired of the one TV and the one VHS of Kindergarten Cop. Like, I'm fucking (laughs) done here. Like, I'm done. Like, and, like, it's like you got to share with your siblings. Kindergarten Cop was such a funny movie. I I got out of prison and went right in to lockdown mode <laughs> like, 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 with, with like no flux it's almost like god custom made it for you oh like, this is all your story this whole shit everything going on is your story kyle perfectly right after you get out get the fuck into lockdown we're all just figments in kyle's world i look there's at the, least a five percent chance that's the truth but there's at least a five percent chance that none of you are real so but October to March is a pretty big stretch of time that you could have been outside. I I have not been able to do any of the things that I wanted to do. <laughs> I, I made so many plans in prison. What, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm so looking forward to October. You have no idea how long I've been looking forward to this being over. I can remember like a week or two after I got arrested, which is like, four fucking years ago or five years ago or whatever it was. Were you in your 20s now. back then? Like, yeah. 
was a long yeah. time ago. When was the arrest? What year was that? I don't even know. I don't even know. You probably find it. 2016? 2017? It's probably on the internet somewhere. Yeah, it might be. You never know. <laughs> it says August, uh, August 2017. So, like, yeah, three and a half years ago. I can remember being in my bathroom at my old house, taking a piss, and just saying to myself, this was going to pass. This will all be over eventually. There's a lot of hoops and hurdles, but no matter what happens, there is a future within the next five years where I'm high as fuck <laughs> and it's coming. It's coming. And I have held on to that little thought that I had taken a piss in the bathroom four years ago or whatever it was for the last four years. Every hoop and hurdle that I've jumped through from fucking surrendering to u.s marshals and getting dna tested and and appearing in federal courtrooms and state courtrooms and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on legal defenses and like being in a prison in fucking alabama and like taking prison showers and like getting out and getting piss tested every week and going to fucking court mandated therapy sessions like every Whoa. step of the way, I've just been like, "This sounds so awful." You're stressing me out talking. This is weed. This was weed, right? Yeah. Yes. Like, bro, it what was, a waste of fucking money. It was half an like, ounce. What of a weed. waste of fucking money. All that shit for some like, how dumb is that? Like, I'm actually getting mad hearing you talk about it. Like weed. Like how fucking stupid. Yeah. It's, so it's dumb. Like that's so dumb. Oh my god. Well, any, I'm any, glad it all happened because it's a hilarious story. I you love should, you should, it. Everything, everything I've done in my life, I wanted to be it to be interesting. Like, like I don't like periods in my life that are just boring. Like, there's some periods in my life where I'm like, shit, nothing happened. It's like you know, there's some TV shows where you're like, ah, nothing really happened between seasons two and three. That's kind of how my life was for a little while. I was like, you know, I didn't really do anything between seasons two Season and three. Two, Walking Dead, bullshit. Like, yeah, like, like that farm. was a boring season. We're in like season seven or eight right now, and mm -hmm. crazy shit's been happening, Megan's right? Here. Oh, yeah, that was the that was the season he went to prison. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was a crazy season, right? With snow. Snow was in that season. Cool, cool. <laughs> like, the cruelest thing is you didn't get to get high for like the entire Trump presidency. Yes, that that's the worst <laughs> thing. Yes. Worst thing, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm joking. But have you thought about writing a book? Uh, I, maybe I gotta do some more interesting stuff though I gotta do another interesting thing what if I ghostwrite an autobiography for you and I just I mean there's a lot of gaps in your life I don't know I can fill them in just fill yeah. them in they'll be full of exciting things there will be no um, bad seasons like there's no way he was a <laughs> Vietnam vet <laughs> <laughs> there I was Charlie was everywhere, Charlie was everywhere. I was minus 14 years old <laughs> yeah uh different time no i think i've I, I think that i could write a few chapters of a good book because um like i've done some crazy shit and i've lived i've met some crazy people and done some nutty mm -hmm. stuff and had some weird experiences and uh there's been some cool ups and downs which is what i would would want in my life like mm -hmm. the uh you know i i'm glad that this all happened to me i really am oh, because wow. i think it's interesting and I, I, I enjoy living an interesting life. Like when I tell people, I know so many people have these boring ass fucking lives where it's just nine to five, nine to five, nine to five, retire, die. And it's like, you didn't, you didn't go to prison once, bro. 
Like you never <laughs> got high on top of a skyscraper with like three incredibly wealthy, famous people. Like you've never fucked a celebrity. Like, you know, like, like you haven't done anything fun. And I've done all those things and it's I've done like, and more. I, I'm not going to say, say her name in pig Latin. So no one will know. Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I've done all sorts of crazy things, right? You know, and, Marvin uh, K. Electra Bay. I was K. O'Hanson J. Is that how you do Big Latin? I think it's close. Uh, I, I will not say. Um, uh, you know, to what you're saying, I wouldn't say like uh, like necessarily that everyone should like smoke smoke on the skyscraper or go to prison. But like, I do understand what you're saying. And one thing that I, I saw a video once and it was just this guy asked this old dude, he was like, Hey, you got a piece of advice for younger people. And it stuck with me so much based on how this guy said it. He was like, yes. He's like, take the harder path. Always take the harder path. Just because like later on you'll look back and you'll have taken the easy path and it'll be done. Cause it was easy, but it's the harder path that you really wanted and you didn't do. And I think like that leads to an interesting life. Like, I think like what you're saying, hardships can definitely lead to an interesting life. Like some of my biggest character building moments were like kind of shitty things that happened. Yeah. I think it's definitely true. I've had fun. I like, like, like that experience of like, um, you know, the whole thing, the whole like getting in trouble thing and going to prison is I think equally interesting as interesting as like all of the crazy FPS Russia stuff I did. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of cool that there was another ridiculous chapter after like, like it's like, mm -hmm. it's like, Oh yeah. Chapter, chapter four is this ridiculous FPS Russia thing. Uh, chapter five is probably going to be boring. Oh, ho, 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 just wait. <laughs> just <laughs> wait for chapter five. You're not going to believe it. Having chapters four through six be FPS Russia would have been cool too. Ah, no, this, this this was a whole nother thing. You can't get this. Don't you wish that you look? Obviously, you you don't want to go to prison. Nobody yeah. wants to go to prison. Of course, but don't you wish you had like that experience? Like I, mean, the, I do. I I, I so do. I do think about that. I actually do think about first. First of all, I do like chapter three. I was in a Super Bowl commercial. Chapter four. <laughs> it just goes right <laughs> to the next one. Yeah, uh, I I agree with Which that. One like, of you I was in a Super Bowl commercial. Kyle was. Kyle, well, that was in the Super Bowl? Mm -hmm. Wasn't it? I don't know. It aired in the Canadian Super Bowl for us. When you watch it on TV, maybe we have different commercials, but like That's that sweet. commercial aired for me during the Super Bowl. Which and I know because I have like friends oh, that dude. were in the room. Oh, yeah. Friends that were in the room that were like, why aren't you in this commercial? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I'm trying. I didn't know this was going down. I didn't I didn't get a call. I don't there know. A, like, there was a lot of negotiation to get me in. It was commercial. it was a fucking really? heroic. You know call. that I was there. I was like, I know that guy. Was it the one I know that guy. Jr.? Yeah, it was the one with Robert Downey Jr. in it, and uh, it was direct. It was directed by um, who's Madonna's ex-husband? Um, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. It was directed by Guy Ritchie, so I got to hang out with him all day. So and, sick, uh, so sick. And uh, like, there was this part where like Kyle I had Madonna, it. celebrity confirmed. <laughs> I was like, I had the deal, like it was all signed up, and then they were like, "Hey, we found where Kyle made a Call of Duty hate video." We can't have him in a Call of Duty commercial. He's making Call of Duty hate videos because I had this FES Russia video where I shoot Modern Warfare 2 with a shotgun in each hand. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Kitty was like, you don't understand. Kyle is the biggest Call of Duty fan there is. Let me show you something. And she screenshots how much playtime I have in Call of Duty 4 and sends it to him. And they're like, <laughs> all right, problem solved. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like all that time I spent grinding in Call of Duty 4 
is what made the Super Bowl commercial happen. It would have been funny. How much time was it? Do you know? Really on my main account, it was close to 100 days. Nice. You know what you had said about um, like, don't I ever want to go to prison? No, absolutely not. Never in my life. I'm like, you know, but I want to experience it. As crazy That's as that's what sounds. I mean, really. When I look at Black Mirror episodes and stuff, I'm like, remember that one where like, like those two dudes start fucking? Before they yes. started fucking, I was like, whoa, this is cool. So I hope it's like not going to make cobras me, or something or something venom. Yeah, it, was that the name of the game? I forget, or the, yeah, maybe the episode was episode the name of the game. Was, yeah. But I, I saw that, and I was like, yo, this is sick. Like, I would want to kind of play games, like, in scenarios. Like, I would love to play a game where, like, I sit down and, like, I have to live in prison. And, like, when I get my ass kicked, my brain thinks I got my ass kicked. And, like, when I take off the headset or, like, whatever, like, the glasses, like, I'm like, oh, fuck, bro. I am not cut out for prison. But, like, you can go back the next day and the next day and the next day and the next day. And then, like, after a month, like, it's like you kind of, like, you, like, you got those skills that you learned <laughs> in prison, like, making mac and cheese uh, in the fucking back of the toilet bowl or something like that. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, anything or just whatever it is. But, like, I want it to mean something and feel like not a game but, like, an experience, you know? And not just that. Like, I want to, like, do lots of things in life. Like, like, you know, rob a bank and get away with it. Yes. Can I do that in real, like in a video game? Like if it was that accurate, like I think about that stuff. I want That's to experience lots of crazy shit that I would never do in real life, but I want to do it in a game, you know? I could totally rob a bank. See, I That's what I think. All the time. That's what I think. I think that too. I could do a lot of things. I would probably fuck it up early on, but in my head as I'm like going to bed at night, I'm like, I could totally rob a bank. Oh, I thought of a good one. I think I think I could have like I want to like try and manage the pandemic as the president. Like that's a game. Like I want to be the president, and I want all the bullshit too. I want my phone to ring with like people call my wife, and like I'm doing things, and like there's like there's people dying, but like we need the money and like whatever. And I want to juggle. As all soon this as you shit. learn about the pandemic, dump all your like real estate stocks, all your carnival cruises, yeah. your hotels, etc. Invest in shit that makes you money. You could be one of those like Richard. As the president. Yeah. That's what, ha like, that's what those two Georgia senators did. That's what. Uh, yeah. They saw it coming Carolina from a mile did. away. Yeah. Well, yeah. they were briefed on it for you, like security. Mm -hmm. and, and it's not so called security. It's called something else. Information or intel. Or oh, whatever. And, so they and speaking of. Good. No, I don't want to anymore. They dumped all their personal stock to make money. Speaking of the experiences and stuff like that, uh, since I last been here, I booted up Tarkov, and it was the funniest fucking thing. I booted up, and I bought, like, some $20 pack, like, way back, so I had all this gear that I could bring. I, like, got my guy all done up. I'm like, let's go see what's up. I, like, spawned in the factory. No, I spawned in a field, and I'm, like, running, and I'm like, I know this game's crazy. Welcome to Tarkov. So maybe I just, like, am I going to, maybe there's, like, a lie here. And I'm like, and I said something. I was kind of like, these, this game, this, this, I could be lying here for a long time. Blam! Headshot off from no one. I don't even know who. You never do. I don't know. Boot, booted up the next game. I'm like, let's go type. So then I go to the factory level or whatever. <laughs> I'm inside. I have like a pistol. I like walk into this room and I like turn around. I'm kind of like, is that I got bam in that? <laughs> he was just like ducked behind a barrel, like, Looking at my door like yeah. this. And then the next one, I'm like, bro, I'm going in with a fucking knife because I'm, I'm losing shit. I'm just going <laughs> to go in my knife. 
Maybe I'll find some shit on the floor. I like fucking get shot by a guy where I was like, I wish I had my gun this time. Why would I not bring, why would I literally bring a knife to a gunfight? <laughs> yeah. And I think the part that killed me about the game was it was so long in between each of those matches. What I just described to you was like a 40 minute play session of yeah. Tarkov, but I was in those three matches and they each lasted so fast. Yeah, it's it's a great game. I, I haven't played it in a, in a while now. They made some changes I didn't care for. But I was obsessed with it for a long time. Woody's still really deep into it. Um, I, I think fitness is kind of taken front stage in his, uh, in his like you know that part of his brain that needs a, a thing to An do. An obsession. Yeah, but um, it's one of the better games in existence. It's uh, it's it's got some really cool fucking mechanics, man. With that flea market and like the fact that when you die, you're losing shit with value that you can't get back. And when you kill someone and you take their shit. Yeah. You're, you're fucking loaded up with valuables and you want out and your heart's going, all right, I just got to get the fuck out of here, but I'm yeah. hurt. I'm limping. I'm limping. And I know that my character's going going every time he walks. So I got to walk slow. So my character doesn't grunt. Maybe I'll find some like bandages I, as I, I go. I hear you from 50 yards away as a wounded bird who can't fly yeah. anymore. And you know, you don't want to get into another gunfight. And if you don't know the game very well, you don't know where to go to get out. Yeah. When I first started, like I, it was like what you said a lot of times, just bam, headshot, I'm dead. And I wouldn't know what or who had even killed me or from where. After a while, you watch enough videos, you play enough hours, you're like, you know the it, the cone of effect where you need to be looking and where danger is mostly. It could be that bush over there, don't get me wrong. But most of the time, like the, we need to be looking to the right. And it's it's just drama. Like Like I can remember like, going in, getting a few kills and being like, all right, now let's get out. And I've got like Mitty, my friend, uh, like, like I call him. I'm like, I can't get out of Tarkov. I'm sharing my screen with you. Guide me out. And he's like pulling up. He doesn't know either. He's so he's got a map online. And he's like, well, what are your extracts? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to figure that out. Y you press O twice. I didn't know that though. Like, so, so, so I'm just going to all of them and none <laughs> of them are working and time's ticking down. And finally, I'm just like, all right, well, I'm just going to like hide all my gear in a bush and I'll get, get it back from insurance, I guess. And that's that. And he's like, no, you have to die for that to work. And I'm like, oh no, I got to find someone to kill me now. <laughs> and it's, it's a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It's really it, stressful. Yeah. It's stressful. And it's and that the high, the lows make the highs. It's a pretty good game. I haven't been playing much lately, but I've been keeping the lights on. Like there's this hideout. I had like, 10 GPUs in the Bitcoin generator and you can manufacture GPUs. So now that number is like 17. I need to get to level 30 to get to the level two Bitcoin thing. And I did a bunch of gunsmiths things. So I'm just kind of like, my guy's got 12 million rubles or something. And if I ever want to play, I'll be able to play properly, but I just keep well, the lights on. If you guys, uh, Taylor, Woody, if you want to do a little gaming, maybe uh, later in the week, next week, something like that. Call of Duty just dropped the new Zombies map. I haven't played it yet, but it's brand new map, new mechanics, new bosses, new zombies, new weapons. Uh, there's something called a Ray K-47, which is like a the new super weapon. It's a fully automatic ray gun. It, it looks like an AK with an underbarrel grenade launcher. Uh, you can pack punch it three times like everything else. Bad motherfucker, apparently. I haven't, I haven't even seen any footage of it yet, but I think it's like a Vietnam firebase, like, like, you know, like a mountain hilltop that's been turned into a fire base like a defensive maybe is, artillery position is midi good already i don't know if midi's played we he and i were supposed to play tonight but like you know we're doing this obviously right. um 
but I haven't played yet. I plan to play soon ish. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm down to play it from the video. It looks cooler than the first map. Yeah, first I was map so is sick. Good too. It is. The first map is great. I was just sick and tired of it. it I felt like it's called Call of Duty delay. Zombies. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I try, man. I have, I get so, I always get so bored. At like it's, some point, I'm just like, fuck this. These ones are good at staving <laughs> off the boredom because there's so much stuff to do. But they, they, they make this mistake every time. Like if they would have released just three maps in the beginning, like there would have been enough play that now you wouldn't feel like you had drilled this one to death. And so instead of me having a, like three options where it's like, oh, I'll bounce back to this one. That'll be fun. I haven't done that in a bit. But the variety, it's like now that this second one has come out, I will never play that first one again because it has been drilled to death. It, I'm yeah. sick. I've played I so many hours of it. And like the, the so cool thing about this zombies that you play. So like you can beat this zombies. Like 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 there's tons of Easter eggs to do, hurdles to jump through to unlock mm -hmm. all sorts of crazy shit. But whenever you want to, you can trigger an extraction, like every five to ten yeah. rounds, I don't recall. But and like there's like a showdown and like one part of the map where like a helicopter comes and you just have to kill all the zombies that are there, and then the helicopter will fly you off and you win. And that's kind of cool because like yeah. we all we all usually wait till late, like round 40 or so, around 50. When it's like a gamble? Yeah, when it's hard. Because like ki killing those last 80 zombies or whatever, there'll be like wow. two bosses. Even when, you're not even when you're not playing Tarkov, you're playing Tarkov. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played Tarkov in a long ass time. I, 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 but, but when I did play, I was playing all fucking day, every day. Uh I had people walk me through the zombies. Like I went through, like I went through the, the things with it. And like, I just like, I don't know. There's something that I don't know. I just and I when I got Black Ops, I didn't like it so much, but I thought zombies was its strongest feature at first. Yeah, and then I started playing it more, and then I got like tired of zombies quickly, and uh, like I played the online a whole bunch. But I don't know, I don't know what it is because like I should like it, but I don't like it doesn't. But I'm thinking of things. Speaking of things I shouldn't like, I like I did not like. I downloaded Fortnite like when it first came out, and like played. I was like, I don't like this. And then a certain part of me, like when I was playing Cyberpunk, which I did love and I put 100 hours into and I thought it was awesome. Hmm. I got to this point where I was like, you know what? I put 100 hours into this game that's unfinished and not polished. And I had fun. I was like, why don't I just go over to like the most polished free game there is? And I, and I booted up Fortnite mostly because I'm, I'm obsessed with Halo and Master Chief was in it. And I don't build shit. I don't like the building. I don't like anything about it. In fact, I hate when people build and I started playing that game. I'm like, that game's good. That game's fun. Unfortunately, it's just filled with so many fucking losers. And the culture of it is so what, ugly. What makes them losers in ugly culture? I just think, like, for example, like, you know, it, it is so... I kind of like it now. Like, it's funny. But, like, the culture of, like, you get in there and you boot the game up and you're about to play. And a 10-year-old is like... Oh! And, like, his character's dancing with, like, the newest 21 Savage song playing... And he's like Kratos and 21 Savage is playing. And he's like doing some dance. And you hear him screaming. And like you hear like like the mom in the back like, And he's like, one more game, you bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, that like is like, you know, it's ugly. But I do think about like when me and my buddies go on, like I've convinced a couple of friends. I'm like, you'll come on Fortnite. Trust me. Like we're just going to smack some of these kids up. Going on there and like beating them is actually fun when you think about it like that it, that it is like you're going out there and slapping these fucking these little dummies it's like all the pros moved on they're on war zone now they're off 
Fortnite. So you're just left with the kids that are like are left there playing on the iPad or whatever. <laughs> and you just go in there and fuck them up. I tried to play PUBG the other day. Like uh, me and a couple of my friends who we used to play PUBG all the time. I loved like it. Me too. I I've loved it. I got like fifteen hundred hours. That's like, why like, I didn't play Fortnite. I was like PUBG's superior, so I, didn't, I, I never touched agree. it. I was pretty fucking good at PUBG. Um, I just played it so much. Like I'd say we won. We won like team. Uh, like the the quads or whatever squad. We we'd win twenty percent of the time. Like one fifth, one quarter of the matches we played, we'd win. And you know, there's twenty five other teams. We were pretty fucking good. And I tried to get on the other day and play like some duos and stuff. The player base is so low now. They added bots. So like I was doing okay. I killed a couple guys and it's just me left. My teammates dead. And uh, this guy, I see it. I see an enemy and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to get this guy. And I'm like behind a rock and I'm waiting on him to like, you know, play that peak game with you. I'm, I'm trying to get ahead. I'm like, I'll get him in the head. I'll get him in the head. I've played enough Tarkov now. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to be even better than I used to be. I'm going to headshot this guy. And he comes out from behind his rock and starts sprinting at me. And I'm like, what a dummy. And I kill him. And I notice his name is like JRJ 63,147. And I'm like, oh, that's one of those fucking bots. And like, I kept running into bots. And it's there's no satisfaction in killing a bot at all if anything they're a really annoying distraction if there are bots mixed in with players it's like you don't know who to focus on and you feel really dumb if Mm -hmm. you're yeah like dealing with a bot and like treating it like a player so you're not just like jumping out and spraying it down you're like trying to peek and like head bob and weave and stuff and try to be tactical it's a bot it's it's retarded the bots are so (laughs) so bad and so like you're you're playing you're playing like it's fucking shroud over there and the bot is like do 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 and a real player comes up from the side and, and kills you we played like 10 games and i'll never play again what a fall from grace that game had Remember yeah huge fall from we grace. did we did an epic meal time with them actually and there was like a sick brand deal they actually paid like excellent money and it was great and i was a huge PUBG fan and i was so hyped about it and like you couldn't not tell me like that PUBG had such promise it was great and then when like those keys and shit started to come out that's when I was like, no, bro, this is not it. You're like doing the wrong things. It was like, even when they made the Xbox port to it, I was like, that's not where you're at right now. This is not important. And then people like, well, like, come play PUBG with me on Xbox. And I'm like, I've never been like a game snob. But I was like, have you seen how that fucking thing runs on Xbox? I don't understand why you would ever play that, like a game like that at that time. Now it could be great. I have no idea. But they just focused on the wrong shit. Yeah. And you know what? I gave Fortnite a lot of shit. And like, you know, like I said, for the like the the shallow reasons that I do, but that is like a great game. And like, I'm like, I'm like a brand whore. Like I love like certain brands. Like I just care about like, it used to be like caring about a brand is selling out or doing something is like you're a sellout. But here I am like 10 years later and I'm like, bro, you were in a fucking commercial. What? <laughs> like, like I like things like I think Call of Duty is cool or I think like something like I even think like, whoa, look at this thing. It's got a fucking little Coca-Cola on it. That's cool. I bought these things called mini brands. They're just literally little brands. Like you just open it up and it's like a little fucking bottle of A1 steak sauce. And I'm like, sick. And like, <laughs> I, I, I like that shit. And so Fortnite literally like they're to me, to me, like being master chief and you have baby Yoda following you and you have like a Terminator arm on your back (laughs) and you're using predators active camouflage 
and like the the music playing are like songs that you know like there is something about it that i'm like this is yeah. jokes they put a Have lot ever- of polish into it and i i, I like slept on it because i was like ah fuck fortnite but it was fun. I also hate building. That's also what I was like, fuck Fortnite. If you really like brands and like propaganda, uh, next time you're in Atlanta, try to go to the Coca-Cola Museum and go on the tour. If it's open again because of the pandemic or whatever, you literally like go through a propaganda tour for Coca-Cola. They have the vault where they have the secret recipe. The first thing you do is sit through like a Pixar style uh, cartoon with the Coca-Cola bears. And it's so good that at the end, I'm like, why isn't this an actual full-length cartoon? <laughs> I want to know what happens to the little bear. I He's love been, like, those bears. They're fucking great. The Pixar cartoon they made. Yeah, is, with like, the penguins, notch. like the, the polar bears yeah. and the penguins and the shit. Yeah, I love those. those. And then like you tour the whole factory or, or what they show you of it. And like you see the bottling of Coca-Cola and how all that works. And then you go into this room where they have these, uh, they've got like soft drink fountains, you know, with like the buttons for each soda. And they've got like, four fountains like all attached to each other in a circle on like a podium. And then there's like 10 podiums. So there's like 40 soda fountain machines and there's an endless supply of cups and the, and the sodas are all experimental sodas they've never released or Coca-Cola products from like around the world. So there's like all sorts of like orange Coca-Cola and tangerine Coca-Cola and some weird like Sprite that you, you never heard of and like rutabaga cola and like, like cinnamon cola and like, you're just sitting there like drinking a gallon of sugar water for, and, and it, it's pretty cheap to do it. You must feel terrible at the end of a Coca-Cola tour. We were pretty high. So like, no. I enjoyed it. I've never gone on a tour. I know, I know people who have gone on the Anheuser-Busch tour here, like through the brewery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they say it's fun because apparently it's similar to that. Obviously not like rutabaga beer, but apparently you can just get pretty fucking sh- shit face throughout it. Because yeah. they own like a million microbreweries too. And have so, you ever gone to I like a wine tasting, like like at I a have. at a winery? But I've never gone. This. When I was a child, Pepsi had class field trips to the Pepsi bottle thing, and they had tours. And I realize now it was just like Pepsi salesmanship and indoctrination. Yeah. And they yeah. would shit on Coca-Cola, you know, those other guys, that inferior brand who keeps losing the taste tests. And like during the cola wars of the 80s, they were taking school children into the different and just getting them to line up with one side yep. or the other. <laughs> you didn't even know you're being propagandized too. It by, still sits by in a little sugar. bit. I'm a little bit pro Pepsi because of that <laughs> thing I did 40 years ago. No, it's all about Coca-Cola. <laughs> I, I, I went to a winery I went to a winery and uh, it was a little snooty everybody there was a little bit snooty but uh, it was like all the free wine you could drink essentially and like little fl- it was like multiple fl- I, you little paid like cups. there was like a tiered thing you could pay it's like alright for $20 you get to try three different wines and it was like for $50 it's five different wines and I was like what do we get for $120? You're going to taste every wine that we make as much as you'd like. And I was like, I'll take two. Yeah, and, I'll take two. and we're just in there like, we don't know anything about wine, really. But, sir, but we're what drinking is them. all you can drink? What are you ah. going to do with twice as much as you can drink? Well, there's two of us. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. so like, we just got shit-faced. And then we bought a few bottles of like our favorites. We, there were these red dessert wines that were just really sweet and delicious. And uh, so we just got shit faced, grabbed a couple bottles, went walked through the winery, stumbling around, uh, had some fun out there in the winery. 
uh, like in the fields, in the grape fields, then uh, drove to a restaurant, had a huge fight. <laughs> and uh it was a it was a it was an interesting day it was so not, I, I highly I, highly recommended i've never gone wine tasting before but um you people don't actually spit it out that never um made me. like you just take little sips so the people who spit it out are usually like wine judges it, it's like if they're going to be judging wine for a competition then they'll not only spit but they'll cleanse their palate with That's uh because like uh, someone who's taste testing food, if they were to spit it out, you didn't get the full experience. Like swallow well, food doesn't intoxicate you. Yeah, I think so the deal like, is if you were to, but if you were to do like, you know, 13, 17, 20 wines that day, you might be impaired on the last wine. Yeah, I exactly. guess I don't know. They didn't, much- I did a wine tasting tour in France, which was pretty cool. I think it was in Oh, Nice. Cool. Did and, you like it? Yeah, I did actually. And you wouldn't think so because I don't like alcohol. But like Same. Kyle said, you know, they'd be like, all right, this one's a little fruity and stuff. And it's like, you know what? I don't hate that one. And they're exactly. like, this one tastes of old cigar. And I'm like, why would anybody? Like, <laughs> Wait, I, I, would, I would love to see your like score sheet at the end. Wait, wait, there's a cigar in there. Oh, who put this in here? It seems that Sorry. you love our. It seems that you love our novelty juicy fruit wine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything else is in the sad face column. So. <laughs> yeah, but, that's about right. It's like you know this one we call old sweat sock, and and I'm like, why are you even? What is the point behind this wine? I, I've like uh, I've had wine before, like at friends' houses for dinner. We're like, maybe I don't know. Nobody's I don't know if Harley's a wine drinker or not. I don't drink a lot of wine, but like. Like I had a glass poured for me and like, it's a, it's a bottle of wine. You see, and they all look the same. And like, I took a couple, like I took one drink and it like, I look at it and it's like bourbon barrel wine, 24% alcohol. And it's like, this is awful. Yeah. This is yeah, actively it's, it's, just, just give me two shots of vodka and a soda at this point, instead of this, this exactly. is a punishment. Like I so, remember, uh, I remember when white boy came and stayed with us. He, we were on a trip somewhere. We went to a Morton's and this is like right after he had started making a little bit of money and you know, he grew up super poor. So like, I think this might've been the first time he'd ever been in anywhere as nice as a Morton's. And, uh, and, and uh, we were trying to make it as memorable and as fancy of the night as possible. So it was like, Oh yeah. Well, well, you know, he was asking for recommendations like, Oh yeah, get this steak and get these sides and we'll have some oysters and some shrimp. And he's like, I want wine. I want like a nice glass of wine with my steak. Yeah. And it's like, well, all right, all right. Red or white? He's like, I, I don't, I don't. Kitty's like, red. You want to get a yeah. red wine? <laughs> one of these, one of these would be good. And he's like, pick some like, you know, $22 a glass wine. And I just remember him getting it and be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Can I get a Coca-Cola like Kyle? <laughs> Coca-Cola is <laughs> like good with not steak. being down with it at all. And I, I, was, I remember thinking like, yeah, that's the first thing you learn when you get some money. Not everything that's expensive is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you spent, you dropped 22 on a glass of wine. You got to muscle through it. <laughs> I did. Uh, I just did a show recently called Wine and Cheeseburger. It's on Facebook, mm. uh, but I did it with Thrillist. And it revolved around basically me eating foods, fast foods paired with a wine. Um, and, uh, it was just this year. So I got to experience wine selected for specific meals, like the Popeye's chicken sandwich or like, uh, you know, like the Big Mac, like wine paired with that. So I got to learn a bunch about wine through this sommelier and 
I never like drinking during eating because like I love food. And I just always found eating food, like I love steak. And then if I drink wine or even like, you know, like my my favorite drink, like a, an old fashioned or something, no matter how good that tastes, mm. I always drink it. And I'm like, this is different. This is food time and drinking is drinking time. And mm. I get so full in a weird way when I drink wine with meals. And it's just like, mm. it's just, I, I wasn't about it. But on the show, I realized if you pair the wine perfectly to what you're eating and it sounds so cliche but like it does bring flavors out shit tastes different like mm. you could eat something like you could eat like like i we had like fried chicken i'm like I, I was like yeah fried chicken and then i had this wine and then i ate the fried chicken i was like oh i'm tasting like the spices now that like i know what they wanted the chicken to be but like yeah Maybe my palate just for whatever whatever I ate, it just wasn't there. But like yeah. wine accentuates things and it could be used as a very valuable weapon to enhance your meals, you know? Yeah. But yeah. normally for the most part, I'm just like, I'm trying to eat my steak. I don't want to drink some well, shit I, right I, now. I don't like where they'll, they'll tell you like, or I had someone who like, a friend of mine who was into wine, we were in a nice steakhouse. And he was like, you know what? You After like every bite or two, take another sip of that red wine. And then you're going to taste more things. And it's like, I did that for one or two bites. And then before you know it, it's like the steak's gone. And it's like, oh, I forgot to do the wine thing. And so it's like, so, I agree with you. I, I, when I'm, I want to focus on munching and eating when I'm Yeah, so, so I don't know. I can't relate to what Har- Harley just explained. But what I do like to do um, or what I have done, I like to get fucked up before I eat. And usually that's weed. Like I would much rather be stoned as fuck before I eat a delicious meal and like have the munchies and like that empty feeling right with your mm-hmm. with like the center bottom of your chest is like you feel like you're gonna go forever. You could eat forever. Like like yeah. Like like just it feels like there's a bottomless pit in your stomach and you're just like, oh man, I'm gonna eat so much good food. But like if I have to drink alcohol, like when I was on state probation, I was allowed to drink alcohol. And it was like if I was gonna eat like some good Indian food. I would drink like four or five shots of like some really good liquor, like whatever it was, some Tito's or um, I was drinking. What's that sugary ass shit? I was drinking that orange cognac. Grand Gala. Grand Gala was was when I was spending way too much money on Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier (laughs) is like thirty eight dollars a bottle. And Grand Gala is like. $18 $18 a bottle for the same. You were just like, cause like drinking Yahtzee shakers, some fucking grand gala. I was, dr- I could, I could put it the fuck away. It's delicious yeah. orange cognac. And actually grand gala isn't technically cognac, but that's neither here nor there. Even but anyway, compared to other alcohols compared, I mean, it's, it's, it's sugary, orangey liquor, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty tasty, especially if you chase it with like a Coca-Cola or even an orange Fanta, if you're really classy. Mm-hmm. Um, so like getting Orange real Fanta's fucking shit house. No, it's the opposite of that. <laughs> okay. I go for, for Fago. Yeah. Yeah, Fago. Oh uh, yeah, Juggalos for life. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I feel like if you're guzzling five shots real quick on an empty stomach before you even eat? Do you not feel just shitty? No, I feel drunk. I feel like like a little like lightheaded. I I I, I get that same almost the same feeling of like that of like the munchies like from alcohol from uh, weed. And, uh, and I'm just impaired and everything tastes better and spicy food is just like a full head rush of like capsaicin, like just fucking burnt. I can feel it everywhere. That's a good example of spicy food. This is like beer, not wine, but a a friend of mine is like really into those 
IPA designer uh, beers and everything. And like on a lot of them, it'll say on the side, like pair with beef, pair with this, pair with that. And like this one was like pair with spicy. And we were having like some pretty hot chicken wings. And he's like, just like, just have one of my beers. Like you'll like it. Like just, just try it. Like take little drinks after you have the wings. And it really did work. Like there's something about how, because it was like a fucking 9% beer. So it wasn't yeah. a guzzle, but like that bitterness of the IPA really did play well with the spices. Yeah, I, I I like to pay. I like to do the grant, get drunk, and then eat the spiciest Indian food that I'd ever had in my life. Like I would, they'd be like, they, they would ask me how spicy, and I'm like, all the way, like 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 whatever, like like they don't do like Indian spicy or white people spicy, you know, like like the Thai people will, but I'm just like hot, hot, extra hot, like vindaloo hot, like and I would get chicken, uh, lamb vindaloo as hot as they would make it, and I would have to, I would drink like three, four glasses of ice water while I was eating the meal and have to get up and blow my nose and wipe my eyes multiple times. It That's was so, so spicy. I love spicy food. Indian food and Thai food are my two favorite, like, I don't know, two of my favorite dishes, like 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 Penang so curry, Penang I'm curry and uh, chicken vindaloo and tikka masala, extra, extra hot. Like tikka masala is supposed to be this mild dish because it's what – it's like the bastardization of Indi of uh, Indian food by the British, right? They're colonial underservants. They like brought it back home and made it bland as fuck and added tomato sauce and cream and like, oh yeah, we can eat this. No, no, no. I want I want you to take tikka masala and make it hot as fuck, and uh, and I would eat that and just just cry I my love eyes Indian out. food. Yeah, I slept on that for a big part of my life. And I got to ask a question. Uh, I'm about to download Total Warhammer too. Because you guys said you're playing. This is like it's full price game. I should still get it though, right? Like it's full on fifty nine right. ninety nine. You're gonna want the expansions too. They said so that they're, that's what the, the. I just have to say this one review, by the way, real quick at the top. It's this guy. Uh, uh it says Lobato Moctopus, whatever. One thousand four hundred, one thousand three hundred and thirty five hours review. Pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, dude, if you get it. Uh, We'll play with you. It's a fun yeah, game. Yeah, I'm going to have to get Anytime. There. So I'm pretty fucking good at it. Um, I have, let me see how many hours I've got. Um, I have, oh, only 500. Okay. So I got 500 hours at it in the real hours, and it's a really fucking fun game. It is, however, the most expensive game that I own because <clears throat> they lock some of the some of the, the factions behind other games. So you got to buy Total War 1, and you'll never play Total War 1, but you need that so that you unlock some shit in Total War 2. Mm -hmm. And then there's like 10 DLCs for, for Total War 2. Most of them are free now, but they're like $12 to $15 as they're released. The, th the reason I would say that it's a good idea still to buy Total War 2 is because Total War 3 is coming out in the fall, and I'm mm -hmm. sure that you'll need Total War 1 and 2 to get everything unlocked for Total War 3 when it comes out. And this it sounds so fucking dumb. I just went to go get it. It's like you already have this game. Ah! <laughs> I have I have a hundred minutes in it. I don't know. I it's must so have bought steam. it stone and touched it. It's exactly the most steam thing ever. It's in my library. Okay, well that's good. So Ooh, should I get perfect. Warhammer yeah. One to uh, get everything? You don't have to. If it, it like like, I, you but but I would. I did. I have everything. I've bought every ounce of DLC for this game. I've probably got two hundred fifty dollars in it or something at this point. But I play it a bunch, and I like to be kind of competitive at it. Like I'm interested in like getting into some of the uh, the ladder matches on YouTube. So it's a terrible game for streaming on Twitch. 
Taylor streamed it the other night with me, uh, just pl us playing against each other, and he was the number one streamer on Twitch for the game, like instantly. On <laughs> YouTube, though, there's a huge community of people who stream it on YouTube, and there's like a dozen guys who have like medium-sized YouTube channels, and they all like pool their subscribers, and they have these like weekly and bi-weekly tournaments, and they have like qualifier tournaments that last mm -hmm. months where like like the 15 or 20 best players in the world all are in the, or in the like English speaking world will all play to qualify for one slot in an ultimate tournament. They're doing that right now. And they'll fill 20 spots of that, which where it's like champions of champions will eventually play in a big tournament. And there's cash prizes. Mm -hmm. Usually, you know, the YouTubers, Patreons will like pay the cash prizes and it'll be like a few hundred dollars, nothing crazy. But like the the competitive nature of the play is ridiculous. The people who who play this game, there there's a lot of like moderately sized YouTubers who do this, and it's really entertaining. I watch a ton of it. Yeah, Kyle's yeah. very good. He knows exactly. Install it right now. Um, that's Joe. And then I'll, so I could just install and then maybe mess around with the single player for a minute. Yeah, try it out. I get. Yeah, that's single player. Uh, single player won't help you in multiplayer because multiplayer is just you purchase the units, you line up on the field, and then you fight. And the single player, which I've done, it's a single player campaign. I had a lot of fun with it. Start off on easy difficulty because that's more like Civ where you're starting out and it'll be like, oh, you're going to play the the dwarves. Okay, well, your first mission is you have to eliminate all of the orc civilizations that are in the crags of the rocks and they're going to fight back. And oh, while you were doing that, you need to manage your resources and, and do this and that. And oh, your population's out of control. So that's more Civ like what me and Kyle did and what I'm doing now more is just the, you know, Real 10 time. minutes a game, you just fucking lay everybody out there. I went, I think uh, Kyle went six and one against me on the stream, but I did get a victory. I got one uh victory. The How did you pull people. that off? I don't. I don't um, know. Did you exploit a mistake of his, or did you like uh, adapt and evolve? Uh, what did what did I do? How, how did I win my match? I was playing the Tomb Kings on that one. That was the map with the big hill in the middle. Um, I was just kind of. Wouldn't say I was just being silly. Like I didn't bring a good army on purpose because it was not fun. If I was just like winning a lot. He did the smart over. thing. So I started being by letting like, you, by letting yeah, you win right one, after you I won, the game. Right after I won, you went full-ass try-hard mode with the Skaven and beat me. <laughs> pushed my shit in. Well, I had to prove a point. I know. And every, everybody was I was toying the whole time. There were people in chat like, Jesus, he's try-harding the hell out of Taylor. Just like I was just trying to, to keep my guys together. I'm just three minutes in, my forces are splayed out among the entire battlefield. There's no you guys use that. You guys that use that term sweat? Call someone a sweat? Yep. I've never done that. Yeah. I'm pretty sweaty on Total War. Um, it's I, new uh, lingo, and I thought it was pretty good. Like when someone's like, like basically he beat you with sweat, or he was being a sweat that round. Just then, like, yeah. They're working yeah. so I hard that they're sweating. Was sweating me then. Yeah. I, I, I may be guilty of that. Um, it's one of those games where you can be like, there are like certain like ways to like, you can make your army like a meme. Like there are like general, there's like five different generals you can pick. And some of them like people know, oh, that's that's like a meme. That's like a, if they if you bring that, you're like Being you're trying to prove a point. Like, like, oh, you brought tic-tac-toe. It's it's like the worst general in the whole fucking game. He can't do shit. He's he, he's so squishy, he has no powers. He's oh, he's winning with tic-tac-toe. It's it's kind of like a flex to even like like I see there's a tournament player who will bring like the worst shit sometimes just to flex on people. And it's really fun to watch. I had a pretty good yeah. turnout. I, I did a meme army against you in our second game where I brought nothing but suicide bombers. That was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it yeah. worked out pretty well because I, 
there's, there's just a zombie called Bloated Corpse, and all he does is waddle towards a group of people and explode, and he'll kill like 30 people out of a 40 yeah. person unit. And like, all I did was bring like 30 of those guys waddling, and Kyle's like, oh, what do I, I guess what do I do? Tactical retreat? And then <laughs> just try and block them with the weak. I don't know what to do. I've never seen that before because it's like, like there's actual rules that you that people yeah. normally play by, like you can't do something like that, but who gives a fuck because we're just goofing yeah, around. So I'd never seen that before. I was like, I, I've never seen one bloated corpse, much much less 15. I don't even know what to do. Yeah, in the first game, the one bloated corpse did a great job because you didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was. Never seen one before. No one brings them. Because they're because like normally people will like just shoot them with like a like arrows or bullets and they'll just pop. Mm -hmm. But if you can ever get this thing to waddle close enough to like a unit that costs 10 times as much, it just decimates them because it's like a suicide bomber. Like you said, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump more into this game. This game and the new Zombies map, those are going to be my jam for a while, I think. For sure, me too. Yeah, I'm Mitty's messing me right now wanting to play. Oh, that Mitty Smitty. He says the map's great. Good. Have him figure out everything for us. Oh, there, dude, those, there's like a whole collection of YouTubers, and that's I'm sure they're streaming the game right now trying to like... They've probably already... Like figured out every Easter egg mm -hmm. for the fucking thing and all the all the steps and they're and they're uploading their tutorial right now. Good. <laughs> Thank God for those people. Yes, they're doing, doing what I absolutely would not never do. You used to do that. Wasn't there a run where I felt like Syndicate was the top guy, but you weren't out of the running, and you were both like doing. Uh, he, he was always way better at zombies than me. Uh, like his videos would be like. Oh, I, f I figured out this new thing. Uh, you shoot this over here on Ascension or whatever, and then you come over here, shoot the lit post, and then a, a ammo pops out. And I'd be like, all right, this is uh, Ascension. I was behind a fat person at Chipotle today. And you were like doing Easter eggs and such too. You were like in a race to figure oh, things yeah. out. I, yeah, when Shangri-La came out, I was like, yeah. I am going to make as many fucking videos today as possible where it'd be like, Hey, I figured out where the special weapon is. Here it is. And like, there wasn't like that 10 minute limit thing. So I just made like seven, three minute videos that day showing basic stuff. And that, did you ever get your channel partnered? Yeah. Yeah. I was okay. in the second wave of machinima. Mm. Uh, Cause like I believe it or not, like at the time, like I think at the time I got partnered, I had like 30 K subs, which yeah. was pretty big. Uh, I remember Dr. Disrespect at the time. I would go to his channel and he had like 14K subs. And I watched his like silly video of him with attack dogs. I think it was called. I bet if you still go to his channel and go to uploads oldest to newest, you'll find that attack dog video. And I was watching it with like him doing the cut scenes and the character. And even 10 years ago being like, this guy is putting so much effort into this and he's and getting, getting nowhere. Nothing. He's getting, <laughs> yeah, nowhere. he was a terrible YouTuber and he's the, one of the best streamers ever. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how on YouTube, there wasn't really a market for what he brought. Mm -hmm. it, no, it was because he was bad at the game. He was no. bad. He was people, bad people didn't know the game. People, oh, he was people, so bad at modern warfare too. He was a joke. That's why like, people he was, on the YouTube. bleeding scar age. And he, he'd go like, 50 50 in a free-for-all or something and we're all looking at that like he's not well, as i think people people on youtube are have a different like it's different like on youtube you look at something and you look at the viewership to determine if it is almost like it has that whereas twitch that doesn't exist like twitch you put it on and you watch and if you go to doc and you're there for like five minutes like even when i first started coming across him it was on twitch I never even saw him on YouTube and 
very quickly you're like, who is this guy? This is jokes. And Doc tends to be good at games also. And like, you know, but like YouTube, like I could see how like in YouTube people would be like, this is a guy in a wig and it doesn't even have a lot of views. But people mm-hmm. didn't let that, like they let that affect them. And I know that because I saw like great creators when I would go to VidCon, people that I thought were awesome that had low viewership and like people didn't care. Yeah. But like so. they didn't grasp the importance of this person because they were looking at like a popularity contest. And I think Doc suffered because of that popularity contest mentality. Uh, but possible. then on Twitch, I, yeah, I, I see it a little differently. I, I, maybe I have my own standards for this, but I like to connect to YouTubers. You know, every YouTuber turns eventually turns into, I like Taylor. I wonder what Taylor's doing today. Oh, he put up a vlog. Let's check it out. That's what happens, you know, I, all the time. And um, with Doc, you don't get to know Doc. Doc is a character. Yeah. He's, a, he's a fiction thing. And because of that, I don't, maybe that doesn't work on YouTube. Whereas on I Twitch, think that's an excellent point. It works. I think that's a great point. YouTube people wanted to go see their favorite YouTubers being like, I'm gay now and making out with someone. And they got to be part of that. Whereas I guess maybe that's lacking on with Kyle, Doc. And would, you, would you agree that a fake character on YouTube <laughs> never going to get any traction? <laughs> <laughs> I, as soon as we said that, I saw Kyle. Go, I did not even. <laughs> I thought that. I was like, what's, I was like, what's the their problem, problem? Is that Doc's character isn't very likable or yeah. interesting? It, it, even FPS Russia, I wanted to know what he was doing next. Like even if he's fiction, but it. Somehow, people I didn't never questioned Doc. People, you knew Doc was fake. You didn't know. Not everyone knew FBS Russia wasn't the guy. Not everyone knew that. That's they the truth. Still don't know. It blows my mind. People didn't <laughs> See, the out. thing is, like, like because like we're plugged in or whatever, and a lot of the people who listen to this, they're plugged in, obviously, because they're looking at me right now. Mm-hmm. They all think that everyone knows. If I go back and upload on that channel, eighty percent of them don't know. Because they don't do any research. They've never Googled my name. They've never searched. Uh, Dimitri's whatever. back. Yeah. They have no there. idea because they watch YouTube videos occasionally. Some of them were only subscribed to me. They're not part of the YouTube community or the mythos of it. Or like they don't know any other YouTubers. They don't know what VidCon is. They don't know what Call of Duty commentary is. They just like to watch me blow shit up. So like, like a lot of them are like 45 and 50 year old dudes on Facebook. Like half of them are. So like those people still don't know. And some of them will never know. So the, I, they're like, oh yeah, I knew all along. Like, all right, maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Well, everyone knows now. No, the vast majority have no idea. Yeah, people still subscribe to you every day thinking you're a Russian guy. Absolutely. <laughs> people, unsubs- people unsubscribe from me every day thinking you're a Russian guy. Oh. <laughs> 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 that's fucking funny but yeah bro i trust me it's a good thing i've i've passed seven million subscribers like 12 times <laughs> <laughs> not many people can say that yeah, yeah. that's hilarious <laughs> uh, is that a wrap can we call it a show yeah yeah harley tell everyone where they can go see all of the things that are you epic meal times back you fat bitch seriously <laughs> go watch it Seriously, youtube.com slash Epic Mealtime uploads every week. I, uh, you know, nothing else really matters except your health. You're disgusting. You're fat. I'm fat too. <laughs> come, come watch me with me. I feel personally attacked. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Philly's right. talking. PK 529. Yeah.